0: The problem is all inside your head, she said to me. The answer is easy if you take it logically. I'd like to help you in your struggle to be free. There must be 50 ways to leave your lover. Hello, and welcome
1: to episode 50 of the Film Yak Podcast. I'm John. I'm Kevin. JR. Jonathan. Uh, this is the I was big say one. John, but <laughs> too many Johns. This is the big one. This is episode fifty. Yes, uh, fifty solid episodes after we get done recording this one, of course. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about our top fifty movies of all time. That's each of our top fifty movies plus four deep dives. From our top top fifties?
0: Uh, right, well, I don't right. know.
1: Are they? Yeah. It's hard to say. We haven't read our, our top fifties yet. <laughs> maybe
2: it Moved into my top fifty. You know that it moved out of my top fifty. Well,
1: you know that Julian Donkey Boy was in my top fifty. In my top ten, we'll have to see where it landed after this last watch. So, right. um, <clears throat> we're also going to be uh, talking about nothing else. That's it. So,
2: uh <laughs> so go to the bathroom, get some popcorn, get a snack, and get ready. That's
0: right. Turn the lights down low. Okay.
1: Put your headphones on. Turn off the bass. We're here. It's a long haul. What's our first deep dive? Our first deep dive is Kevin's pick. Yes. It's uh, (coughs) The Life of Brian.
3: Monty Python's Life of Brian. Oh, right.
1: Not The Life of Brian. Just Monty Python's Life of Brian. Directed by Terry Jones.
3: Terry Jones.
1: You want to uh, explain a little bit about why you picked this movie?
3: This is... Still, my favorite movie of all time. Spoiler, spoiler, big, big time spoiler. Wow, no, no need yeah,
4: to read cause... your top ten. Shows over.
3: Well, there's, there's, forty nine other movies on this list that they don't know about yet. <laughs> <That> don't matter. Don't <laughs> matter. Right, I know. Sold the ending. Anyway, so yes, like I think this is one of the funniest. Like. The funniest movie ever made I think it's very well made And I've watched it many 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 times And it never goes down And Yeah it's fantastic
1: Awesome Uh, What's the first time you saw this movie How old were you Oh,
3: I was a teenager Probably uh, 17, 18
1: And for the rest of us it was this, this. is my first time. It's My first time as well. Okay, so Jr. has seen this before. It's old news for Jr. But we—it's our you, first how time. I've not seen this. I don't. I don't know. Like you I really don't. don't know. Have to
2: be an Anglophile
3: like Kevin to. I had only see a Monty seen.
1: Uh, well, I have that's, seen a Monty Python movie. I've seen Holy Grail. Yeah. Yeah. I find
3: well. if anyone has seen anything Monty Python, they might have seen like one or two sketches, and they've seen yeah. Holy Grail. Right. We watch but,
1: sketches in our intro philosophy classes, and then we watch Holy Grail, and that's <laughs> it.
3: Yeah, that tends to be what most people know of Monty Python. Did you see
2: this before or after Holy Grail, for the first time?
3: After Holy Grail, yeah, that makes sense. It's yeah. always the
1: intro. Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, Life of Brian, uh, from 1979.
3: 1979.
1: Directed by Terry Jones. What does everybody think of this movie? We know what Kevin thinks.
3: I kind of have an idea. How much John, do you like John. it? <laughs> I kind of have an idea of what uh, what Jonathan oh, thinks me, because oh well, well d- d- why why Allison
4: oh yeah oh did she, she Allison
3: did, who then told Blake who then told me what is, what
4: did Allison say about it <laughs> I didn't like it I I I just it, it's she not, said you didn't laugh very much it's, oh. it's just, it's oh. not, it wasn't that funny I'm sorry mm. it's mm. entertaining but it just it just wasn't that funny I'm sorry
3: right. <laughs> well like when, when there the, are parts
4: that are really funny though but <laughs> it's just. Too f- and few. Of them
3: well, when them. when Blake told me that uh, <laughs> Allison had told told him what you said, I was like, I honestly don't expect any of them to give it anything above a three, because like I know you guys aren't necessarily like that into British comedy, so oh, it's yeah. just
2: that they're not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I, well, actually, I actually did like this movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> like the
4: funniest part to me and i actually did laugh out loud it was i don't even know if it's supposed to be this funny uh whenever like they're they're going to be crucified at the end and the dude like you know he's like the good samaritan he picks up the cross and then he ends up getting crucified i thought that was <laughs> yeah. fucking hilarious but yes, like it was yeah I, I don't know that was that was the highlight <laughs> every it's like uh, i'll just i'll just wait here until they come back
2: <laughs> i find everything about crucifixion funny yeah it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty great. hilarious yeah it's, it's over the totally. top it's completely over the top yeah I was told this was a Jewish section. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Under the yeah. terms of the Roman occupancy, we're entitled to be crucified in a purely Jewish area. See, we I don't knew. want any more Samaritans around I here. I knew
1: this was coming. Just like nonstop quotes from Kevin. about.
3: <laughs> I, think I, will, this, I will curb the quotes. I will curb the quotes. This definitely
1: demands a rewatch, though.
4: Like, I don't know. I feel like a f- maybe a few things flew over my head or I just wasn't paying yeah. attention hard yeah, enough. It's, like, yeah. it's,
2: it's really smart.
1: <laughs> okay I, I watched the. i'm oh, sorry no well oh well just, just
2: what do you think
1: well, um, <laughs> let's,
2: i'll have let's to get the shitting over with no no I'll, no
0: I'll no 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 no, no 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 no
1: okay i'll have to say that uh when you said it's really smart i think that that's actually uh, a good comment i think that it's too it's way too clever like that was my biggest problem with it it was that it's just like it was so overtly satirical like that, there was so many like uh it felt like there was so much so many layers of satire going on <laughs> that i was just like this is it's, it it was like we don't care about being funny we just want to make this point and we want to like do it in the most like uh broadway possible and it, that's why for me it doesn't work uh comedy wise i just didn't i don't find it a problem with british humor i don't find the the comedy in this movie to be particularly british it just it just it's like um I hesitate to say juvenile, but I mean, that's not that's not like a criticism because I like juvenile humor sometimes. But like it's just some it just doesn't. Yeah, it just doesn't strike me as funny. And uh, I didn't even have the the laugh out loud moment that Jonathan had. I had Mm. I had a moment where I I remember the the most I ever gave to it or it got out of me was. (laughs) That's just a small smirk. Wow! And it did make me smirk. And I might have exhaled a little bit through my nose you know but it really Jeez. and that, and I can tell you what part it was it was um after the woman comes in and screams at the uh bureau it's like the bureaucracy satire oh, yeah, of them yeah, all yeah. doing the paperwork and everything
0: yeah
1: and um and she screams at them and, he, and then when she leaves the the guy says uh oh a little ego trip from the feminists <laughs> and that, I thought that was that's that's amusing but uh aside from that it really never it never got me now I will say that it was uh uh, I don't know if entertaining is the right word. It was engaging. I never felt bored watching it. Like I yeah. wasn't like, this is a chore to watch. It was uh perfectly, uh, I thought, I thought like there were good things about it. Like I thought it looked pretty good. I think it's filmed fairly well. It, it's a lot better looking than you. Like I would imagine it would look like I thought it was going to be kind of poorly shoddily made just because it's like a biblical, like an Epic almost, you know? Mm. And, a, and it, I know it didn't have like a gigantic budget, but it, I thought they made pretty good use of what they had. And, uh, the costumes were all great for the most part. I mean, you know, not not counting like the guy who's supposed to be the uh, Brian's mother. You know, it's pretty lame, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> well. but he's just wearing like a fat woman suit, right? But um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I thought like all that stuff was really good. I just the, so just the jokes. Yeah, I don't know. They just didn't. Like, like the idea of that, like Brian's mother is a man in drag. Like, it's just, it feels like it's such like, it's actually annoying. Yeah. It's just like, it got got (laughs) annoying. It seems like something for like a, like a fourth grader would laugh at like, oh, it's a guy (laughs) in drag. Ha ha. He's making a woman's voice. It's, it feels like humor from the 1950s or something like Milton Berle humor, but which is, you know, it's, if you're into that, that's cool. And I'm not saying you're into that. I mean, I I, I I know that's a little harsh. I don't know. I, just, I mean, I'm not Mel trying Brooks to be harsh. Like, just... well, I Mel mean, Brooks is like his juvenile shit, but it's yeah, it's Mel Br- still funny, Yeah, but right? I, okay, but is it though? Is yeah, it Spaceballs really? Spaceballs is incredibly ridiculous. When was the last time you watched Spaceballs? Know, like, a few years ago. Okay, it was, well, it was, it was uh, still pretty yeah, funny. I don't know. This remo- <laughs> it's, speaking of Mel Brooks, though, this movie did remind <laughs> me of History of the World Part One,
3: uh, which I also did not find funny. But I mean, I, I agree on History of the World. Yeah. I, there was like one or two things, but I'm like. This is not Blazing Saddles. This is not Young Frankenstein. Right. What happened? And mm. I
1: think that there's a, something about those <clears> movies <throat> that that movie doesn't have, which is Gene Wilder. And it's like, you well. know, you, you're you're missing a uh <laughs> yeah, sure. a, 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 a you know, a talented performer. And in this movie, it's uh I think it's a similar problem because the you've got you've got a talent you've got talented performers in this like uh I don't know their names. What is the guy's name who's like everybody in this movie? All, John Cleese. John Cleese, right? John Cleese, uh I know that they're all play multiple watches, but John yeah, Cleese, yeah. Uh, in particular, you know, he's funny. I've seen him in other stuff he's fun, you know, and he's and he said the only line that I thought was funny in this one. So uh, you know, it's uh it's not as if they don't have those people, but like Brian in particular, he, obviously he's kinda of more like the straight man of the film, but yeah he he's rarely funny. And um yeah, I don't know. I, I listened actually I, after I watched it, I re-listened to episode four of the Film podcast in oh, which you yeah. had forced Jordan to watch it. And I, I hated it because I was like, I so agree with everything Jordan is saying about this movie. And um he's yeah, he 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 says everything I want to say about it. It's just like that. It just it just didn't strike me as funny. And but I was I was surprised that he said it didn't offend him because yeah. I, I I think I feel like if I were still religious, it would have offended me certain parts he, of it.
3: Or was that name of the rose that he thought like they were really kind of digging in on religious people?
1: He said that uh it was well, one of the just, other. just at the beginning of the episode he's like or when he's talking about this, rather he says uh he says, you know, I thought going into it that I was going to be offended by it, but I really uh, wasn't, okay. I just you know didn't
3: okay, yeah then yeah. name of the rose, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah
1: anyway, that's my, that's my piece.
2: I thought it was funny <laughs> 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 I, uh, I laughed, and I watched it again, and I laughed again you watched it twice i told you i watched all these twice
1: why I,
2: jesus christ man because right. <laughs> I, I, I didn't write any notes down the first time because i was just uh, uh. Was okay Tarant- just tarantino
1: dude. over here i go to see <laughs> movies twice and the second time i well, think I about them. <laughs> <laughs> I study the film the i don't <laughs> usually
2: but for this one i was like i didn't write shit down and then mm. i watched it again and i still didn't write a whole lot down uh, but what I did write down I was trying to figure out Why I was laughing At the uh, The biggest dickus Part <laughs> Because I was
1: I would be curious As to why you were laughing At that as well I don't know
2: It's like <laughs> It's Well it, Because that's like The most juvenile Part yeah, I can think of Yeah like, And it, it just kind of like f- Flirts with being funny But then it just keeps going
1: Oh I see it just, It's almost like An absurdist yeah. kind of thing Then it just
2: And by the time He lets out like the Incontinentia buttocks It's just yeah. like
0: Alright
1: I accept it Right. I refused to accept it.
3: <laughs> no, it just yeah, did, I mean, didn't break the barrier for me. Yeah. I mean, I totally see what you're saying cuz like like that is one of the things about Monty Python in general like they are very much like there's a lot of like big, you know, ideas and satires and mm-hmm. stuff, but they're also like of their own ad- admission like a lot of times they're just being silly. Of course. Yeah. And yes, and very absurdist and Right. And I think that there's all a, that kind of there's stuff. like an <clears>
1: obvious <throat> there's an obvious audience for that. Yeah. And I mean, and it's just like you know, it's just it's just like any comedy. If it if, it works, if it works, and if it doesn't for you, it doesn't. That's no big deal. It's like yeah. it's not like it's objectively unfunny. It's just I didn't find it funny. It didn't strike me as funny. It might have had I seen it when I was fifteen or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. But it's just now after you know my tastes have formed at this point, and it's like it's just not it's not in my <clears throat> it's not there. But uh, I did think that um, Brian, the actor who played Brian whose name is? Graham Chapman. Graham Chapman. The late Graham Chapman. Uh, There's an actor on uh, the show Girls who looks literally exactly like him. Really? Like they are twins. Wow. I kept seeing him, and I was like, who does this guy remind me of? And I I finally realized, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's that guy from Girls, and I don't remember his name, but Uh Girls is actually the first thing that he ever did. Uh, They found him on... uh, I forget how they found him, but they They discovered him somehow, and they put him on this show girls and uh oh, okay. but anyways, he looks just like him, not relevant to the movie, but
2: so yeah, my only problem with this movie, I mean since I was laughing throughout most of it was just uh you know it's it's like a series of related sketches strung together into a pretty loose narrative, and uh mm-hmm. so just as far as like narrative pacing goes, I didn't think it was perfect, but again. That's, I mean, that's my same issue with Monty Python and the Holy Grail, which yeah. I also find very funny, and yeah, uh, I didn't love uh, the like Alien Ex Machina, <laughs> which I think is I'm just like playing with narrative convenience and yeah. throwing
1: something ridiculous in,
3: but well, also like lampooning Star Wars. So. Yeah,
1: I, I'll actually say that I didn't ha- I didn't have an issue with that. I actually kind of like I kind of like the idea of of how they were just like you know what. We've been in, the, in Bible days for long. Enough. Let's take a little break, you know, and yeah, let's yeah. let's just throw in some kind of wacky segment. We'll let Gilliam direct it, and uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> throw him a bone, and uh, you know. So I, I didn't mind that that's, yeah. I didn't think it was funny, but I didn't mind it. <laughs> it, was, it was fun to look at, right? You
3: know. Ooh, you lucky bastard. Yeah. All right.
2: So I uh, I especially like the line. Uh, How shall we fuck off, Lord? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So that's it. It's my last line. Last quote.
1: <clears throat> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I'll, you know, it's it's uh, not that I have an, an issue with with quotes; it just gets it can get out of hand, you know. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll say some other positives for it. Really loved the uh, image of the nativity scene at the beginning. Whenever they leave and they see Mary and Joseph, and they have the glowing halos, yeah, and they're like real <laughs> halos, like attached to their costumes. I thought that looked fucking amazing. I like yeah. the cutout animation and the credits. Uh, that was cool. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think that's really nice. Uh, for some reason, I wrote that the movie was reminiscent of Mother. I don't know why. Why would I say that? Is it reminiscent of Mother? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, is there a moment in it that is? I don't know. I strange. I don't know why I wrote that. I I'm, I mean, about, I'm about two weeks removed on it. I mean, <laughs> Biblical, I guess. Yeah, I'm maybe. Memorable? I don't know. That is weird. Yeah.
2: It's it seems like that would be a memorable thing. I know, right? Mother. I don't know why I wrote that. I,
0: just,
1: I,
3: I just wrote it out, you know. Yeah. Well. Uh, Now, the movie mother or the Danzig song? No, the movie mother.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't listen to Danzig, but, uh, you know. (laughs) Who doesn't listen to Danzig? Me. Me, I don't. (laughs) But anyway, you know, I don't know. I don't, um, that's, well, I thought that they they make a trans joke kind of, and it's like, I remember thinking, like, I wonder if people have, like, liberals have reevaluated this movie and, like, gotten down his throat about some of this like the there's like a guy in blackface in the first scene
3: yeah
2: yeah and i it, it's almost like they're trying to hide yeah that it's cleese in blackface
1: right it's like you couldn't have just hired a black guy or not quickly just put him, make him a white guy like Is what it, <laughs> it's just yeah a, yeah it's a weird weird choice but not not that that's I, obviously they're not doing it in any kind of way to be like racist but it definitely like you could construe it that way if you wanted to and it's just i don't know it's weird that um it's just weird to look back at movies from this time period and before, and they make some mistakes, maybe, and consider yeah. all mistakes in our time. So
3: the uh, yeah, because I could definitely see someone being like offended or like acting offended by sure. you know, you know, Triggered. where's where's the fetus <laughs> going to gestate? You're going to keep it in a box? Yeah, yeah, sure. You know,
1: that's why I was surprised that, that Jordan wasn't more yeah. offended by it, like certain elements <laughs> of it, especially like just mo- like mocking the crucifixion, things like that. I would think he would be. Up in arms about it, but
0: I, I don't could know. definitely. I can't ever. Get yeah. that guy.
3: that's why I was genuinely confused. Like, I thought he, like, maybe he, like, ma- like, didn't make much of it, or I don't know. I don't know. For for some reason, I thought like. There was a, a little. He was probably of him trying like, to be
1: cool. He's probably just like, you know, uh, I'm I'm yeah. cool, guys. I am not offended. That's all good. Second episode. What fourth episode? Fourth episode. Fourth episode the, of the podcast. It's on the name of the rose episode.
3: It's yeah. like happy. Uh, oh right. Happy fifth. No 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 no. It's not a <laughs> shit the Under on the Skin episode. <laughs> no. Okay. Right. What are we doing? Let's move. I don't know what. Let's it's Could we
2: uh, figure out a movie that might offend him? And I know I don't know him, but. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Under the skin. Offends Under the skin. Yeah. Because it has nudity in it. Oh. He refuses to watch it, which is. I don't even. I don't. Well, okay. Let's not get into uh, it.
4: Uh, <laughs> top fifties. I'm gonna start. Or, or that? Star
3: <laughs> ratings. Star ratings for our deep dive. Uh, yeah.
1: Jonathan. Okay. We, yeah. we lost ourselves. The best so, uh, Kevin, what's this one for you? <laughs> oh, this is a
3: half star. Easy. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> Times ten. Oh, totally.
4: Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> Jonathan. Yeah. I'm going. I'm going like two. Two and a half. Mm. Two and a half. Okay. I went two.
3: I
2: went a uh, four and a half. I think this is really fucking funny.
1: Okay, wow.
2: We're we all over the map on this one. Yeah.
3: I'm going to uh, miss J.R. even uh, more now.
1: <laughs> I know, right? Well, our audience doesn't know about that.
3: <laughs> it's a tease.
1: Oh, it's a tease. Okay, we'll They'll talk. have
3: to listen to the end of the episode. Good call.
1: Okay, so uh, we're going to move on to what we're going to do here is talk about our top 50s, but we're only going to work 50 through 31, and then we're going to do another deep dive, our second deep dive. So stay tuned for another deep dive, and we're going to be talking about our top fifty movies of all time. Now, how do we want to do this? Because this is something we didn't talk about. We just want to label and like just list them off, like uh, rapid fire, bam, bam, yeah. bam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go, 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 go. Just I go. mean, seriously, how do we want to do it? Is that how we want to do it? Rapid fire. I mean,
2: for the fifty <laughs> through
1: thirty-one, just rapid fire. Yeah, I mean, because it's so many. Fucking how about movies. if how right. about we will do rapid fire? Not rapid fire. We'll do we'll do uh, moderate fire. And then if somebody wants to say something about something, obviously you know, feel yeah, free.
0: Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we'll be, uh, I'll
2: be jumping in on a few stupid
1: movies. Okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. That's what we're looking for here, Jr. We want that controversy. Right. Okay. Right. Um, who like wants me. to begin? Well, this is very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> waiting a month to hear about these top fifties. Yes. <laughs>
2: no. We've we've kept the listeners waiting long
1: enough. Someone go. <laughs>
3: I'll, I'll I'll go since I have. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Number fifty brute force. 49, The Rankin Bass Hobbit. 48, Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence.
1: Wait, when you say Rankin Bass Hobbit.
3: The animated one from animated the, uh, one? the late Bakshi 70s. The one? No, no, no. He did Lord of the Rings. This is The Hobbit.
1: Oh, okay. I'm yeah. not even familiar with that.
3: Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. 47, Three Musketeers. 46, So I Married an Axe Murderer. 45, mm-hmm. Adventures of Robin Can Hood. Can I stop you again? <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with the you? Three, the, no, 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 the Three Musketeers, the the Disney film, or the
3: yeah, the one we talked about not oh, too long okay, ago. Oh, okay, with yeah, Charlie yeah. Sheen. Okay, okay, I'll I'll be I'll be more specific. No, I'm just
1: trying. Yeah, I'm just trying to.
3: Yeah. Okay, yeah, give me a director. All right, a you year. Don't, you don't have to,
1: because for all I know, it's the Richard Lester movie from the '60s or whatever. You know,
3: it's not. Okay, <laughs> '70s. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, 44, The Prestige, 43, Treasure of the Sierra Madre. 42, Empire Strikes Back, 41, Brazil, 40, Nightmare Before Christmas. 41,
1: Brazil? That's strange. I was thinking Brazil it, is going to be like number three <laughs> for you.
3: It's still a five, but like last time I watched it, it was like. Uh, it dropped I, a little bit. Huh? It dropped like not star wise, but like, you know, there, there are fives and then there are fives. Sure. Was, well, course, you should no, never rewatch it. Yeah. Ever. No, that's, that's wrong. <laughs> Jair's got a point. <laughs> that's wrong. Okay. Go ahead. Ken. All right. Uh, where was Okay. Um, 40, right? Right. 39, Raiders of the Lost Ark. 38, Real Genius. 37, (sighs) Muppet Treasure Island. (laughs) 36, Princess Bride. Okay, now get out
1: out your, just put away the joke list. Let's get out the real list. I thought thought my (laughs) shit, my list was shit. Guys,
3: you have no idea how, like, over the past year that we've been doing this podcast, how many movies, like, like, when I was, you know, like, even like five years ago, six years ago, like, every Tarantino would have been on this list. Sure. But now I've gone back and realized how bad a lot of the movies I loved are. Of course. So it took a lot to get to this. Of course. So,
1: I reordered mine too. And
3: lot. and yeah, like I'm sure like going back and watching a few of these, this would probably easily change, but this is the best hey, I could come up with at the time.
2: Everything you have had has been in between like 1985 and 92. <laughs> can I, can I, can <laughs> I, can I right? yeah, can we stop real know.
1: quick actually because I want to say something about that. Um, do, have you guys did you guys actually look at your lists in terms of like like statistical data like how many of your movies are pre 19 say 70?
4: I don't think anything is after I uh, before
1: 1960 on my
4: list. I got both Okay.
1: <laughs> I know you do. Okay. Yeah. I mean, right, that's what I was thinking. Have, did you guys consider okay cuz I actually looked to see uh which films on my list JR hadn't seen and I've got 4. <laughs>
3: Oh wow! Jesus. So yeah, a your, uh, that's your I, data point. Yeah, <laughs> I just went by director. Like I only repeat a director once on here. I so. repeated
1: directors two or three times.
3: And but I, okay,
2: I made a conscious decision to not. Which there were certain well, cases I where it th- makes my top fifty bullshit. No, there's just there's no. certain
1: because you're, you're curating a top fifty. You're not you're not writing what your fifty favorite films of all time are. You're curating it. You're trying to say these films are the ones that I think are the best, are the most important. And obviously, you don't want to have like. 10, you know, David Lynch movies as your top 10 or if you, you know what I mean? Or, or whatever, or like have. Could you have know. eight, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to have more than
4: two Herzog movies. Right. It's just impossible. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> so you do have more than two Herzog yeah, movies? I do. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's, see, I,
4: <laughs> I
1: I had to rein that shit in. I, it's impossible. Know? I'm sorry. And I also had to consider the fact that this is not a top 100, it's a top 50. So it's like there are more spaces after this. So, like, there are certain directors that I love who aren't even represented on this list. Right. And I've replaced them with films directed by, you know, Sean mm-hmm. Penn. Spoiler. <laughs> oh, my God. So, I mean, yeah.
3: Yeah, because, like, I looked at Letterboxd and, like, all the movies that I had rated, you know, five. And I was like, yeah, that is a five. But, it like, it's not something that's yeah. stuck with me and over I time. I have
1: things that are four and a half on here. Yes. Yeah. And they're yeah. ahead oh, of the yeah. ones that are fives. There's a sometimes. lot of there's It's a lot just of five, like, so. it's just how I felt on the day when I made it. Right. You know, it's so, it's so, it's so, uh, it's so pointless. Why
2: are we here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, just fuck it. Just, you know let's what? Rip get, up your sheet let's
3: there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, get, yeah, yeah.
0: Let's
2: get the, these last few. I'm okay, curious. all right.
3: <laughs> Sorry. All right, so 35, Die Hard. 34, That's 88.
4: <laughs> I'm still going with this 85 to 92. Then. <laughs> oh, good call.
3: <laughs> I jump around quite a bit on the timeline here. Okay, so 34, Chinatown. S- Thirty-three. <laughs> okay, good. <ahead. laughs> Guys, let's speed it
1: up. I know.
3: <laughs> okay, thirty-three. Death of Stalin. Thirty-two. The Game. Thirty-one. Isle of Dogs. So
1: you've got two movies from this year on your list now already. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Mister Mister IMDb well, well, over here.
3: Death of Stalin was technically last year, but you saw it so. this year.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, it I've seen a, a I've certain, seen some great <laughs> films this year. Suggests a certain enthusiasm. Yeah, indeed. That I don't share. <laughs> but I, I can't, actually, Death of Stalin is on its way from Netflix physical delivery mail service. All right. All right. Who mail wants to go next? Service. They should okay. be streaming
4: that Hello, shit. Okay, Jonathan, go ahead. Um, number fifty is Letter Never Sent. Did uh, call um, number forty nine is Dead Man. Uh, forty eight is Workmeister Harmonies. I saw you re it. I watched it. Insane. It, yeah, it's it, it's got to go
1: on there. <laughs> You're a sick fuck. I've got it on my hard drive right now. Like, Watch I'm, it. It's awesome. He's to...
3: watching it as we it's speak in the corner. It's th- three
1: hours long. <laughs> I know, like, but
0: it's
4: it's really it's fucking good.
3: 240. That's the s- same thing.
4: 47 <laughs> is Weekend uh, from Good Art. Good uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, 46 is Zodiac. 45 mm. is Good Time from last year. Uh, 44 is Possession, which... Just had to be on this list. It was too insane not to be on this list. <laughs> um, 43 is kids. Uh, That's forty
2: disgusting, but keep going.
4: 43 is kids. It's awesome. Um, kids rules. Uh, f- <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. forty. Um, 42 is Synecdoche, New York. Uh, 41 is a field in England. 40 is Predator. 39 is No Country for Old Men. Thirty eight is only God forgives. Thirty seven is Sorcerer. The Friedkin movie. Um, I don't think there's is there another sorcerer? I don't know. Uh,
1: <laughs> another movie called Sorcerer, yes. Yeah, I still okay. need to see that. Really? So haven't seen the yeah. Friedkin Sorcerer?
2: No, I've seen the I've seen
1: the real one though. You're fucked. <clears throat> sorcerer uh, is the real shit. one, my friend. It's it's awesome. Fuck Cluzo. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> I, I really do want to see it. I just haven't made it to it. Uh thirty
4: six is Blue Velvet. Uh thirty five, the Road Warrior. Uh, Mad Max 2 um, 34 is the master.
1: Okay, can I just say real quick? I'm surprised that the Road Warrior major list because I feel like the last time you watched it, you were down on it a little bit. No, it was just you like, hated the I, speed ramping.
4: Yeah, I still hate speed ramping, but it's it's fucking Road Warrior. I don't, it's, <laughs> it's it's amazing. Okay, <laughs> it's like like you're on a podcast and it's like, yeah, let's just like suck this movie's dick. You know, yeah, I don't know. I feel like you have to like critique it somewhat. Oh, I
1: see. I thought
2: I, I you got to talk it. down to it.
4: Yeah, ex- a little bit. So yeah. If everybody
1: else is saying, "Hey, it's like when when we last talked," this about it. this is the greatest it, yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. ever. it's so good, isn't it? So, I was good? Like, it's it's so good. It's isn't so good. amazing. <laughs> <Isn't> it's fucking amazing. Isn't <laughs> you know, that what one scene is so great where the guy does this? And, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So you have to be like, well, the speed ramping sucks, and I don't like where the guy's eyes bug out of his head in <laughs> the, the movie. No, that wasn't even that's in the that's in the first one. Never mind. Go ahead. Yeah. Anyway, thirty.
4: 34 is the master. Okay. Yeah, 34 is the master. Uh, 33 is the thing, carpenter. Uh, Whoa. 32 is Persona. 31 is Jerry. And we're stopping at 31? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 31 <laughs> is Lax.
1: All right, that's that's good. Good lists. You know, so if far. I
2: if I had to think of a list of directors I dislike more than <laughs> Harmony Korine, this Gus Harmony Crane
1: is not a director and of of kids. You're talking shit about kids. No, Talk shit oh, about. Sorry. Oh, if I had
2: to list a director worse than Harmony Crane, oh Larry Clark. Clark. Larry Clark. Go you, fuck you, yourself. You really don't like kids? I cannot stand it.
1: When was the last time you watched it? When you were like eighteen? Re-watch, Rewatch it. Twenty-one. It, Rewatch it.
2: It's uh, it's it's wor- you're really it, it's, not going to like my list. It's, it's
4: crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the movie was. It's I don't know. It's it's not like it's ahead of its time. It's like right on time i don't know that movie it's just <laughs> like it's just like that movie is just 1995 incarnate i don't know
2: what it is. Uh, i don't i don't someone and i watched more of his movies and they don't get better uh, like uh eden park is that what the name of one i haven't seen that no, oh, no,
1: no 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 uh well, they did bully right after kids i've only bully is yeah, good i've only seen bully and kids like bully but bully okay, was i did okay. like bully more than, it's not uh, okay bully is not half the movie kids yeah, is, but yeah. it but it is good. Uh, and then he did a movie called uh, What's Up Rockers, which is trash.
2: Yeah, that's bad. I'm, we're we're missing one here. It it's seems the like one it. that has the kid masturbating in it.
1: Oh yeah, I just watched that one not too long ago. <laughs> he yeah. jerks off on camera for real, and he and he comes and everything. It's pretty. Yeah, it's why. What's Super it called? <laughs> <laughs> it's written by Harmony <laughs> Cream. Ken Park. It's written by Harmony Ken Park. Oh, yeah. that, that's written by. K- yeah, yeah. Oh wow. It's actually it's not that bad. It's. It he, might I know be he really hates bad. it. I know. Hmm. So this is this is a little preview of what he thinks of Julian Donkey Boy. Okay, my my top fifty. <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> okay, is that serious? Is that my is that my number forty nine? <laughs> I need to like re the Little Mermaid shit immediately. <laughs> the Lion King. Okay, I'm just gonna have to. Uh, okay, number you know, fifty.
2: You know, I can go, so you can. Uh, no, 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 no. no. Edit your shit. shit.
1: Yeah. Number fifty. You guys ready? <laughs> uh, my number fifty is a guide to recognizing your saints. Uh, number forty nine. That's weird. Why? That's a
2: good movie, but because uh, no one. No, no one has thought about it. that movie since 2006. <laughs> I love it,
1: I love it. I've seen it a I w- dozen times. I watched
3: it not too long ago. I didn't like it. <laughs> That's
1: okay. It's the only good. Another. This is a director who has never done anything half as like he did. Montiel started with this. It's his, it's his, based on his life. You know, Shia LaBeouf plays Ditto, and then he after this he just kept started making like weird like low budget crime movies, hmm. and they're terrible. Except hmm. he did, he did a movie last year with um. Shia LaBeouf called Man Down, which actually is it's not bad. It's just like it's kinda like the way it's made is really it's aesthetically displeasing to look at. But mm. um anyway. Number forty nine, I can can I have a tie? <sighs> If it's not, Dude, uh, we
2: we don't make the rules. Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna have a tie then because I I can't decide between Inside Lou and Davis and uh, No Country for Old Men. As I, I know that I've said Lou and Davis is my favorite Coen Brothers. No film, Country. Having just watched No Country, it's so good. Yeah. So they're both kind of number forty nine. Number forty eight is Two Lane Blacktop. Number forty seven is the comedy. Number 46 is Kids, the greatest movie in the world. Number 45. I I forgot about the comedy. Fuck. It's so good. It's so good. Number 45 is Malcolm X. Number 44 is uh, Mm. Herzog's Lessons of Darkness. Number 43 is I Am Cuba or Soy Cuba. Number 42, Last of the Mohicans, the Michael Mm. Mann film.
3: I've been meaning to rewatch that. So fucking good.
1: Number 41 is American Movie. Number forty, Bad Lieutenant. The I'm sorry. Abel what, what is the film? I'm sorry. What is American movie? It's a documentary about these guys who make a horror film. Oh, that okay. That's right. Yeah. It's super, that's super awesome. interesting and good. Yeah, yeah. Um, number forty is Abel Ferrara's Bad Lieutenant. Number thirty nine is Simon of the Desert. Number thirty eight is Zodiac. Number thirty seven is The Brown Bunny. Suck my dick. It's so good. I know you Nobody guys hate said it. anything. No, you guys hate
2: it. You're no, seething. Like we're on a mission to only put Chloe Sabiney's I... worst <laughs> movies on here. <laughs> the- <laughs>
3: fuck off. The only thing I know about that movie is that she does exactly, what you just said.
1: exactly. Anyway, the Brown Bunny's rules. Uh, number 36 is That's Under the right. Skin. Number 35 is my first film that junior hasn't seen. According to Letterboxd, The World's Greatest Sinner. Awesome. What is that again? So good. It's uh, it's a movie directed by uh, Timothy Carey. Uh, it's from 1962. It's like he's like a um insurance salesman, and he becomes disillusioned with his life after he sees a rock rock and roll concert where all the audience is kind of like treating the rock and roller like God. So he decides to become a rock oh, and roller. Oh yeah, I remember you telling him this. And he forms his those. own religion, and he yeah. marries a 13 year old girl, and it's like a cult. It's it's it's, it's very creepy. ahead That's of its time. It's very very good. Wow. I highly recommend it. it's horribly made. Like it's it's made on like a shoestring budget. It's like self financed. Like, like
3: looks like like shadows. The Caspary.
0: Yeah, movie. it
1: looks like shadows. Yeah, maybe even sure. worse than shadows. But Ooh. but all of that aside, like you have to look <laughs> past that. It's such a brilliant like <clears throat> surrealist masterpiece from this time that it's like you have to check it out. Anyways, number thirty four is the hired hand. Number thirty three, the American friend. Number thirty two, Meeks cut off, and number thirty one.
3: Mad Max to the Road Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> I just got the Hired Hand Blu-ray. Oh, the other day, hay.
1: I need to get that. I need to pick that up. I've been mm-hmm. waiting for it for a while. Yeah, what Amazon. How much was it? It's, on, it's an Arrow uh, release, right?
3: Yeah, it's like thirty. Uh, well, Arrow Academy. Oh, okay. Arrow yeah. um, Arrow does
2: expensive stuff.
1: Oh, they're yeah. It's all like I
2: think uh, they're Criterion.
1: Yeah, exactly. When I they're bought, like
2: the
3: British Criterion. When I bought sort of.
1: uh, Dillinger on Arrow, it was like thirty one ninety nine or something. It was wow. But it had to be done. Mm-hmm. Even though I like We Hired Hand more than Dillinger, so I really need to get that. See. Anyway, well, while you're looking that up, uh, Jr., you want to begin?
2: Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's do this. All right. Number fifty is Head On. Number really? F- That's good. I f- yeah, I've, I've heard love good it. things
1: about it. I love it. I've owned it for years. I've never watched.
2: Sybil <laughs> Kakili is fucking awesome. It that that movie's just like a tornado. Okay, it's 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 great. Sweet. Uh, number forty nine, Yee Yee. Yi, Yi. Sorry, Chinese movie.
1: How many of these movies are on Criterion? Just like it's all, like a all lot. of them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that one. Uh, yeah, a bunch of them.
1: I was going to say also that uh, just just real quick, very proud to say that my 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 deep dive is the only one not available on Criterion. So. Yeah, it should be. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It should be, but it's yeah. not. Where's Man.
4: the Where's the Harmony Cream box set? That? Uh, amen, yeah. brother. Amen. Such
1: <laughs> <laughs> trash rompers
2: on there. Oh Woo! God. Oh my God. I got God. the non Criterion Life of Brian. Oh yeah, yeah. And I, I own the I own the DVD Criterion, Wait. but I got the Blu-ray. The Blu-ray. I hated it. <laughs> I hated that. Like, didn't look good. The menu sucked. Oh, and, like, yeah. If you, like if it you was, stop the movie and then turn it on again, it, it doesn't like jump back to where you had it. Like, it's oh,
3: that's brutal. Because it's, it's fucking Universal. Like Universal, yeah, like, God like, damn it. universal mm-hmm. like if you like have it on pause too long, it comes to the Universal screen and you can't hit play. You have to hit enter.
1: It's ridiculous. Oh fuck this shit.
3: Yeah. So like it really like if you're gonna watch a Hitchcock movie, you got to be prepared to you know like. Only pause for a little bit.
2: Right. Unless you get that Hitchcock movie on Criterion.
3: Bingo. Did you see Notorious is coming out in I January? <laughs> that might be on my list. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, also, Hired Hand is twenty five sixteen. Oh, I that's not nine. bad. I
1: have a $25 gift card in my drawer at home, so I'll use Bam. that. I'll get yep. um, I'm literally going to buy that right when I get home.
3: <laughs> All right.
2: 48. One week of Buster Keaton movie. 47. Spring, summer, fall, winter, and spring. Forty six, City Lights forty five, The Return. 40. What's that? It is a uh Russian drama from two thousand three about a father who like shows back up after years of having not been there and takes okay. his two kids on like a weird road trip. Lots of uh the
1: Paris, Texas action.
2: Yeah, sorta. Mm-hmm. Lots of lots of like bleak shit happens though. Cool. It's really good. It's from the guy that made um Leviathan, oh. and most recently, Loveless. Yeah. This is his first movie. Andre... I don't know. Rublev? Zvi- <laughs> Zva- I don't know.
4: I'm uh, down with the jokes while he's drinking. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> he's
2: facing me. 44.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh.
2: <laughs> 44, The Ballad of Narayama, 50s version. 43, Agira, The Wrath of God. I don't know if I say that correctly, but... forty-two whatever or debt 41 the conversation Mm. 40 red sorghum 39 pick up on south street 38 testament of dr mabuse so many criterions (laughs) (laughs) it's like we're just going through the the that's a good one that's 37 (laughs) once upon a time in the west Oh, that's not one not on criteria probably probably should be will be eventually (laughs) definitely 36, Cries and Whispers. Oh. 35, The Swimmer. Mm. 34, Walkabout. <laughs> 33. I thought you hated that. I hated no? that. Oh, you hated that. Yeah. Okay.
3: <laughs> I, I didn't think much of it either. It's terrible. Okay. John's, John's insane. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Don't look now, man. Uh, Don't look now.
0: The um, bandwagon. Nick Rogue is never so. made a good movie. <laughs> <laughs>
3: A, a hey lot. man, man who fell to earth is a masterpiece, and you know oh, it. Bowie, Dude, Bowie is, is good in it. That's it about is trash. It. It's not good. <laughs>
0: it is awful.
2: Yeah, like Kevin said here, I do love Don't Look Now, and that's like one of. The, I limited myself to one per director. Oh, okay. like for a
1: lot of these, it's like I totally could have like just slotted in another well, I, one. To be fair, I haven't seen Don't Look Now. I've only seen Walkabout, Man Who okay. Fell to Earth, and uh, Insignificance. Okay, and I don't like any of them. I watched so.
2: Eureka. Like three nights oh, right. ago. Yeah, yeah. You, you and lo- I loved.
1: It. Yeah, I, I have. Ooh. I've I've been meaning to actually check that out because mm-hmm. I do like Hackman a lot. There's some crazy shit in the beginning cool. with Hackman. It's wonderful.
2: It's um, cool.
1: I watched a trailer not too long ago. Where was I? 33? The
2: Bandwagon musical, number 32, Public Housing, the Frederick Wiseman movie, mm-hmm. and 31, Come and See, which I think one of you guys has talked about on this before. I have. Yeah. You didn't like it.
1: I didn't dislike I just didn't it would it didn't do any it as much for me as it, like, I think it was supposed to. But um I didn't I would rewatch it at some point. I like that they kill a cow in it with gunfire, it seems like.
2: <laughs> I, don't know. I wanna I wanna say that there are less criterions coming up, but I think that's a
1: lie. So. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Uh <laughs> fewer criterions. Right. All right. Well uh that was our fifty through thirty one, so we're gonna move on to our second deep dive, which is uh my pick. Julian Donkey Boy, which is uh, the second Harmony Crin uh, feature from 1999. Uh, He made it in compliance with the Dogma 95 rules set forth by Vinterberg and Von Trier. And lots of heroin. Probably a lot of heroin going on. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, it's about a schizophrenic fellow and his family. And uh, he's impregnated his own sister and she's about to have his baby and he's uh by turns like, you know, he's schizophrenic, so he's insane and he's religious and he's got uh his lucid moments, it's, it appears. But uh yeah, I um this has been one of my favorite movies for a long time since I first saw it, and I, I it's uh I really like Harmony Corinne. I'm a big fan of his. I haven't seen a movie of his I don't like, and this is top top notch for me at the at the moment even. So that's why I picked it. And John Ryan had never seen it before, and I think it's his last Harmony Krim film he hadn't seen. Yeah,
2: maybe I don't. What's his first movie? Is Gummo, Gummo. before this? Oh, yeah, okay. I was thinking Gummo. Have you seen this. Trash Jumpers? Yeah. Okay, then yeah, you've yep. seen everything.
1: If you've seen Trash Jumpers, you've seen it all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's uh, those that's my intro thoughts on Julian Donkey Boy. <laughs> what do you guys What do you guys think of this movie?
2: It is so, just immediately. Violently ugly, Not ugly. What? Ugly? Like it's just you're shocked that he thinks it's ugly. It, no, I'm just get It's just so it's ugly. yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. Fuck, fuck know, everyone. Yeah,
4: <laughs> it's amazing, dude. It
2: just assaults the senses with, in the best way possible. Trash. No. No. no, I'm not
1: saying like, like, I, I understand quality. You're saying, you're wise, saying it's I'm aesthetically. Just saying, it just doesn't look good. Yeah. Yeah. But it's shot. A, it's shot on like, yeah, it's shot on shitty cameras. Yeah. And, it, so, yeah. and then it just yeah. throws
2: like ugly fucking people and not like, <laughs> again, not talking about their like actual attractiveness. Like, Chloe yeah. is not ugly.
3: Herzog is such a fucking dick but, like, in this movie. They're all just
2: like just horrible people. This dysfunctional fucking awful family. Yeah. I mean, who We're hasn't just, who hasn't who
4: hasn't had some cough syrup out of the shoe? I you mean, come on. <laughs> I'm complaining. I'm not, on. I'm Hang on. Let, com- let him not finish. Let him
1: even complaining. Yeah. I'm very curious. I'm, just... I'm very curious about this. This man's reaction to this film. <laughs> so like, I feel like let me just say I feel before you reveal your tr- your actual feelings about the movie overall, I feel like of all Harmony Crins films, this has the biggest chance of being something that he would enjoy. Because it seems like it has, it's the it's the most coherent plot wise out of any of his films. Like it actually has a through line in it. I, I know the th- there are still vignettes and stuff like that. I know. I, 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 <laughs> I mean, I'm saying there are other movies that uh, all of his films technically have plots. I'm just saying like this one has a central character that you're a very d- defined central character that you're following. He's he's got a, a a conflict. You know, there's a it's a it's the most kind of. I wouldn't say it's the most normal, but it's it's, you know, narratively I'd say it's one of the more normal films that he's made. And uh w-
2: weird to consider.
1: Yeah. So uh and I and I also normal would like to uh throw your attention back to that text that you sent where you said that you said you said you had some kind of opinion that you didn't trust yourself anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Is that related to this It wasn't related to this movie. Okay. What's it related to? Solaris. Okay. Okay. Can't wait to get to so. that. Can't wait to
2: get to that. <laughs> yes. I, I, again, I watched all these movies twice because of something with Solaris. Except oh, for, wow. Okay. Except for Hiroshima Mon Amour, I didn't need to watch that one twice. Because
1: mm. you um, were just like, once is enough. God damn. Yeah. I
2: <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I you know, I think like my. My immediate, again, my immediate reaction was just to how ugly everything was. He makes, he makes like a pretty unappealing world in this mm-hmm, movie mm-hmm. and commits to it hard. And uh, there's a lot that I don't like, but I do like um, is, uh, Ewan Bremner. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say his name? Yeah. I did like him or like is not, uh, maybe he was good.
3: I, definitely I think this didn't is the best like acting he's ever done. I did not like sure. him at all. Easy, hated him. But
2: I think uh-huh. he's good. Right. And uh, there are some moments I enjoyed with uh, with Herzog. like when he's hosing down the brother. So good. <laughs> don't shift around. Yeah. Be a man.
1: That's that scene. I don't actually, want any weaklings in my family. That scene is actually uh, parodied in SpongeBob SquarePants. No <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, he sprang somebody, sprang somebody else with a hose, and they say, "Stop all your moody brooding." <laughs>
0: Wow. Fucking amazing. Yeah. It's it's (laughs) incredible.
1: It's interesting that you call this
2: his most normal because I I feel like there is no...
1: Only narratively. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say just like how ugly it is and how just... There's no easy like access point. There's Mm -hmm. a very high level of difficulty getting into this movie.
1: No, absolutely. There's a barrier... The barrier to entry, I think the highest barrier to entry is just simply the fact that it looks the way it looks. I mean like my wife came in... Uh, when I was watching this, the time before this, uh, maybe a year or two ago, she came in and, and she was just like, "This, this is already giving me a headache," and I'm just looking at the screen for like five seconds. So, like, I think your average person was just would be just turned off by the aesthetic yeah. purely, and be- that, beyond the fact before they even get to the ugliness of the characters and the horrible shit that's happening in the actual right. film, you know.
2: And there are moments where it's just like a, a still shot. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering was the, the the real shot was it just so fucking ugly at that point <laughs> that he couldn't use it so just had to do like a still shot and with sound
1: um well i think it's a throwback actually i mean i know that's a joke but yeah. there is a th- it's a throwback to his uh like his short films that he made before that were like that they were like still images with uh sound over them so
2: do a little do a little chris marker action yeah exactly yeah exactly <laughs> um yeah okay uh, we can come back to me. Am I <laughs> the only one talking? He's got about a lot this? more.
3: He's got a lot more going on. What what'd you think, uh, there, Kevin? This is uh, the second time around that I've watched it. It didn't blow me away as much as it did the first time. Like the first time, I was I like honestly, I was like entranced by the ugliness, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know. Like yeah, it just didn't like grip me as much as it did the first time. I still like. I still think it's Ewan Bremner's best acting work, sure. even though I haven't seen like everything that he's done. Well, and um, also
1: it's like I mean, it's one of the few films where he's the star of the film. That's know? true.
3: Yeah, it's usually it's, an
2: ensemble. You know, Didn't yeah. have his ridiculous
3: British accent. <laughs> Scotland, for God's sake! Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, and Herzog is amazing at being so unlikable, mm-hmm. and Chloe Sevigny is. Really good. Just gorgeous. Just a beautiful lady. She actually is, and she's I, like one I of agree. the. She's like well, like she's one Say of the. That few... creepier. You want to do that again? Uh, she's pretty, we already talked about the brown bunny. Uh, <laughs> but like no, like well, she's, why do you think the brown bunny's on my list, John? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> already, hotel plovers part five. <laughs> all, all anal. Uh, <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> All right. what is um, happening? Where have we gone? <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, like, she's one of the few actresses working today that I think, like, really has like serious acting chops, like, and she doesn't get nearly enough credit for being as good as she is. Mm. Um, yeah, and like, I didn't have a problem with it aesthetically because, like, I knew going in that it was a Dogma 95 movie, so I was like, okay, it's made to look ugly. Like, it's supposed to look ugly. Because, like, didn't he, like, shoot it on, like, digital and then, like, transfer it to film and then blow it up? And, yeah.
2: Yeah. It's like, not all the Dogma 95 movies are... Well, no. None of the ones I've seen are this
1: level. Actually, well, no, I mean, but... Dogma technically, Dogma 95 is set up that you're... Like, it should look good because it's what, one of the rules that it has to be shot on Academy 35. Oh, uh, okay. But the, the thing is that most of them, yeah, they seem like they... That, that's the rule they break and right. then in his case he shot and yeah blew it up to 35 to make to, to satisfy that rule. Yeah. It's ridiculous
2: that one of the rules is break the rules. Yeah. 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 And then you have
1: to write your break at least you have one to rule, write yeah. your uh, your confession right. to the to the, vow, the the breaking the vow of chastity and then they have to agree <laughs> and then yeah. So Interesting. his 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 rule break was that Chloe Sevigny wasn't really pregnant. Cuz you're not supposed to film anything that's not real. Oh. Uh, so he can't have anybody dying, for instance, or things like that.
4: Oh. Okay. And there was, like, music overdubbed, too. Isn't that one of the rules? Like, it,
1: Yeah, it has to be, like, uh, all music, the music has to be on, yeah. on the thing, yeah. So I guess that's another rule Just that he broke. Yeah. yeah,
3: it has to be, like, actually happening, like, exactly. in the scene.
1: Which is why, like, I remember... Um, watching uh jonathan Demi's movie uh rachel getting married mm-hmm. it's very close to dogma like it's and it doesn't it doesn't have nothing to do with it like <laughs> but it's just <laughs> yeah. he's got no score in it all this all the music is being played in the actual film and it's all handheld and it's just reminded me a lot of that but right anyway
3: uh let's see
1: have you guys seen any other i mean i know obviously you have have you seen any other dogma films
3: i started watching breaking the waves but i didn't finish it for some reason
1: Actually, Breaking the Waves, I don't think that's technically one. Isn't it? No. This is... Uh, oh, The, the Idiots. The idiots. His. Yeah. Vinterberg oh. does The Celebration. He does The Idiots. Celebration is good. And then there's that movie, The uh, King King of the Desert or something? Or King...
3: King the, is Alive. Yeah, The
1: King is Alive. Yeah.
3: The, in that case, then no. Oh, there's okay.
2: Italian for Beginners. That was... I remember that being on video store shelves a lot.
1: Mm. Jonathan, have you seen yeah. any of these?
4: Uh, I've seen The Celebration. Open oh, okay. Hearts.
1: I've I've seen I, li- I like the idiots when I watch it. It's been a while, but, um, John, what do you think?
4: Oh, it's great. It's uh, it's not on my. I don't know if it was on my top ten last time, but it's still on this list somewhere. Oh wow, nice. But, uh, it's amazing. I really. I think, I think we said last time we talked about this movie on the old podcast that this movie is. I mean, literally every scene is like a painting. Like, you could, like, take every scene of this movie personally. I love that. It just looked abstract. I mean, yeah, but it's like, it's just like every scene just looks amazing to me. I don't know. Hmm. It looks like shit, but it's in the best possible
1: way. Right. It's just a, yeah, it's just a subjective matter of whether you appreciate that look or not. And I mean, I I feel like uh, I really, like, speaking of the the spraying with the hose stuff, I liked anything that having to do with the wrestling training, I thought was amazing. Like, his the all of the stuff where he's climbing up the stairs and running yeah. back down, that shit rules. Oh, I love, especially like it when he starts cutting it up and it's like very like frantic. I really, really I could have done for a lot more of this. I really like where he's wrestling the trash can. I wish they'd have done a lot a lot more. <laughs> that shit was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> he just kept doing the wrestling move to it and like slamming it down the ground. It was it's just that's good. All the wrestling training is great. Yeah. Um Ewan Brimner is 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 really good. I feel like he's just really uh, authentic in it. And it's weird that you watch you watch a movie like this, and he's it's just one of those weird situations where he's so good, and yet it didn't seem to do anything for him for his career. As, you know what I mean? Like yeah, you would think yeah. like a, a performance like this in a in a mainstream film would probably get an Oscar nomination or something, you know. But this did nothing. You know, what I mean, like because everybody, was, yeah, you know, I'm nobody good. saw it or people didn't like it or I think a lot of people consider it to be. I mean, I've heard it before. Some people have said it's like that they consider it to be a Crain's worst film and uh or his weakest film and i just i don't i don't understand how you even get there i mean yeah spring breakers is clearly his weakest film <laughs> 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 but uh yeah herzog rules he's over the top and i do get the impression that he was like it was just like he was he obviously you know he appreciated gummo they became friends and then it was just like Werner. why don't you just come to set You'll play the dad, but, you know, just tell stories and stuff. Just be yourself, essentially, because, like, literally everything he does in the movie is shit that, like, you know that he's just taking from his real life. Like, the whole – all the, the thing where he does the jump flip thing up and the other yeah. thing where he stands on the glass and tries to pick up the cigarette. Like, all <laughs> that shit's just stuff that he heard or yeah. saw on his travels, you know.
3: <laughs> yeah, and when he's given the guy with no arms, like – yeah. Like You've got something up your sleeve uh, I
1: love that too Because I love yeah. how the guy Kept trying to make it A motivational thing And he's like Just shut up And throw me the card
3: Yeah <laughs> yeah That was good stuff And like, like He's so good at like Just Just Like when uh, Bremner reads the poem out Like mm-hmm. I think that's the worst poem I've ever heard In my entire life mm-hmm. I mean I'm I'm physically sick Because you just read that poem It doesn't even rhyme <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> Artsy fartsy Yeah I Don't too, like it Yeah <laughs> Yeah, very he's very um just insulting, incredibly yeah.
0: insulting.
3: <laughs> he was probably having the time of his life. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: I I will say okay, now this film is uh I love this movie, but it it does have issues. I have I have a few I have a few small beefs with it. Okay. The ice skating. No, I don't
3: have a beef with the ice skating.
1: <laughs> I actually love the intro uh and outro of that of that girl spinning like mm-hmm. that. I think that that's like speaking of beauty, I think that's like the most beautiful thing in the film. I love the fact that it's like, like it's clearly shot off a television screen, right. and it's, uh, it's like, so fucked up. Yeah, that it's like it's not even a it's, person. It's not even that anymore. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, and it's moving so strangely. It just looks like a statue moving at one. It's it's insane. I love that, but. The, the my biggest issue with the whole movie actually made me laugh and I hate that it made me laugh because it was during a scene that I should not have been laughing at. But at the end, uh, when she, when uh, Chloe Sevigny falls in the ice skating ring and they and she's screaming and they cut to that little boy saying like singing the Yiddish prayer. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? So, Why did they do that's that? That's the heroine. Exactly. <laughs> it felt such like such a fucking good idea. I know. It was such a film school like this will be really creepy. We'll cut to this guy. <laughs> It was so dumb, especially since you saw that boy in the previous scene and he was anything but, like, uh, serious or poetic. Like, he was just, like, this annoying kid, like, yeah. screaming at Julian, you know? Oh, yeah. He,
3: like, he was being a real dick.
1: Yeah. Which, I mean, what's I, I found that really entertaining, too. I liked all that. I liked any kind of, time he interacted with people. Like, people outside of his family was great. Mm-hmm. And all the uh, hidden camera stuff, I think, really works, especially, like, when he's on the bus with the baby at the end. All that stuff's really disturbing, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, love it.
2: I thought the ice skating thing was kind of, not the not her falling, but the beginning and end. Yeah. I did find that looked very interesting, but just the inclusion of it to, at the beginning, almost to like give some sort of foreshadowing that for, ice skating will, mm-hmm. will matter. I was like, yeah. Hmm. Why, I don't need it, but yeah. I don't know if I Again, saw it as foreshadowing, it did, though. Yeah, I mean, because it's not—it's not, not like it's, it's, not, sh- it's not the right word, and it does yeah. it bookends.
1: It does, yeah. It's a, those are bookends exactly.
2: So I, I just I didn't think it needed to be there, but it did look really interesting.
1: Yeah, so, so I, I, I mean, that that goes along with my own my second yeah. and only other critique, which is that this movie could probably be about fifteen minutes shorter, and <sighs> I think you could it you could. could achieve that by by shortening some of the musical sequences. Uh, and possibly like uh, like the wrestling sequence for instance when they're wrestling in the living room feels mm-hmm. like it takes a really long time and they're essentially just doing the same thing over and over again and also even the scene like when he uh, when Werner Herzog like, tells him slap yourself in the face like they clear that's clearly multiple takes of that put together and as you can see yeah. like them starting over almost and him doing it again <laughs> and it's just like you, it's, you need that second take just use the first one yeah.
2: how long was he in church because it felt like a long time. I didn't yeah. mind
1: that because because that, there's a payoff to that, oh, yeah. which is that he cries and you can see the tears. And I, I didn't
2: I, think it was bad. It just yeah. felt like a really long scene.
1: Yeah, he's, mm-hmm. it's for a while. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, but I, I don't, but I don't, again, I don't mind that because it's a payoff. I mind things like whenever the 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 albino guy raps about how he's a black albino from Alabama. It's like it's like, <laughs> yeah, which is I understand why he thinks that's interesting and to include that, and it's like a real moment. But unfortunately. It's like, uh, it just feels like, well, we have this, yeah. this guy did this on camera, so we have to put it in here, but right, you don't, you yeah. can edit yourself a little bit, you can cut it back a little, you can just cut out of it like midway through, you, know, you don't have to show the whole fucking rap, you know? Yeah. you know, but I like Julian's reaction to it, I like while he's like, you know, trying to clap along and stuff, and he only knows the, he knows the chorus, like he's singing the chorus over and over yeah. again, it's just, yeah, I like that stuff, but. um,
4: uh, What about some of the editing, like the cut up?
1: Scene I like stuff. all that stuff. I, the The only thing I will, the only thing I, I that 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 didn't work as well for me this time was like, um, anytime they like the when Herzog's getting his haircut. I really like the thing that he's doing where he's like shifting the camera. I don't even know how he's doing it, but I really like that. But I really don't know if I like uh, Herzog's voice like recorded on you know mini cassette. Over it, <laughs> you know? it just again feels like very like film schooly experimental like mm. you know. Didn't need to be there. I yeah. like all the music and stuff that he has in it. I th- I want to say that the music's done by somebody. Like uh, there's some oval tracks on there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but anyway, I like all the I like the guitar stuff. I don't know who does the guitar stuff, but that yeah. just has two notes. That dun, 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 nah. I like all that stuff, but I don't know. The movie really works for me. I love it a lot, and uh, I remember this is kind of like the movie watching the making of for this on the DVD was the kind of the first time I really was like, Harmony Crint knows, knows what he's talking about. Like, he's not like, I remember when I was a kid, I watched blue velvet and I didn't get it. And Lynch, I was like, Lynch is just weird to be weird. And it's stupid. <laughs> <clears throat> and then you eventually, you know, you have to watch blue velvet six more times. And then you realize what's going on. in my case, I had to take a class and I'd have it explained to me, but I, <laughs> I but uh, I realize what's going on now. And uh, it's not even that strange, really, you know. And uh, and it's like it just takes a while to appreciate things. And when I was when I you know first saw a Korean, harmony Korean film, I watched Gummo, and it was not uh, I wasn't into it a lot. And I was like, I don't, you know, again, just weird to be weird, right? And then I you watch I watched his interview with him on the making of this movie, and it just he just makes so much sense about like his choices for doing things like this. And uh, I like that he said that he said. He said, we're still in the infancy of cinema, you know, like there's still lots of things to be done and lots of originality to, to suck out of it. So a five out of five. Yep. Five out of five for me. Four.
2: T- two, two and a half. Ouch. <laughs> uh, Corinne's best movie. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Ouch. Uh. Alright. I don't to be fair, I probably, I need <laughs> it's been a long time since Gummo and it's been a long time since Mr. Lonely. Uh
1: I think a lot of people think uh Mr. Lonely is up there because it's so it's definitely like his best looking movie. Like it looks fantastic. It's shot very, very well. Mm. It's like super insane widescreen. Like two forty five to one. Um, okay, well we're going to move on to our uh 30 through what?
2: <laughs> 21.
1: 30 through 21, 32, 32, 21. which is going to be uh our our cool, next cool. uh little bit of our top 50s. Kevin's going to kick us off here. <clears throat> Kevin. Okay. Now remind us what your 31 movie was.
3: Isle of Dogs. Okay. Continue. And I I just watched that again this afternoon and Nice. That movie is so fucking good. Like just the, just the design and the animation of it is a five out of five. It's
2: probably bad to have a magnet oh, on that, right? Probably
3: don't want to do All uh, right. Go ahead. We, have, we haven't been <laughs> so, uh, recording at all. <laughs> 30 through 21? Yeah, 30 21. through okay. 21. All right. So number 30, Sweet Smell of Success. 29, The Manchurian Candidate, the Frankenheimer version. 28, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the 89 one. 27, Sunset Boulevard. 26, Doctor Strangelove. Twenty five, down by law, twenty four, no country for old men, twenty-three, persona, twenty two, E. T. Twenty one, marathon man. Oh I forgot,
1: Marathon man. I forgot that some of y'all liked Persona a lot. It's
3: fantastic.
0: Yeah.
1: Well yeah. I I fantastic. like Persona, just not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he
4: said some of us. Yeah. <laughs> it's better than all the French shit. I'm sorry. It's just
1: better. What does that even mean? All the French? I mean, shows?
4: they like compare it to the New
1: Wave stuff. Oh, it's there no. are many New Wave films that are much better uh, than Persona. I don't know. What I've seen, I just this is better. Even the you I mean, have a movie Weekend is on your list. It's better than Persona. No. Yeah. Persona's better. <laughs> You're like JR?
3: <laughs> I gotta side with Jonathan. Like uh, that like we'll talk Weekend more. rules. I mean, we'll talk we'll talk more about like it incredible. with the Hiroshima Mona more, but like I like I don't know, I just in general, have problems with a lot of French movies.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jonathan, you're uh, 30 through 21, please. <clears throat> All right. Uh,
4: 30 is Largent, and then uh, 29 is The End of Evangelion, John's favorite. Have you seen that? Is no. that a
0: movie? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought
4: you meant um, like
1: the end, as in like the end of the series, the last episode? <laughs> no, the film. Like, okay. the, yeah. Wait,
3: just just the end of the movie? <laughs> Cuz like for me like Mulholland Drive episodes. like that that 6 minutes in Club Silencio that's 7 out of 5. <laughs> I'm not so sh- I'm not 100% sure about the rest of the movie though.
4: Okay. Uh, <laughs> n- number 28 is The Last Temptation of Christ. Number 27 too is low. Number 27 is <laughs> Lessons of Darkness. Uh maybe 200. Her- hurts off. <laughs> and then uh 26 is Paris, Texas.
1: 22 20- to me on the list. <laughs>
4: Go ahead, I'm sorry. Twenty five is good Uh twenty-four is Aguirre You right, seriously Aguirre. hang on real quick though. Aguirre. You
1: doubl- you doubled up on Scorsese within ten within five spaces. It's actually get, it's gonna get really funny here in a minute. <laughs> um Did you actually make this list? Or you just threw a bunch of shit together and was like yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Those are fifty <laughs> movies. Those are fifty <laughs> movies I like. No, I I, I did.
4: I, I kinda
2: worked on
1: it.
4: <laughs> one uh,
2: one month. Yeah, what a you month I think
4: I revised probably twice. Okay, go ahead. Maybe three times. Uh, 24 is the Uh Wrath of God. 23 is Taxi Driver. Of course, he's just a 20 kind of guy. You know what I mean? He's not... <laughs> In his 20s. <laughs> uh, 22 is Heat. Uh, 21 is RoboCop. Nice. Better than Taxi Driver. <laughs> yeah, that's insane.
0: <Wow>.
4: <laughs> I mean, it is. Better than Persona. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> RoboCop is better than Persona.
2: I'm fine with yeah. that. <laughs> it is.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, it's it's weird to take... You compare them directly, compare JR. Them, yeah. You no, compare them directly. Yeah, It's the it, only way it to do done. RoboCop <laughs> is
4: better than Workmeister Harmonies.
2: <laughs> it's just going to be funny when John reads his list and we're like... Yeah, Rules of the Attraction is better than <laughs>
1: whatever new wave classic that he has
2: right behind it. <laughs> How do you know
1: Rules of Attractions on my list? I don't. I was you just, don't? You don't know don't. what my list is, motherfucker. Okay? I'm sorry. We stopped at 21? Kidding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, number 30 is my second film that uh, JR hasn't seen, according to Letterboxd, which is The Crossing Guard, directed by Sean Penn. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Uh just a great fucking movie and might be coming up on a future deep dive so get ready uh number 29 is my third film that jr hasn't (laughs) seen according to letterbox which is the 13th warrior
2: yeah i've never seen that
1: awesome i've
2: heard it's a blast
1: it is amazing it's very very good number 28 is first blood number 27 is Aguirre: the wrath of god number 26 is the last detail 25 my only film from uh this year first reformed had really? To, had wow. to make the cut. Holy yeah. shit. Wow. Very, very good. It's extreme. I love it. Yeah, I don't it. know about that. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm so and sorry. I'm, wait, I'm <laughs> waiting for hereditary now.
3: Don't you guys just
2: okay. like, uh, <laughs> just don't like want to let him marinate for a little bit? Well. <laughs> let him
1: marinate. Well, it's just like, I felt, here's the thing, okay? Uh, so, so what Kevin just said, he's waiting for hereditary because I gave hereditary a six out of five. But hereditary was a six out of five coming out of the theater, you know what right, I mean? Right, it didn't right, right. resonate with me the way First Reformed has. Okay. And if I was able to give a retro 6 out of 5, I would to First Reformed, but uh it's just like a movie that I've thought about a lot and uh it's really stuck with me. Cool. So it's right. it's a you know, just a masterpiece. It's to watch that one day. It's Paul Schrader's masterpiece. Like it's it's his best film, I think. I don't think there's a way to get around it.
3: Better than American Gigolo? I haven't seen that. Either,
1: <laughs> but, I mean, I, I like... I I'm like, I I'm like Gigolo's not that good. I know. Well, I love I love uh, a lot of his films. I like Hardcore, and I like uh, Patty Hearst, obviously, and uh, uh, right. um, Light Sleeper, and all these other movies. They're all very, very good, but this is just like on a, a next level for me. I think it's his best. It's like canyons? <laughs> well, yeah nice. the, can- the canes was not that great <laughs> although I respect what he was trying to accomplish with it I wish he would have let Soderbergh cut it because Soderbergh offered to recut it for him and he took it as an insult I wish he would have let him it would have been such so entertaining to mm. see what he did with it anyway 24 one flew over the cuckoo's nest 23 birth 22 snake eyes and 21 crumb the documentary about Robert Crumb so oh.
2: do you have a hmm. that's two from Jonathan Glazer
1: uh, s- yeah. did I say yeah. under the skin already? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Did, yeah. Didn't you? Did
1: I? Yeah, yeah. he did. I yeah, I did. did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. That's two from Jonathan Glazer. Wow. Will it be the last from Jonathan Glazer though? Has he made more other movies? Sexy Beast? Sexy oh, Beast? Shit. Yeah. Oh, come on. Really? Se- I'll just spoil it now. Sexy Beast would never be higher than either one of those. movies. <laughs> yeah, I was going <laughs> to. Although say, I do like... like it a lot, but. Yeah. Um anyway. Yeah, <clears throat> that's that's my uh, 3221. Getting right. the the, the needy greedy here.
3: Yeah.
2: Alright, let's go uh thirty. Thirty is because 'Cause
1: I'll always be eighteen. Way low. <laughs> way, way low.
2: Twenty nine is Army of Shadows. We're jumping right back in. Criteri- <laughs> Criterion. Criterion town here. <laughs> uh twenty eight, Sancho the Bailiff. Twenty seven, yeah.
3: Twenty seven, newly Are you reading off the spine labels for <laughs> Criterion now? No, <laughs> this one in numerical is numerical
2: order. <laughs> this one is new newly added to
3: uh, you know
2: what, Sancho Bailiff. And uh, Army of Shadows basically have the same fucking cover too. It's like they're it's like, like the virtually gray. the same color with like a oh, silhouette. I see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh I right. um, Anyway, pretty newly added to Criterion Before Sunset.
1: Is, uh, pretty new? like three years ago. You mean yeah? <laughs> it's pretty new. <laughs>
2: yeah, this is uh, Linklater's best movie.
1: You make it sound like you make it sound like uh like you know I didn't know it was going to be on Criterion when I put it on this list and. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be on Criterion when I
2: fell in love with it. Oh, uh, that's fair. All right, uh, the Lady Eve. I walked with a zombie. Wait, I forgot the numbers. 25, <laughs> I walked with a zombie. What is I walk with a zombie? It's a, uh, it's a horror movie from the 40s. Uh, never mind. About. Pass it. Go on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I spelled it. No, no, I'm just kidding. What, what is it? Tell me about it. Oh, it's, just a little bit.
2: It's just like a really early uh, zombie movie where you know, the creepy things happen on a Caribbean island. And there mm-hmm. are zombies? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Go ahead. Um, what was that? 24, Picnic and Hanging Rock. Nice. Love huh. that Australian shit. 23, The Burmese Harp. 22, Canal. And 21... Um, Canal with
1: a K, like the um, yeah, Polish film the or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, we're in the sewers. It's fucking so cool. Uh, 21, Weekend. Goddard. Nice. Yeah.
1: Sweet. Nice. It's a solid... This is very exciting. We're going to get into our top 20s right after we talk about our next deep dive, which is JR's pick, Hiroshima Mon Amour. I don't know what, what it is. How is do you that? say it? Do you say it with a French accent or a Japanese accent? I don't know. It's it's multiple uh, languages being mm, used here. You know, this might be a good movie where we
2: just avoid the accents.
1: Uh, fair enough. Uh, so, uh, yeah, tell us about your uh, obscene love for this <laughs> this French new wave film. So uh,
2: this, yeah, this is Elaine. Uh, I don't know. His name, I know. Like, how do you say Elaine Resnais Al- Al- or like <laughs> <laughs>
1: that S in the middle is what fucks Al- me Alain, up. I want to Yeah, I want to say Rene, But what's Rene. that S for? I don't know. It's so fucked up. French doesn't make any extra sense. letters. Resnais. Resnais.
2: Resnas. <laughs> Allen Resnais. Alan. Resnays? Alan. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Alan uh, Resnais. So this is a. Uh, this is from 1959. It is uh, a very early, well, we'll call it new wave now. Uh, mm-hmm. But this is before Godard released any features. This is right around the time that uh, the 400 Blows came out. Hmm. And um, Is Breathless not from the same year? No, it's 60. Oh, it's 60. Okay. And this is a, uh, it kind of fits into to my... You know, like, my bullshit taste where I just, like, really love... Or if it's on Criterion, you just love yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I just love, like, uh, two people talking, and uh, they're in a relationship, and they're they're just longing, you know? Yeah. We, we did this within the Move for Love. Just, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yes, Nothing happens, and uh, they're just, like, they long for each other, but something's not going right. Yeah, it was torture. It's probably... Yeah. It's, you know what's <laughs> not going right might
1: be the fact that he just keeps hitting her in the face. What's the deal with
2: that? Yeah. <laughs> no, that was an issue. That's weird. But... <laughs> We could get to that. Go different but I,
3: cultures, I, okay? Oh yeah, okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, what I remember about loving about this movie is just the way uh, they talk about memory and the way it is built around memories of of war and the experience of, of two different fronts, opposing fronts of a war. And uh, I also remember the first twenty minutes of this being. Just absolutely brilliant. Where it's, uh, you know, it's basically some, it's it's dialogue, but it's basically poetry set to this constantly roving camera that's going through war torn Hiroshima, and which is very similar to his documentary Night and Fog, uh, which he made a few years before this. And also, he was actually also a Criterion. Go ahead. <laughs> he was commissioned to make a documentary about Hiroshima, just like Night and Fog, and so started. Making that and then realized, no, this then, is boring.
3: But then, wanna... Oshima came out with Night and Fog in Japan, and he uh, was like, well, fuck, sh- I can't do it now.
2: <laughs> but I uh, basically realized, I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather add some fiction to this and make it more interesting. Right. Uh, and, you know, I think he succeeded in doing that. Mm-hmm. And I would guess, based on the faces I'm looking at, that not everyone agrees. The first um, 20 minutes rolled. I, I, first twenty minutes. I have minutes. I, have, I <laughs> have
1: written right here. Well, first fifteen minutes equals six out of five. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was like, dude, I what it, the fuck am I watching? This is amazing.
2: I think I, I paused it. I think it was like right at sixteen minutes. Okay, okay, before, it. before right. it changed. Um, so let's. Uh, Why
1: don't you try talking to the mic while we're doing this? All right. That's really hard for me. All right, <laughs> I'm very nervous. Don't be. Don't be. Yeah. It's okay. Don't hate my movie. Um, <laughs> You gave my movie a two and a half. Yeah, yeah. So these
3: two guys gave two and two and a half to my yeah. favorite movie we, of all we time. We took a shit right. on that thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry.
2: So uh, <laughs> the couple that have, I don't know if they fall in love so much as just like hooked up while well, it's convenient Is is uh, Emmanuel yeah. Riva oh, yeah. recently. I guess that was probably like four years ago. From more Yeah, from more
1: Oscar nominated actress. Isn't and, she dead uh, now? Did yeah. she die? She died
2: yeah. a few years ago, I think. Or two yeah. years ago. And then is, I think, AG. Eiji Okada, or something like that. Yeah, whatever. And uh, (laughs) after those first 15 minutes, they are...
4: The movie takes a nosedive, yeah.
2: Thinking about about staying together, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So let's, you know... Uh, Again, they're mostly just talking about the whole movie, so let's hear your thoughts on uh, their talking. Uh,
1: Well, I'll say that uh, it's interesting that you... You, that before sunset was just on your list because I I got vibes of the before trilogy here. Like it's a lot, like yeah. it's a lot of you know, it's like this them just gabbing on about nothing, except in you know the before trilogy that what they're saying is interesting and it's like you know uh, not that's not a dig. It's just like it just is. It's like interesting to me. It's like philosophical stuff and like pop culture stuff. It's just more interesting to listen to. Whereas here it seems like what they're talking about is yeah they're talking about their memories of the. Of pre-war, the war, uh, her, her, was it her husband or her boyfriend dying? Boyfriend, her boyfriend, boyfriend being shot uh, and dying, and uh, all that stuff. And I understand that uh, I read afterwards that this is like a revolutionary with the flashbacks, you know,
2: in in the sense that there's no visual indication right. that we have cut to a flashback. Which
1: is great and I think that that's, that's something that you have to laud the film for but I don't know how far you can take that into you know if it's like if the film if the film works for you then obviously yeah laud it for that as well be like this movie is fucking groundbreaking and it is but like that only carries it so far for me you know like it also has to be interesting and, and you know m- enjoyable and engaging to watch and for me it wasn't <laughs> after the first fifteen minutes. I mean, it's not that it was like a like. Not a,
2: even at the uh, the end, where
1: the end the oh, where it just kept like you thought it was going to end constantly because he kept cutting to wide shots and then cutting back into the fucking close ups. Well,
2: <laughs> it, I think it just does something similar where where the camera starts moving a lot again and no. we're cutting to a location a lot and. It, what look? I just thought it was similar, and, and not talking about the very end, just. Like when she's walking through the streets and we're getting a lot of cutting. Yeah.
1: Okay. But, I don't. I, okay. I'm sorry. I'm not. Uh, I'm not 100% recalling what you're talking about. I, the last thing I remember in the movie is they're at the cafe or whatever, or at the restaurant or whatever. Yeah. This this would have been before. Oh, before that. that. Oh, okay. So I don't even know. They're at a train station and then they left and then they went to this restaurant or she she left. Before, he didn't realize she left because he was talking to the old lady and uh he's
2: he's bad at pursuit yeah he's too but relentless and yeah that's that's the
1: thing i I think that's the thing that kind of is uh maybe uh irritating about it is that it's just like it feels like neither one of them has any idea what they want and it's frustrating because it's like she's constantly like like just it it seems like a parody of like these kinds of you know these heady french movies where it's like i love you no, go away, <laughs> and then they, they, they and then they run, and it's just like, why go away? Like I don't, uh, I'm not, I'm not getting something here. Do you like this guy or not? Like I don't want it to be slightly more logical. I just want to like, do you like the guy? Yes. Is there some kind of problem with liking the guy? Or, like, I don't. Like, well, yes. I, I mean, I get that. Married. Yeah, I get that That's the problem. But it's like, but you're still there. You've already, you've already fucked him. Like, I, like if you're leaving. Leave. <laughs> I don't, I don't, like, what are you doing? I don't, and it just seems like so. Like uh esoteric and poetic for no reason. It almost, you know, what I mean, that's not. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, maybe I'm, maybe I'm just not reading it correctly or no, something.
2: No, I, I think, um, I think there's, there's like a. a he's doing like a, a narrative convenience thing where he's just like constantly writing like, he's keeping the conflict going so that we can get more memories and flashbacks. Right. That. To to me are interesting, and no, I'm I mean, focusing the, more on that.
1: The but. flashbacks are fine; like I don't have a problem with that. Although I will say that when they flash back a few times, and it's uh, like they, at, at first it's like it feels like they're showing the back of the girl's head and stuff, and I'm like, that's interesting because you know, it's obviously not going to be her because it's like 15 years before or whatever. But it's, but then they start showing her face in the flashbacks, and I, said, I was like, somehow they got this other actress to play like a younger version of her, and like it's not, it's not quite as effective. I thought, I thought it was more effective when we didn't see her. face. That's just a nitpick, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's those are my thoughts. <laughs> I uh,
4: after the first, like we said, the first fifteen or twenty minutes, um, I just felt like I don't give a fuck about these people. Like I don't care about the relationship. Like th- you see this like horrific devastation the aftermath and mm. it's just so ridiculous to me and they they never go into like i don't know it's just not it's not heavy enough i don't know the, the whole movie is just not heavy enough for me it's just like it's like it's like they're pissing on the like the i, I, <laughs> the first 15 I actually, minutes. I actually like, did
1: write that too i was like i was like it's hard to care about this beautiful woman and her and her problems when you're intercutting all this footage of people like maimed and destroyed by and i'm sure there's some yeah. some subtext or something to that but it's like
2: So this is a note (laughs) I made also where, you know, it's Hiroshima Monomore and it's co-financed by France and Japan. Mm -hmm. And the whole beginning is about the Japanese bombing and how horrible it was. Yeah. And then it definitely switches focus to this woman. And but just to say problems, it almost trivializes. They're giving you a war experience through her memories. Yeah. And I, I feel like a ResNas is uh <laughs> <laughs> it, maybe he just like he's much closer to like a, a French you know he's French so yeah he sure he probably he lived through that war so I think to him it, it must have been like the French war is more interesting so I'm gonna talk more about that even though this like historic awful bombing has ha- happened yeah, and, and it's in the movie too and that's so that's like a real balance issue for me yeah with this movie right now yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, as in <laughs> it's a problem for yeah, you. Yeah. Okay, Sorry. it's yeah. a problem. So I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's like yeah. That's I agree. That's the rationalization. Probably that's the reason it happens. Like that's the reason the movie is the way it is. And that's not okay. That's a problem. It's not. that's yeah. not okay. It's just a problem. It's not good. You know. It's like it's like you've got because yeah. It's, just it's just like, jarring. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. It, mm. Even more than that, though, I find yeah. it like I feel like if you're a Japanese person from that time, like when this movie came out, you'd be offended watching this movie. You'd be like, oh well, now we're supposed to. Like, what we just watched, we just watched children with their faces blown off, and now we're watching this, like, you know, fucking beautiful French bitch getting fucked by some (laughs) Japanese guy, and we're supposed to give a fuck that she's sad? Uh, (laughs) She wasn't in Hiroshima when the bomb went off, you know? I was, and my skin is falling off, and, you know, I'm... But I was was supposed to care about their love story. Yeah. That's why, like, something like the Before Trilogy, which is obviously playing in the same arena... It, it is so much more successful in my view because it doesn't have any of those kind of overarching things like that. And I mean, it's not like, you know, it doesn't ask you to to uh, necessarily take any kind of side or there's no, there's no politics in, the, in those films. You know what I mean? It's just like, right. it's literally just the microcosm of these two people and their interests and them talking to each other, mm. which is interesting or can be interesting.
3: And in this case, again, not nice.
0: for me, not for me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> right. K dog,
3: yeah, I definitely thought it was you know obviously first 15, 16 minutes, and even the even the part where they're like you know in the hotel for the first time they're about to say goodbye to each other, like I think it could like from there on for me it's it starts to go down because like yeah I mean yes France is war torn but Japan is war torn too, so like you know me, you know she. Obviously wasn't of fighting age or of like, you know, you know, I don't know, some kind of nurse made kind yeah. of age. And I don't know about the guy like he could like there's a Twilight Zone episode where like um, George Takei is like the son of a kamikaze pilot. And he ends up like they do in the Twilight Zone. He ends up hanging out with this dude who fought in Okinawa so like they're the two of them are like reminiscing about their ex- their war experiences and you know like there's give and take on both sides you know the good and the bad of the japanese and the americans and so like i think like this movie could have been that like it could have been like you know you know axis powers versus allied powers and you know like can these two people love each other you know, when they come together over their shared horrific experiences, because, like, we know nothing about the Japanese man except that he's somehow in business that takes him around where right. she's finishing shooting her peace movie.
2: And don't they don't they give a reason for why he was not in Hiroshima, but his family was? They probably I do. I don't
1: I don't remember. And we know that he's attracted to this French woman.
3: Yeah, and she's attracted to him because you know obviously they got had that sex big, earlier. You know, the big but, uh, Japanese dick. Well, he's <laughs> got that tool. Yeah, already. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I, I'm. You know, there are good parts about the movie, but like I was saying earlier about like, for me, like most French movies, especially the new wave stuff, where they're just gabbing on about all this philosophy and rhetoric and all that stuff. It's just like. Get on with a fucking plot or stop the movie. So
1: weekend won't be on your list.
3: <laughs> I don't have any Goddard movies oh. on on my list because your like, list
1: isn't complete, my friend. Well, I just feel like this movie. Would at have...
3: one point, Alphaville would have been on there, hey. but oh. last time I watched Alphaville, I'm like, this is fucking cartoonish. Oh, Jesus Christ! Just stop talking, Kevin. <laughs> just I feel like this I movie. Would, I feel like I
2: don't even know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> just like lost. I feel like this
4: probably would have worked better without the first fifteen minutes. Even though I love, or it if you it. extend
1: the fifteen minutes to an hour and a half and cut the rest, yeah, <laughs> right.
4: well, yeah, yeah. Um, you just you take out that like that conflict there, and it's, I don't know. I, I can get into the characters if it's you know you're not faced with this horrific humanity, yeah.
2: or you know, and even <laughs> if this um, if this had been a thing between two French people or two European people, it that that part of it, the love part, might have. Worked better, but like with the Japanese,
4: s- <laughs> <Most> the Japanese <laughs> side though, like it, you
2: have like a similar experience. That Like
1: they have right, a more Japanese experience. Guy. We got it. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm right. just kidding with you. I get it. Yeah, but
4: with the Japanese, like plot device you have like you know cultural differences and whatnot. And like, did they really yeah. even go into that that much? No, yeah. they kind of you know, I mean, touch I mean, on it.
2: Like, it's like yeah, but and they kind of. Yeah. It's like you almost <laughs> get rid of the, by having him speak French. You almost get <laughs> rid of like a barrier mm. there, it, like. But if you had them speaking in their own languages, and then maybe, you know, because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm I'm cultural centric here, and then have them speak English, like they have to, like, bond over each other's second language.
1: Why does that have to be English?
2: What? No, just because second language. It do, like beca- How if about they Spanish? both okay
4: Spanish. Well, I mean any,
1: <laughs> okay, any <but> any <laughs> other or, like uh, shared language. Norse, that? the old Norse language. <laughs>
3: Jorgen <laughs> Actually German would have been There you know. go. There you go. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Alternate history, the Nazis won, and they right. are both speaking German in
3: Hiroshima. Yeah, like that German bar in face of another. Yeah, there you go.
2: But I, 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 I find I'm trying to think of an example of this where two people have to like get together or, or, or speaking with second languages. Neither of them get to use oh, their, their uh, own language. I can language. name one right
1: now, Inglorious Bastards at the beginning in the interrogation they both he tells them to speak English because uh, he doesn't want the Jews under the floorboards to hear them or understand them yeah so they're both speaking I think he speaks German at first and they're both speaking French yeah and then he says can we speak English such a genius it is a brilliant scene actually (laughs) genius we'll see if it makes an appearance really we'll see Hmm. I have no Tarantino on my
4: list so (laughs) what the fuck
2: let me get let me get back into uh, defense mode here okay um
1: you want me to insult it a little bit?
2: Okay, no, go no. no. Ahead. Yeah, let's, <laughs> just, let's go a couple minutes without insulting. I'm just kidding. You can insult all you want. No, you but um, <laughs> you guys' main issues are issues I agree with, but I also, for some reason, am just able to like sweep that under the rug because right. I'm not focusing on the love story. It's almost just like a, a framing device for the memory stuff, which mm-hmm. I like and even though it is out of balance in a probably offensive way <laughs> i <laughs> i like i like both both sides of it um, and there's just there's a lot of visual stuff going on that just keeps my attention like when they cut from her hands and like when she's like clawing at the wall when she's locked in the basement and they cut from her like bloody dirty hands to her like perfectly beautiful hands and wherever she's sitting I just thought that's that was really cool. Good. It's that's just really cool.
1: Match cuts are so solid.
2: Yeah, I mean, really good match cuts are yeah. are really really solid. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: yeah, you know, I could, I just, I just love Resnais, and uh, <laughs> I just, I love <laughs> a lot of his movies. Resnais, so good.
1: Alan, so good. Alan Resnais. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: you know, if, if you want to feel bad, Godard called this uh, the first film. Without any cinematic references.
1: That's uh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is on Criterion,
2: and I have a. There's a little booklet with a whole. all Like a lot of French writers giving. Uh, sucking this movie's dick. Sure. Yeah.
0: Of course. Of course. Naturally.
2: Just chugging
1: be. it. Filmmakers are allowed to be wrong. You know. Yeah. Herzog doesn't like Bergman, for instance. You know. yeah, that's, def- <laughs> that's definitely wrong. Yeah. Um, Just, justifiable. Well, so I
0: mean
2: <laughs> if you got any other any other complaints let's do it now so we can uh, I was going to say that he's, he seems
1: really oh, like overly interested in atrocity but now that you say that he was hired to make a a film just like Night and Fog and it's like well I don't know how interested he is and he's just hired to do it right so
2: Yeah and I he didn't do I don't, I won't say he never did like another movie about an atrocity right. but I can't I've actually, think of
1: one I haven't seen anything that he's done except this
2: Jatem Jatem is really good. Mm. Some of his stuff that he did this century is really good.
1: Is he alive still? No,
2: he died. Okay. Right, right around the time that Emmanuel Riva did. Oh, wow. Well. About a year and a half ago, two years wow. ago. Wow. <coughs> right. He was, I mean, he was like Godard. Just Godard's not dead, but no, he's he not. was cranking out. He's cranking He will him never die. Right. Yeah, he, this guy was cranking <laughs> him out right until he died.
0: Yeah.
1: Good for him. Uh, let's uh, get star ratings going here. I'll start two point five.
2: You won't hurt me. Come on. <laughs>
4: two
1: and a half. half, three, five, yeah. <laughs> still <laughs> five. Of course, yeah. of course, of course. So now we're going to move on to our uh, numbers in our top fifties, twenty through eleven, leaving the top ten for after our final deep dive. Mm. So, Kevin, in let's our, start. Oh, I'm sorry. Are God. we still?
2: Uh, we still blowing through? Or are we getting? Uh, like can, a, we like can a talk. We can talk a, a little comments bit. comments. A, yeah. t-
1: a little bit. A couple of comments. Go a little slow. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Top twenty. This is. This is a big deal. We're right, total,
1: right. total bro. Yeah. All right, Kevin.
3: Okay. Maybe
1: just I mean, like, it's not top ten. Let's keep our comments to a minimum. Obviously, you don't. Yeah. Want to, we're not doing a deep dive for each one of these. You know? What yeah, I mean?
3: yeah. Like, like a sentence. Yeah. yeah. Like a sentence. a sentence.
1: Go ahead. Right. <laughs> there are no rules. Do whatever the fuck you want. Go ahead.
3: Okay. Number twenty. Only God forgives. Because. Amen,
1: brother.
2: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, this is gonna need about five sentences. <laughs> well, yeah. <I> mean, <laughs> defend it.
3: Yeah, because I remember like. uh you know, way long ago now, when uh, like John was rewatched he rewatched this and mm-hmm. rewatched Drive, and I was like,
0: you
1: know,
3: way I, better I, than I, Drive. I, yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I still need to rewatch Drive because it's been like two years since I've seen it. Sure, but only only God Forgives is just a fucking mind blower of a movie, and yeah, so I mean, so good. Yeah. Okay, so number nineteen, as good as it gets.
1: Amen, brother. That was on my list for a while.
3: Ah, I'm
0: surprised because because nah, I mean, kicked off.
1: But uh, it's you know, it was there for a long time, and I was just like, you know what, I can't.
0: It'll it, it would be
1: us? it would be in my top hundred for sure. Right? Yeah. What did it get replaced by? No, I can't
4: say. Me
1: myself and Irene. You'll see. Okay. You probably doesn't spoil know. it. So. don't Mask. spoil it. Mask? How'd you know me myself and Irene was on my list? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Go ahead, <Kevin>. Zeffirelli, What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh number 18, The Birdcage. Oh wow. Cuz uh like Robin Williams and Nathan Lane are like
1: Yeah, I've never seen The Birdcage. Really? I I I I don't think I've ever really been interested to, but I mean, I wouldn't mind since I it. mean, I just... You seen it, Jerry? He doesn't like it. I don't like he it.
4: Gave, oh. He gave it like a two. I remember or it being like hyped all like to all hell when it came out. It
1: was a big deal because yeah. they were gay. Yeah, it, right. Like Robin was playing a gay character. That yeah, was
3: a big yeah. Nineties, uh, like, right? Yeah, he he and Nathan Lane are a couple, and like I don't know how like it would play now because like they have to pretend that they're not gay in front of Gene Hackman and Diane Weist because they're Congress people, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah, I mean it's. Like, between Robin Williams and Nathan Lane and Hank Azaria, like, it's just, like, this is a movie I have to, like, physically prepare for because I will laugh so hard that, like, I'm physically hurting, like, halfway through it. <laughs> and, like, it's stayed that way all the times that I've watched it. So, Might wow. have to check yeah. it out. Yeah. 17. Blade Runner. 17? <laughs> what is that?
0: <laughs> Still in top 20? <laughs> all
3: right. All right. Uh, let's see. Sixteen. Jackie Brown. Easy. Tarantino's best.
1: Absolutely. Solid. <laughs> can't can't uh, can't be uh, argued. I don't. Think. Yeah.
3: Because <laughs> like after going back and watching all of his movies, like yeah, Inglourious is is a fucking great movie, but Jackie Brown is just so effortlessly amazing. Okay. Fifteen. I know this one is when gonna get a lot of laughs. Surf ninjas. Is so that serious? Yes,
2: I'm not. I'm not laughing, but I'm also a little distressed. He's, he's horrified. Uh, I mean, I, I personally love that movie, and I think Rob Schneider does some brilliant work in there. But I am confused.
3: I'm not going to lie. Wasn't it's Rob
4: Schneider like thirty when he did this shit?
3: Yeah, and he's <laughs> well, Like I, it's ridiculous. It's, <laughs> it's funny. Like I actually. Um, any of you guys familiar with uh, Angry Video Game Nerd? I've heard of him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like he also does like movie reviews and stuff mm. like that. And he like recently did one about uh, <laughs> Surf Ninjas and about and like you know they just it's like twenty minutes of them shitting on it. And like they were saying like you know like uh, you know Rob Schneider's in his thirties and he's playing a sixteen year old like he's not playing a sixteen year old. <laughs> He's like, the like weird they old make guy. a joke of it through the movie that he's been held back several times. I see. So, yeah. But, yeah, it's just a movie that I've, like, enjoyed as, you know, like, from an action standpoint, a comedy standpoint. No, like, objectively, no. It's, you know, not one of not the Not about greats, that, though. Yeah, it's your but, top 50
1: yeah, movies you like. The I, I
3: love it, and yeah. I've loved it since I was, like, you know, eight when I first saw it. I
1: saw it in the theater with my dad and my brother, oh. and uh, I that might have been the last time I saw it, but I, I loved it. Cause, right. Because, you know, you're, yeah, again, I was seven or eight years old when I saw it. So right. So it's amazing. But Eddie Reyes Jr., you know. Yes. He's coming off of a Ninja Turtles 2. Yeah. Which right. I loved him in too. But he's, uh, I watched some scenes and, uh, from Ninja Turtles 2 recently, and he's, he's truly uh, one, of the, one of the least talented actors I've ever seen.
2: And how, yeah. did, how did the game gear fail, you know, with all the free publicity
3: it got in this That's movie? true. That's very, very true. Nintendo just cornered the market with the Game Boy, man. I did. Yeah.
1: My my dad's my dad actually still had a Game Gear in a case with like ten games and the charger and everything. And then we were all we were. It was me and my brother and and him. And we were looking in his garage for because uh, he wanted to give my brother some Star Wars shit because my dad collect he used to collect Star Wars stuff, and um, and I had already got all the good stuff, so I didn't care. <laughs> and then he just like he's whipped the Game Gear on, he looks right at my brother. and goes, "You want this?". And I was like, you motherfucker. And then he just gave it to my brother. He's what like, oh, I want it. I was like, God, you know he's going to sell that shit on eBay. Like, <laughs> know, He's not even, probably not even worth that much. But, I mean, I just. It's ah. a relic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's cool. Anyway, we used to play Sonic the Hedgehog on it all the time.
3: Yeah. Okay, 14, Batman, Mask of the Phantasm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Easily stuff. the best Batman movie that there is. <laughs> still need to rewatch. It's. I'm really bummed because like the 25th anniversary is coming up in November and it's coming to theaters, but it's on a Monday, and it's showing at two and seven. And oh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna be, I'll be I'm,
1: there at seven.
3: <laughs> I is wish I Fathom? wish I
1: could. You are working the Fathom events thing? I,
3: yeah, um, That's cool. but I'm working, and then I've got class. You
1: calling sick, my friend? <laughs>
3: I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try really hard to make this work because it's love to see so when fucking is it, when, what good. What day
1: is it, Kevin? You're
2: an adult. Well, look, look. <laughs> Adult skip class. <laughs> yeah. Kevin, Thank you.
3: Look it up after you get done with your list. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. Number thirteen, Sword in the Stone. I love this movie, the Disney film. Yeah. Okay. My my oh. favorite Disney movie, hands down. Wow. Like it's it's
1: is that like a '60s thing or a '70s thing? What is it? What year? was it? Late '50s, early oh, '60s, f- something 50s, like that. Okay, yeah
3: yeah but yeah it's again it's just so good and i appreciate it more and more as i get older never seen it number 12 last temptation of christ still too low okay (laughs) (laughs) 11 vertigo okay good good cool the uh
1: was it the british afi or the british bfi the uh best movie of all time vertigo right
3: I thought it made the AFI too. Did it make the AFI too?
2: Sight and sound. Okay. Uh,
3: so it was like Citizen Kane still number yeah. one on the AFI. I th-
2: I thought I would it assume was so.
3: Yeah, yeah I, th- I thought I saw something about doesn't, like doesn't, Vertigo doesn't had like supplanted there, it, but it, it is there.
1: Go ahead, there, Jonathan. All right, number twenty. I
4: have uh, Burden of Dreams, uh, the best documentary of all time. Um, let's see, number nineteen, Hype, man. Hype! N- Hype. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! No. <laughs> God no! Um, number nineteen is Twin Peaks. uh me. Just insane. Oh yeah. Just an
3: insane. Just film. a real mi- a real <laughs> mind blower. That one is for real. Um,
2: as a pick or a movie? Wait, I can't tell. We're talking. No, movies. as a movie. the movie is <laughs> <it's> <laughs> fucking movie. mental. Okay.
4: <laughs> Eighteen is Heart of Glass. Herzog again. Uh, number seventeen is uh, There Will Be Blood. Number sixteen Aliens. Cameron? Cameron, yeah. Nice. Plural aliens. Yeah. Wait, right. no, what number is that? It's sixteen. Um, I just want to remember. Number fifteen is The Shining. Number fourteen is Apocalypse
1: Now. You'll notice Jonathan not saying anything about these films. It doesn't I mean, give a just flying fuck a, about these
2: Apocalypse Now. I'm going to talk about that saying? one, but I'm saying like, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, like Kevin didn't say anything about Vertigo.
1: Okay, I'll I'll say something then. You know, I have no Kubrick on my list. Wow,
4: huh. that's crazy.
1: Cause, it is uh, crazy. 2001 is awesome. I literally um, could not think of which film to include, and then I kept looking at stuff, and I was like, he's almost like his filmography is almost like exists outside of yeah, cinema. It's, it's, it's hard to judge watching, against other things.
4: Watching the Shining last year, it was it's 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 great but it's like i don't know it's like yeah it's, it's like weird. beyond it's movies exactly exactly <laughs> it's it i don't I'm sorry it really
1: is kevin fuck you, you don't kevin. To say <laughs> kevin hates all it's of not Cuba that good in right. my opinion Fucking mine
3: man it's just i mean <laughs> you're uh,
1: riding that stephen king wave stephen king doesn't like it so i don't like it
3: no i went back and watched it and i don't think it's a good movie
0: <laughs> eh, I don't
4: know. anyway Number 13 is... Uh, Spartacus
3: is the best, man. Oh, good So, fuck you.
1: Fucking God. <laughs> okay. Ew. Jerry, uh, you, Jerry, you want to chime in here, bud?
2: <laughs> I mean, if you want to talk about Eyes Wide Shut... Then Eyes sure.
1: Wide Shut fucking A. Underrated. So it's good. So his good. his best? Not his best, but I, so I good. Don't know. I honestly don't know what his best is, because I...
3: It's Love. Dr. No, Love
1: is so good. Mm, Eyes Wide Shut is so
3: good. It's Strangelove, good. then 2001. It's...
1: It's two thousand one. It's between two thousand one, Full Metal Jacket, and The Shining for me. Those are his best, and I don't know which one is the best. Two thousand one is the best. I love them all. Two thousand one. We all know that it's not Lolita, though. So I've never seen Lolita. It it emphatically is not Lolita. Lolita is one of, I think, three films that I haven't seen. I haven't seen Fear and Desire, Lolita, or Spartacus.
3: Have you seen The Killing? Yeah.
1: Okay. I you should the really
3: see those Spartacus. I have the them
1: Spartacus. all. I own them on Blu-ray. I've for years. <laughs> I, watched, I haven't watched them. It's good.
2: It's a Hollywood epic, but it's good.
1: I mean, I want to watch it. I don't, you know, I'm not like opposed to seeing it. I just haven't, yeah.
3: haven't gotten around to it. Lawrence Olivier fucking rules.
1: Sweet. Okay. Okay.
3: Oh, Jonathan, right. <laughs> I didn't do this on purpose, but
4: the most beautiful film? Like Convenient, like it, it is the most beautiful film, I think. Days and then, of Heaven, like, yeah, it's Days of Heaven, number 13. And then followed by
1: after that, is look at this guy. Just so, so he's <laughs> he, the, the face you, he makes you when, you said, when you said the most beautiful film. He's like,
4: <laughs> I mean, I'm saying it's incredibly shot, it's, it's beautiful. Followed All by right. Ju- Julian Donkey Boy at 12, <laughs>
3: <laughs> the
1: second most beautiful film.
3: <laughs> you did that on purpose. I didn't, I did not do that on purpose. <laughs> you totally did,
2: and you called. I'm just imagining your house is like one room is just Donkey Boy paintings, and the other <laughs> is like Terrence Malick. just like, who the fuck is this guy, and what is his taste? <laughs> That's the point. Uh, Don't be a
4: complex human, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and then eleven is
1: uh, Andre Rublev. Okay, can well let's just real quick. Let's can we talk about? what he just said about Days of Heaven because I agree do we have to I'm just kidding Days of Heaven <laughs> is is the best looking movie ever made like it's just it's. I, I feel like it's it's difficult to argue with it like what movie looks better it, it's one of those things Days that a of lot Heaven? of people
4: say and it's kind of annoying it's just true though but then I'm just like I, I don't know what's I don't know yeah, what, what like,
1: looks it, better
3: I think Last Temptation looks a lot better it doesn't you're out of it your mind man
2: are you serious <laughs> yeah Kevin, this is a pretty hardcore three
3: verse one. <laughs> <laughs> you seriously think Days of Heaven is the best looking movie ever made?
2: I definitely think it's better looking than Last Temptation. Last but Temptation I'm looks trying to, great. I'm like trying to think of a movie that looks better, and I'm struggling.
0: Uh, I mean, you and, will and, and, continue to struggle. I got
2: like I know that I have like y- y'all know my like in the Move for love stuff. I mm. love I love the way that looks, but sure. I mean Days of
3: <laughs> it's incredible. Anyway. Lawrence of Arabia looks ten times. And, better. You know,
2: and it's like maybe can I can I take a that. camera?
3: I need to, I need to see
2: Can I take a camera outside during magic hour and just make it that pretty? No, I can't. I feel like I should be able to, but I can't.
4: Yeah, but the, like okay, Dead it's it's like, like just magic the magic hour, hour is like. Ninety percent of the movie, I feel like it's like constant. Like sure. how did, how did they fucking film this
2: thing? Well, it took a thousand years.
4: Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: like it's
2: insane.
4: Like you, I mean, yeah, years. Just... <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, no, it's just a great looking film, and anybody who thinks otherwise, uh, you know, <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it's all good. Okay, uh, so my number twenty is uh, Born on the Fourth of July, which is uh, my favorite Oliver Stone film. It's his, He's at his. The peak, of, <laughs> the peak of his powers. It's right before he went crazy experimental. <laughs> uh, and uh, I think it's his best. It's the culmination of all of his kind of um, normal, considered Hollywood movies. You know what I mean? Like the kind of stuff that, you know, is not strange or weird at all. And uh, it just features Tom Cruise's, what might be his best performance. Uh, just a really fantastic. He might be a little bit too young for it, but other than that, he's phenomenal in it. And, uh, yeah anytime people tell me Tom Cruise is not a good actor I point him at the, I point him to this in Magnolia and I you know
3: that I was curious about yeah, that tell me to tell how, me he's about watch these
1: movies and tell me he's a bad actor I don't I don't get
2: those Tom Cruise is not a good actor people I don't either because it's just yeah, like it's, they're it's, reacting it's, to how famous he is no
1: they're reacting to a moment from Oprah that's yeah. 15 years ago you know what I mean like that's what they're reacting to and it's fucking ridiculous it's like yeah hey, he's just like He's a Scientologist, so he sucks. It's like, that doesn't have anything to do with his acting. He's a good actor, and he's a great movie star, and he's a fucking 115% kind of guy, and I really <coughs> admire that about him. So. Fallout's number four on my list.
0: I wish it was. I wish it was. That'd it might, be so awesome. Might make, an, might make a couple oh, of damn. appearances
1: at the end of the year, though. End of the year list, huh? Uh, we'll so, see. So far, that's, well, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: that's oh, a possibility. That's
1: right, right. Uh, my number 19 is... Uh, Viva Savi, Viva Savi, My my Life to Live, My Life to Live, the uh, Godard film, which is my favorite Godard film. Viva. And uh, it's... Vivian.
3: Talk about a good-looking film.
1: Yeah, it's amazing looking. It's incredible. And I love the... uh, just some of the ideas that he has in it are incredible. Like shooting the the first conversation that you see, just shooting it from behind. Like you just see the backs of their heads. I, it's just <laughs> shit like that just really uh, turns me on, man. I love it. And uh, I love all the philosophical stuff in it. I love uh, Anna Karina. Is, uh just a gorgeous lady. And uh, it's a blast. I really enjoy it. Number 18, Dog Day Afternoon, which I've loved since i think i was like 15 when i saw it the first time and i appreciate it on a totally different level now at that time it was like funny and like uh there was like all the language in it and stuff like that so it's you know it's fun when you're a teenager and now it's like i can appreciate lumet's filmmaking and i pacino is insane in this. like his performance is ridiculously good yeah. So raw. I don't know if I've seen that since I
2: was 17 or so. Oh, man. <laughs> Check it out. To.
1: Check it the fuck out. John kazali also, just brutally good. Everybody's so good. Charles Durning rules in it. Like, everybody's good in this movie.
3: We might have talked about this earlier, but did you watch Dog Day because of Swordfish?
1: No, I saw it before okay. I saw Swordfish, even.
3: Okay. Uh,
1: because I, I remember when I saw Swordfish, the Fish, Travolta Hugh like Jackman the, movie. Uh, when oh, I saw wow, Swordfish yeah. in the theater, that opening scene where he's talking about Dog Day, I remember being excited. He's like, "I yeah, right. Dog Day rules!" Like I love that movie, you know? Yeah. And so I must have been maybe even like thirteen or twelve or something when I saw it. Because I, I saw a lot of movies early. Like I saw Full Metal Jacket when I was eleven or twelve. But my dad would turn me on to these movies. He'd be like, right. "You got to watch this thing," and uh, so we'd watch a lot of you know stuff that was probably inappropriate for our age, but. Um, Is Swordfish a good movie? What, mm, what are we doing? No. I'm confused. I, I, would, I would say I would need I've to never watch it, it again. I would say it's probably entertaining. It, yeah, I, I remember. Okay. I, I remember a lot about it, but I, I have a feeling that it probably looks like shit because it comes from a time when movies look like shit.
3: Yeah, it was like right after The Matrix, but it yeah. didn't. And and right after
1: yeah. and right after X Men, it was like Hugh Jackman was coming oh, yeah, of yeah, X Men. Yeah. That's why he was in it, and he's got an earring. I don't know. It's weird, <laughs> but it's yeah. probably entertaining. You get you know? to see Halle Berry's tits. That's true. There's that rumor that they paid her half a million per tit to show them, Jeez. a million dollars.
0: <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Log on. Hey, it was Joel Hack Silver, in. so he was, you know, <laughs> <Go> uh, anywhere <laughs> get everything. Yeah, exactly. The, uh, it's
1: it's about it's about hacking, so. Okay. What year Correct. is this? 2001, 2000, 2001? 2001. Something. Yeah. Oh, Dominic Cena. Yeah. Mm. He did um Gone in 60 Seconds, Which the remake.
2: Trivia question. I remember you getting right and being pissed off. Oh, sorry.
1: Yeah, yeah. sorry, bud. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, my number 17, and here's where it gets uh, interesting, guys. Julian Donkey Boy, number 17. Whoa. Dropped, nice. dropped Whoa. just a little bit. Uh, a little can bit. You, it was like number
3: eight, wasn't it? it or was like number Number seven. seven? I think it's
1: number 5 actually. Wow. Oh, damn. Damn. <laughs> Dropped a little bit. But uh, you know, still I still think Stop. it's a masterpiece. I still love it. And uh it just I just couldn't justify it being in my top 10 above the other things that it's above uh, it's below now. Mm. Number 16, uh The Virgin Spring, which is far and away my favorite Bergman film. Uh number 15, Slacker, which is not far and away my favorite Linklater, but it is my favorite Linklater. And uh I really really like it. And it rules, it's in my it's, top 10. Yeah, it's just so fucking good. Uh, number 14 is uh, again, these are kind of just like my favorite movies from these directors. So, my favorite Jarmusch film, Dead Man, <laughs> number 14. Uh, my favorite Tarantino, Jackie Brown, number 13. My favorite Scorsese, not my favorite Scorsese, my favorite Scorsese, uh, maybe my favorite Scorsese De Niro, teaming know. taxi driver, number 12. Uh, and then 11 is McCabe and Mrs. Miller, which is a mind blower i love it it's my favorite western it's It's fucking incredible i need to see that it's so fucking good i love i love 71 Hmm. i love the bleakness of it who's the director robert altman oh cool i love how bleak it is i love uh warren Beatty's character and how he performs it um I love the camera movements, how they're just... He's just so unconcerned with propelling the plot forward. Like, he's just <laughs> like, let's just look at the town for a little while. And he's just panning around the town. and That's cool. You just hear conversation. really you're, like, you're like, like, half world, hear
4: them. Yeah, It, like, helps with, like... World building. Yeah, yeah like, put sure. you in the world. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: And this one... I feel like a lot of
4: movies are, like, especially now, like, are claustrophobic. Like absolutely. I just, and I'm just like, yeah, well, yeah. Like, I mean, this film... I don't know talk where about, I am in this movie. Talk
1: about world building. I mean, just, like, even in, like, the first, like, five minutes... This, there's this tavern scene, and it's just like you're you're in this place. Like that's awesome. It's incredible. It's amazing. The movie's fucking amazing. So I rewatched it uh, not too long ago, actually, with uh, when Jordan played it, and I was just like completely bowled over again by it. I love it. Cool. Altman's best.
2: Altman's best? Yeah, um, probably. I'm missing. I have no Altman on
3: my list, and <laughs> I just realized that's Ouch. fucking ridiculous. was <laughs> <That is> ridiculous. <laughs> God. Yeah, you got to have a movie where people mumble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do. Good one. I got to I got to say like I just watched uh the um uh, what was it? The Long Goodbye not yeah. too long ago yeah.
1: and like That would be on my top 100.
3: Like like <laughs> so. that and like Popeye and uh and McCabe like a lot of mumbling in Altman movies. Sure, sure. Except, oh, and uh, Buffalo Bill too. Uh, yeah,
1: Buffalo Bill is hard to get through. Yeah. But but uh,
3: yeah. but you know, McCabe and Mrs. Miller.
1: I will say I agree with the mumbling. But I think it, as if you're talking about mumbling as like a directorial choice, I think it makes so much sense in McCabe and Mrs. Miller mm. because it's constantly like people at card tables, people in the corners of rooms talking, and then. Warren Beatty never mumbles. You know what I mean? Right. And it's like it's like and, and uh, whoever the lady is, I forget her name. Julie Christie. Julie Christie. She never mumbles. It's like they're the characters, right? You know what I mean? So it's like Julie I love Christie's the so good. Yeah, and I just love the like the atmosphere that it all builds. And I can't fucking stress enough how good the those scenes are when he's trying when he's trying to uh, haggle with those guys from wherever they're from from the gold company or whatever they want to buy his his they want to buy the town essentially oh, right. and uh and he haggles with him and he, he fucks the whole thing up and then he realizes he's gonna get killed it's just it's so good at building tension that way i don't know it's just yeah it's a really like a fucking master class i don't know altman is was a god at filmmaking i think he was just a really 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 amazing at filmmaking
2: like the fucking 70s from Altman. I'm like yeah. I'm looking at it now, and I'm like... <laughs> you really Mash, fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Bruce and McLeod, I haven't seen that. But MASH to one year later, McCabe and Miss Miller. Oh, yeah. To Images, which is awesome. I actually have not seen Images. To The Long Goodbye, I mean, which is awesome. Amazing. With, to Thieves Like Us, which is not. But in the same year <laughs> as Thieves Like Us, California split. I didn't dislike Thieves Like Us. And oh, it's just not this awesome. Is, it's slow,
1: yeah. And Nashville... Have not seen Nashville,
2: which is awesome, and three women. I did which not. Is awesome. I do
1: not like three women. That <laughs> mo- most he only of those likes movies,
2: one. Most of those movies are nineteen seventy to seventy-five, and then two years later, he's got three women. That is such a fucking run mm. of movies that I'm uh, that I think that I'm now an idiot. <laughs>
1: well, the thing—the thing about him too is that he didn't. I mean, that—that that, like, even if you consider like that's his heyday or something or his golden age, like he didn't stop. The, like, like the player is you know 15 years after that, and yeah. it's amazing. Secret it's, Honor, Secret really Honor, cool. yeah, exactly. Secret Honor comes out later, and it's it's great. Yeah. I mean, he's just, he's just he's fucking. A
2: lot great. of people like Vincent and, Leo, and Theo. You didn't like it. I don't
1: love it. I have it checked out from the library right I now. I don't. Uh,
2: <laughs> I have never. I don't think I've ever liked a Vincent Van Gogh movie.
1: Oh, the new one though is coming out. You yeah, gotta. So I'm probably it, not gonna look, like it. Yeah, sure. but it looks good though. Yeah, <laughs> I just gotta stop making. Them. That's all. There is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right. We get it. All right. So uh, <laughs> that's the end of my list. I'm at eleven. I'm at ten now. So uh, you want to go ahead and Jr. Yeah. We'll right. get Solar's um, taken care of, and then we'll finish our list.
0: Yeah. yeah. All
2: right. Number twenty is uh, Devils on the Doorstep, which is a Chinese World War II movie. Um, that kind of reveals itself to be a pitch black comedy. It's really fucked up. It's great. <laughs> Um, number nineteen is uh Jacques Tati's worst movie, Monsieur Hulot's Holiday. Just it's his first Monsieur? movie. yeah, not sure. Monsieur. Don't, okay.
1: yeah, don't make. You said it's his worst movie. Monsieur,
2: <laughs> Monsieur? I think people think it's his worst. Oh, movie. I see, I see. Just like it, because it's it's his simplest movie, and there's maybe not a lot of big ideas. But the physical comedy is just perfect. It's just mm. like a perfect eighty minute. <coughs> Gag fest. I've heard a lot of
1: good things about Tati. Want to see playtime? Want to see all of them?
2: Playtime is is playtime would be on here if I didn't have a one movie director, one Mm -hmm. movie per director Mm -hmm. rule. Eighteen, Dogville, which, Von Trier. Yeah, I feel like I haven't heard a lot of Von Trier from around the table. Um, I I actually actually literally
1: took uh, Dancer in the Dark off since I've been here. Because I haven't seen it in so long, that I didn't feel like it. I was like, I can't. Like, I I haven't seen it. Like, I need to rewatch it, mm. and I need to rewatch Dogville. I loved Dogville when yeah. I saw it, but I don't. I I can't put it on a list because I don't remember. Like, I have to rewatch it and make sure it's still good.
2: <laughs> and Dogville, <laughs> yeah, that's just like a. It just like shattered my idea of what a movie could be. I, you know, I saw that probably a year after it came out, and I was probably sixteen or seventeen. Mm-hmm. And I just had never seen anything like it, and it just. Uh, I, I still haven't, except for Mandorlay, which is not as good, but
1: You get to see Bryce Dallas Howard's Bush though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> tune in next time. I don't time. know,
3: some of the humor of the movie is a little I don't I wanna I don't want to say juvenile, but,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but
3: I didn't laugh at all. <laughs> it's like a, tune in next
2: time for episode fifty one where we do a top fifty based on nude scenes. Hey. Cause we're, I'm in. We're we're the <laughs> <laughs> the unofficial Mister Skin podcast. <laughs> um, all right, so seventeen, singing in the rain. Sixteen is a uh, day for night, which is my favorite uh, True Film movie. Just it's a it's his most fun movie. No, I've never seen it. Oh, okay, I've seen yeah, it's, it's two notably uh, films. not the four hundred blows, which I also love. But fifteen's uh, the the trial. The Orson Welles movie, which is awesome.
3: Is that Welles' best movie?
2: I, in my opinion, okay. I just, I think it's his most visually interesting movie in a catalog of visually interesting movies, and it just, it does like the bureaucratic hell thing ah. better than I think any other movie. Uh, better than Brazil? I think it does do it better <laughs> than Brazil.
1: Kevin words or,
2: <laughs> and and I mean I I think forty one. <laughs> I, I think this was a reference point for for Gilliam. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Or Jill, Gilliam, Gilliam, Gilliam. Gilliam.
3: Right. And
2: fourteen, Notorious, mm. Hitchcock's best movie,
3: coming out on Blu-ray on Criterion. Yep. Can't wait. In January, I'll be buying
2: it. Which is just like, yeah, it's. I think it's like his most tense movie, with the least amount of action and. Uh, it's all. It's None all that just, pesky like, action to entertain well, you. you know? It's just the the way he builds like <laughs> suspense out of yeah people walking throughout a house is just is mind blowing.
3: Yeah, it's it's so down to the performances too. Like it's probably Ingrid Bergman's best. Uh
2: yeah, I think it's all three of their best, which is I mean it's Cary Grant and Claude Rains. Yeah, um, okay. and I I think all of them are are perfect in it. Yeah, uh, thirteen. Days of Heaven.
1: Nice. The most beautiful
2: (laughs) film. It was your 13. Holy shit. Awesome. Uh, 12, Workmeister Harmonies. And 11 is is Pulse, a J-Horror movie. (laughs) Better than Days of Heaven. I think it is. uh, (laughs) (laughs) I think it's the scariest shit I've ever seen. And just thinking about it, it freaks me out.
1: You're freaked out right now? Yeah. Oh, wow. There's a
2: scene where one of the ghost things, like, is moving throughout a hallway very slowly. And I think it's the scariest scene in any movie I've ever seen.
1: Wow. Interesting.
2: It's great. Remade with Kristen Bell. Now, you've seen
1: The Conjuring, right? (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Insidious fan? Yeah. All right. Uh, Moving on. Uh, Stay tuned for our top tens. But we're going to talk about our last deep dive. Jonathan's pick. Uh, Solaris, the Andre Tarkovsky film from 1962. 1972. Little, little known, little we'll seen. Yeah, Just, yeah.
3: Just
4: kind of
1: unknown.
3: Uh, unknown. Yeah, I unknown mean, who, who's this Tarkovsky guy?
1: <laughs> this is our, uh, uh, our third and final deep dive that's on Criterion. Uh, <laughs> Jonathan, why don't you tell us a little bit about why you picked this movie?
4: To um, talk about? I hadn't seen this in oh, five years, at least, mm-hmm. and uh, just wanted to see where it would rank on this on this list. Sure, and uh, hate to tell you guys, but it didn't make it.
3: Oh,
1: it didn't make the top fifty. Oh my! Wow. Rublev took its place. Rublev, mm. and something else that's coming. We know some mysterious
4: <laughs>
3: film. Yeah. Oh, big uh, shocker! There. It's Peeping Tom, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's Ivan's childhood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Steam, steam, <laughs> that's actually a really good one or whatever. <laughs>
4: um, I'm a huge sci-fi fan and uh I, I guess I should like this more than I do, but it, it just, on the rewatch, it just didn't do that much for me. Uh It's a little too slow for, uh yeah, I I love Andre Rublev. It's slow as fuck. It's glacial, but this is like, I don't know. This is beyond slow. And uh,
2: one month ago, if you had said these words, I would have said that's fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but I won't say that anymore. <laughs>
4: okay, am <Not> I right? Um, <laughs> I like the ideas. I like the story. Um, I like the visual effects.
1: All oh, looks great. Um, well, okay. I mean, to be fair. When you say the visual effects, like the, all all you are talking about is the 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 planet is the, the overused yeah, the planet ocean, effect. Right? yeah, yeah,
4: exactly. uh, the, yeah, the, the ocean. Um, you know, acting is great, I guess. Uh, they're speaking Russian, so I can't really tell. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's kind of a bummer because like I really liked this film the first time I saw it, and I, I still hold by, like I hold that the the ending is great, the ending is fantastic, but getting to the ending is just fucking brutal and the ending where like where he embraces his father or whatever. Yeah, I really okay. like that. And it's raining inside the house that oh, yeah, that shit yeah, rules. Yeah. It, it all looks great and is awesome. But uh I just feel like a movie like Stalker just takes all the ideas from this movie and just is better. Mm. Like the world building is better. Mm-hmm. The environment is better. Like I feel like I may, like some of the and, I mean like some of the environments in this movie are a little a little cheesy. Like it's just a little cheesy, a little dated. I mean, it's obviously seventies, but it's like.
1: I, well, I'll say I I'll say I, that uh, I don't think that the 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 environment's being dated is the issue. It feels to me like the budget is yeah. the issue. The, like, the, yeah, the, they, their yeah. sets are terrible looking.
2: Yeah, it's really so, like. Are you talking about like the spaceship sets? Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't. Like parts but, of it, they're,
2: they're meant to be like decrepit D- yeah. and wearing no, down. No, okay. <laughs> that's not what I'm
1: talking about. That's not what I'm talking. the sets look like. Oh, I mean, <laughs> okay. Any other hospital hallway? Any other sci-fi movie <laughs> in history where you're on a spaceship, the doors aren't going to be large metal doors <laughs> that close like jail cell doors. Like they're going to be.
0: It's psst, Russia, psst, psst, man. What do well, you right? want?
1: <laughs> Not only that, that, that that's, a, that's a nitpick. I'm not saying, like, that's not something that's affecting that, my rating. Yeah, that doesn't bother me at all I, I, I I feel like, like they are in
2: a prison of
4: sorts. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> now, I do feel like this movie is, like, not like an alternative timeline, but it's, like, it is 1972 in this movie. I don't know if they ever say what year it is. I don't, I don't think they do. That's but fine. it's, like, it is 1972, but we've just somehow technologically made it to this planet. So it's kind of like the 70s aesthetic is okay, and, like, the weird...
1: You know, not Star Trek doors is okay. I can't, I can't get, I can't get down with that even because then it's I'm reaching here. You (laughs) definitely are. Because if it's 1972, uh, then they're not walking around in the spaceship. They're floating around through corridors that are like this big in the spaceship into like tiny compartments. You know what I mean? And which is like, obviously it's not the way you're going to go about this and that's fine. It feels like it's beyond his means at this time to make this movie.
4: You have something like Andre Rulov, which is just magnificent to me. And
1: it's. Have you rewatched Andre Rublev recently? Yeah. You, did then you the, get the Blu-ray? You, no, I haven't gotten the Blu-ray yet. Okay. Uh, that
2: just came out. It's been like a year. And yeah, and half. it's been out for Maybe a, like a, a, couple, a of,
1: couple of weeks now. Maybe a yeah. year. I think last year. I okay. Watched it. Um, I haven't seen it since we watched it the first time. So. Oh really? It's been a long time.
4: Um, I loved it though. That movie is not beyond his means, and I don't, I don't, I don't know how it. Well, it's like it's. Just I just don't see of, how like he did that, and he couldn't do something because more it's with a
1: difference of 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 I mean just look at like the The logistics of it like they have to build those sets like for Andre Rublev you can find a decrepit house and film people in monk clothing talking to each other but that's what I'm getting at I think that
4: like Tarkovsky as a director works better when he's in environments that pre-exist the movies sure stalker is fucking incredible Mainly because he, they didn't create anything. Yeah. They went
2: to a fucking place that is... Even like in the mirror where he just appears to be like a godlike master of the yeah. elements. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll so about the movie. He just like... Like the wind just always happens at the right moment, you know?
1: It's yeah. Just, it's a hel- he's a helicopter. I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: But yeah. I, and I feel like this movie... yeah, like he's, it, it's, it's beyond his means. Yeah.
1: It, it, and unfortunately know. it's I feel like the film suffers for that and it's just like a matter of overreaching it's unfortunate I wish he would have maybe like I don't know if he could have waited or something I mean, I feel like he's probably you know they're probably giving him as much money as they're gonna give him <laughs> I just don't time. think
4: the ideas I, mean, I don't think the like it's too sci-fi I don't know if that makes any sense but it's like it's too on the nose like stalker is yes. is great sci-fi because it's it's sci-fi. It's, I mean, it is sci-fi, but it's like it's grounded. It's, and it's soft sci-fi. Yeah, it's, like, it's yeah.
2: It's like a future. This is thing.
4: like hardcore, like Isaac Asimov, like a sci-fi. You yeah. know, I and mean? it's just like uh, and it's the problem
2: like, with Isaac Asimov is he over-explains every fucking yeah. idea yeah, that he puts in a book. It's a bit much. And I think uh, <laughs> I think there's some over-explaining. There going definitely on is here. a lot of yeah, a
1: lot of exposition in this movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it suffers greatly but uh yeah i'll also say though i mean but i mean even even uh setting that aside there are other problems with this movie there there is uh, in my my, may i just say the most self indulgent scene i've ever seen in the movie of tokyo driving yeah it's like ridiculous (laughs) (laughs) and then i read afterwards like they they felt they had to include it because they flew to japan to shoot it yeah and I it's mean, like why did you and he also money? he <laughs> also takes you like 40 minutes to yeah. get there so it's like
2: I, I, I am just like I'm I do not going to cut this shit out. I,
1: it's like that's such a stupid reason to include something in a movie. Yeah. I understand <laughs> it but it's stupid and that scene is so taxing. Like I'm just ready to turn the movie off watching that scene. <laughs> I, just, I remember when will it end? Fucking loving that
2: scene. Yeah. I agree. I did the same here. I when was like, 15, dude, this is like, so fucking <laughs> slow.
1: It's so like, it, this is a challenge to watch this shit. Right. I'm over the whole being challenged. No, I'm not, I mean, I yeah. want to be challenged, but like, that's like, it feels like that's really aggressive, man. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so. Uh,
2: how many times have you seen this movie now? Uh, at least four times. Okay. This is, I think
1: this is the fourth. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. This is my first.
0: And this is <laughs> the first this time the I
2: loved first, it. This is and the first time it's gone down like this? It, I don't, now the last time I
4: watched it, it went down a little bit, but yeah, it's been years, so, yeah, it went down a lot.
1: I have a note here that I don't remember uh, writing or what it refers to. Midget it, trapped it in leather? lab? Oh. Yeah.
4: The guy from Stalker has like a midget in his room for some reason. Okay.
1: <laughs> I don't remember that, but I, I, yeah. I, wrote, it, I wrote it down. So, oh, I, also, uh, just speaking of the, uh, Jonathan bought this movie for me on, when the Blu-ray came out uh, five years ago or whatever. And yeah. I, I'm just getting around to watching it because he's forcing me to. And uh, and uh, I f- the 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 film has some imperfections in it. Did you guys notice this? Oh, dude, have you seen like the like non-criterion? No, it's is it It's Horrific. Looking? Cause I was like, I was like, is this was this even restored? Like there are like lines and it shit. Is, no, in it. Like, it is No, It's
4: it, it's unwatchable. Like, like go no, I, and watch. Uh, I
1: never see Criterion stuff with any kind of you know what I mean. Like I feel like I never see imperfections on a Criterion release because they restore the if shit. If you so get
4: much. a chance, to pop it back in and look at some of the behind the scenes stuff. Oh, yeah. It is horrible. <laughs> it's it's worse than VHS. Like brutal. It's really wow. bad. Brutal. It looked like it, it was like completely like I don't know.
1: Shot on Super Just Eight. <laughs> <laughs> And then yeah, on.
4: and then like kept yeah. in a, a locker for fifty years or something. Yeah.
3: But uh, yeah, anyway, Kevin, JR? it's entirely too long. Yeah, that's that's I mean that's that's first first and foremost. Like, I, under, I understand you know like taking taking your time to ex- explore ideas, but not this much time. Like it's like two forty five and like I don't know, man. Like.
1: I'm not 100% sure what the idea is that they're even exploring.
3: I mean, I, I, I get I get what's going
1: on. Like yeah, the, I mean, they're, t- they're over this ocean. The radiation in the ocean are making this woman appear uh, yeah. who's from his past. It's, you know, his wife or whatever who died. Yeah, it's his dead wife. Yeah, and and like, it's, and it's but like,
3: like there's also, like, apparently, like, that midget that's in the dude's room is, like, a kid that he, like, maybe would have had or was that it?
1: No I didn't even get that I, again, sure. I don't remember what the the, the midget even <laughs> so I, I wrote it down but well, like I
3: don't the remember. the guy like uh what's his face who like he first sees like like he goes into his room and then he like he's the one who has the person sleeping yeah. in the hammock okay he says like you know be thankful it's someone you know as opposed to something else entirely new, actually kind of like that, that was yeah cool.
4: they showed like the ear of the person in the hammock, yeah, I was like, what
3: the fuck I don't remember that yeah <laughs> and, like you see, like yeah, like you see the back of their head and um but yeah, it's like is like is this an actual person or is it just a projection of, you know, it's like it's kind of the same thing with like with robots, like well, the, is it sentient? I mean, the planet or, is or, or is whatever is
4: sentient, and
2: the, like, the planet the, the planet is sentient. Like the planet is basically performing emotional experiments. Yeah, on I mean, this, yeah, yeah.
4: humans. So, it's I mean, trying to communicate. To us through things we know.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I like got guess. all that. Oh, okay, I'm, okay. I'm yeah. saying, I'm, I, all I'm saying is that, like, I like, I get, I get what's happening in the plot. Oh, okay. I don't understand what the so, theme is. See, I guess. We thought you were. Well, done. well, that's the thing too.
3: Like, there's a lot of re- <laughs> there's a lot of rhetoric in this movie where they're just talking about like you know, a lot of just random stuff like what it means to be whatever. See, that and... that's the shit I
4: like. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's the only thing that kept this thing afloat. Sorry, for me. you're wrong. <laughs> I'm just yeah, but
3: uh, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. But yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, it just takes. It's. I guess it's, I... it takes so long, and it's like so like, and like especially like at the end. Spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen it. So like, the guy tells him, maybe if we try projecting your brain waves, then it'll uh, it, it the planet will understand that it's upsetting us and it'll stop. Right. Hey, we sent your brainwaves down to the planet, and it stopped. <laughs> like yeah. t- like half an hour later, hey, we did this, and it worked. It's done. You're good. Yeah. Go home. <laughs> I, think I, I will say Natalia Vanderchuk is... <laughs> is an exceedingly beautiful woman. She, and she, that, ma- that makes, that makes it, really, you know. They really put her through hell. <laughs> they really do. Yeah. And, like, her acting is probably the best in it.
1: Most beautiful woman out of the f- four deep dives?
3: I'm a Chloe. CD I'm,
1: CD fan I'm a Chloe second. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: hate to say it. I'm, I'm going to say Natalia first, and then close, But Chloe's a close second. Or there's the
1: the lady in your movie wasn't that bad. Jr. Reva. Oh yeah, she
3: ended That's up. Reva. Reva. It's Reva. funny. Funny thing about that, the lady who plays Judith, like yeah. there's a when uh, when Brian's about to address the crowd, like you know, like Terry Jones, like leave that Welsh tart alone. Mm-hmm. And she ends up becoming the mayor of a town in Wales. Oh wow! So in reality, yeah. Wow. yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, She's full. And frontal, I think, full and,
1: frontal nudity in Life of Brian. Yeah,
3: <laughs> and well, she also like Life of Brian was banned in like a sure. bajillion places, sure. and like when she became mayor, she lifted the ban on the movie. So of that was that was very nice.
1: Uh, back to Solaris though. Yes. Uh.
3: <laughs> uh but yeah, it it's, it just takes entirely too long, and it's just not it doesn't hold my interest enough to justify the length.
4: Yeah. I, I do like the poetic bullshit though. I, I love that shit. That's why I, I like Tarkovsky movies, to be honest. I, I just like the yeah. the one-liners
1: it's, I like it when his father writes the poetry though, and then they say it <laughs> like that's that's the yeah. good stuff.
4: Like I th- one of the lines that I might be wrong, but it's uh, it was like mankind has lost the ability to sleep or something, and then they go on a tangent about sleep and how you need sleep to like recover and I was like that shit rules that should have been in another movie. <laughs> <laughs> should have been
2: in stock <laughs> yeah let, but let it's not, I just out. I love that
4: shit but man it's yeah this movie is just it's not as good
2: I like when he launches his wife in a rocket or I guess she launches herself in a rocket I
0: mm-hmm. can't remember
2: and then uh With his the, coworker uh, the goofy comes in. space
1: Gordon noises <laughs>
2: coworker comes in saying like oh it sounded like you were talking to someone
0: <laughs> yeah it.
3: but uh but then it turns out he knew all along. Like, yeah, you just sent your sent your dead wife up in a rocket. I mean, that's just I, weird too. It's like it's like the,
1: the whole like they're having to argue with him about like he's like this is my wife. Like, like I she needs to be respected, and you need to like you know. But they're but they're obviously the voice of reason saying it's not really your wife though. You know, yeah, yeah. And it, it is like like your robot analogy. It's like Ex Machina or something. It's you know, is is this really a person or is it not? But it's kind of like doesn't have that much depth even because it's like it's not a, it's not a person <laughs> like it's 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 a figment of his it's no, a, it's this yeah. thing that's been but created he, by the planet yeah he's he, or the ocean. It's like he's it, losing
2: perspective yeah because he's going that. like they it's driving him insane right and it's the, not, the idea yeah. of this like she's constantly dying and killing herself which is like <laughs> so he's constantly re-witnessing her death yeah and he like it's just i usually that's my favorite part of the movie
4: isn't you how... love
1: that suicide.
4: <laughs> that's not, it's not yeah. just like a figment of his imagination. I, it's like, I didn't say that. I yeah,
1: mean, yeah. she's obviously a flesh and blood yeah. thing that's there, but so I'm saying she's created by... Yeah. She's not a, a person like from Earth, right? You know what I mean? Like she's, but I well, think, she's not
3: a full but, like fleshed-out person. Like It's his projection of her, but it, like, so but, like, he like can, she gets he, closer he and closer to the real thing. He can touch her, though, is what I'm saying. But, like She's yeah, flesh like, and blood. Like But like even she is consciously aware of the fact that like she's not this person but she's starting to have like right. like more and more of this person's memories and emotions so like I, I, think, I think the that's- whole
2: like concept behind that is, is pretty emotionally disturbing yeah. yeah so all the emotionally disturbing stuff that happens because of it really works for me it my problem is that they're just it takes so long to get there mm-hmm. and for that all to happen it's like each section of this movie is is a little bit too long yeah It takes too long to get to Tokyo It takes too long to drive through Tokyo <laughs> It takes every Everything happens But Like when uh, When she drinks the liquid oxygen Yeah And like you see her slowly defrosting And coming back to life And she's just like basically doing like Reverse death throws It was probably my favorite moment Yeah it's in the whole fucked movie. up yeah and, yeah and like It's I, I feel like it's Her acting right there Is like it's not I, I wouldn't call it over the top because it's it's it, it's it it looks like there's like a non-human entity in a human body, like tr- trying to figure out how to like come back to life. It's just really it's just really weird. Yeah. Oh, I I loved it. I didn't. Yeah, I loved that. Again, this is uh. Yeah. I
1: I watched this is this is
2: the you movie. watched this twice. I watched Damn, this twice. What the fuck? Oh, <laughs> well,
1: talk to us about why you watched it. twice. I watched twice.
2: this twice because this was in my top ten favorite movies of all time. Oh, wow. And, uh,
1: Recently? It was going yeah, to be in like, your top ten this episode? Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. Actually,
2: well, there was a debate happening. But, okay. Right, because
3: um, you found out you couldn't trust yourself.
2: So, yeah, I watched this, and I was in like I was in like a real mood, I think, when I was watching it. And I'm just like, – I've been – Tired as fuck for so, yeah for some just life reasons, and I was I like, watched
4: it right after work, and I'm like, I don't have time for this bullshit. And I'm, <laughs> <yeah>. like,
1: <laughs> Being forced to watch a movie for a deep dive is challenging. I will say, hey. like, I I watched this in that's four sitting. That's
2: why he skips all the long ones. Well, and I watched on this
1: life. one. <laughs> I watched this one. Okay, okay. Yeah, give yeah. me a month and I'll watch anything.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, I. I've seen this multiple times and been like obsessed with it, and uh, this time I was like, <laughs> "I'm not into this right now at all," and so I decided to watch it again just to like make sure because I was like, "What? What happened to me?" And I mean, I'll still I'm still gonna call this a good movie, mm. and there's a lot that I like, but it is not this is
1: not favorite movie material yeah. anymore. It's not top and ten it, anymore. Yeah. Would this have been on your list prior to your reviewing?
4: Yeah um i think i ma- i started making the list before i even watched it and it was it was in the top like it was in the
2: 40s i think mm. when i decided to watch these all again by the way julian Donkey boy was a a 1 out of 5 and i was like so i i might just be in a mood and maybe i should just give these all so another the shot the mood and affected and your view <laughs> mm. and i d- and i mean julian Donkey boy went up upon rewatch a point and a so half is
1: nothing nothing to sneeze at either
2: more than doubled its score
1: no shit
4: That's i think right. i replaced uh this with uh Largeon, which is which is
3: great. It is better. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it just is. It's,
2: it's just, like eighty nine minutes. Yeah, so. yeah that, yeah. that makes just, it I'm better. It might, it might be longer.
3: <laughs> if this that. movie was an hour twenty, it would. Yeah, it'd be hard. Six
4: out
1: of five. <laughs> hard to fuck with. then.
3: Yeah,
4: <laughs> I really did like the. Uh, I like how he got to the space station. Like it was just that, like I don't, I don't know what it was. Effect, I guess. Oh, I mean, just like, like the, the space. Yeah. Yeah. It just cut to space. Yeah, and it just like I I thought that ruled. I was like, "Fuck yeah, this is gonna be awesome."
2: I just (laughs) just remembered, and there's at one point where they, I think it's when she's like, dead from liquid oxygen, where the other guy mentions like, like the other one still floating in space in that rocket. (laughs) I was like, "Oh my god, there are multiples." Fucked up.
4: What did you guys think about the ending?
1: I uh, I'll say that I didn't understand it and I had to read about it. <laughs> but uh I don't but,
4: understand it and I didn't read
1: about it. Oh well. <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't I didn't, I didn't I mean. get that he was hugging his dad and that for whatever reason oh, Okay. Uh, he's in the I don't I'm sorry. In the beginning. I know. I'm sorry. I don't okay. I
2: don't, know. You don't need to apologize it's to me. You need to apologize. 3 to hours Andre. long. So at yeah. the
4: end he he just decides to I guess stay I mean, is um, that even really happening? I, mean, I
1: don't know. I don't know. It's in slow mo, isn't it? Parts know. of it are, I yeah, think. I don't know. He's That's... he's just living. I the assumed Solaris. it wasn't happening. I assumed That, it was that, literal, that whole scene. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, <laughs> well, I just thought that the water pouring from the ceiling or whatever was happening or yeah, and all the like the water in the inside of the window. Yeah. Like none of that. I didn't it was like this is clearly not happening. <laughs> yeah. But maybe it was. I don't know. It looked really good. Mm.
2: I think he's still up there, and that didn't happen. Oh, yeah. Tarkovsky likes water.
3: Oh, absolutely. Indeed. These up, are fabulous. There's some great,
2: great water in the mirror. Great water in Stalker. <laughs> a
3: lot of water in Stalker. A lot
1: of great water. Stalker. All right. Uh, star ratings? Three. Four. Two and a half. Damn. Sorry. I'm sorry, John.
4: I'm going, uh, I'm going four.
1: I have to rate it on what, you know. How much I enjoyed it? Yeah, I just oh, like, right. yeah. you know, I don't know. It didn't, didn't, didn't. I do went much down a whole me. star. This used to be a five. Me okay. too. Yeah. Well, we're going to uh, Sorry, finish out our top tens now. Everybody's <clears throat> top ten movies of all time. It's like
2: we're so energetic after that fucking bummer. <laughs> 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 <Home> <laughs> I'm just
1: glad John watched it. I am too. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Now watch
4: Werkmeister Harmonies.
1: I will. I will i I almost would guarantee that I'll like that uh, much more than this.
4: oh, it's very grounded <laughs> and awesome
1: i just i liked Bellatar stuff that I've seen before so it's it's fun it's, it's fun s- to watch it's very good uh Kevin, you want to get us started top yes. t- do, do you guys think we should uh kind of uh round table it now maybe like 9, okay yeah.
3: let's let's try that okay so my number ten is sorcerer. Directed by William Friedkin. Amen, brother. (laughs) This is like just assume it sucks, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Roy Scheider rules. (laughs) Roy Scheider. Everybody, this. Everybody in this movie rules. Like it's easily, easily Friedkin's best. Like, this is, like, two solid hours of amazingness. I
1: don't know. I, well, I, Exorcist Arr, is still better for me, but yeah. It, was this on your list already? No, it wasn't. It's not going to be on my list. Right. Uh, but it, it, no freaking on your is list. Is that freaking? Right? No, I, if anything would make it, it would be Exorcist, and it would probably be in, like, in the 50s, so it probably right, okay. be like, a yeah. top one. Does
2: Freakin' not have a better
1: movie? Are we sure? Than Exorcist? What What else is there? I can't remember. Bug. The Hunted.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rules of
1: Engagement.
3: Million Ways to Die in L.A. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. No, wait, so it was wait. called I to, live and, die the, to live and die in L.A. That movie's yeah. brutal man. that's so fucking awful oh
2: the uh, f- the French connection like that one
1: i I like it it's not bad yeah. cruising is uh not great yeah I think it's the exorcist, yeah right yeah, it's got to be the exorcist okay, he won the Oscar go ahead that tells you that it's the best John
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah like the first the first time I saw a sorcerer, like there's the first hour of the movie that's leading up to where they're gonna be taken. This unstable nitroglycerin through the mountains on these really old, down run, you know, raggedy trucks. And like that second half. You have a cat? Two. Oh, that are being held
2: prisoner somewhere.
3: Well, one of them has asthma, so. That's okay. Yeah. Poor guy. guy, Yeah, and like that, the first time, like the. For like the entire second hour, I was just on the edge of my seat. And the second time I saw it, it was like. Wasn't quite on the edge of my seat, but like then I was like, "Oh, this is how this is set up. This is yeah. oh, this is fucking brilliant."
1: I should remember um, my favorite thing about it is when they they have to get rid of that tree and they use the nitroglycerin to blow the yeah, tree up. It's so just great. that whole sequence is amazing and yeah, like the they like they use the guy's pocket, they cut his pocket off and they fill it with sand and yeah. they make a timer. It's it just genius shit like that. I, yeah. I'm really into that.
3: It's so good and and the bridge scene. Yeah. Amazing. Very intense. Yes.
1: Then the Tangerine Dream score is yes, shit very very good. It
4: is great. Yep. Okay, Jonathan. Number oh, 10. All right, number ten is uh, the Fountain. Nice. Still
2: too
1: low. Aronofsky's The Fountain, his masterpiece. Yeah. Oh easily, yeah. Easily. easily.
2: <laughs> it's definitely a movie he made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Sorry, it's not pie, Jr. No, it is. I I also agree. It's his best. Okay, good. Sorry. I, good. Wonder,
4: I haven't haven't seen uh pie in a long time.
1: It's no way. It's better. Does it have Hugh there Jackman no in it giving in the biggest, best performance ever made? I'm sorry. Does it have Hugh Jackman giving in the best performance ever? No, no it doesn't. So the did Fountain you, Rules. Did
2: you guys read the uh, the prequel graphic novel that Vertigo released I, around the I same time? It. I yes. remember loving the shit out of that. It's good and. I no longer have it, and I'm really bummed out. Oh, man, I'm sorry.
3: I'm gonna have to look that up.
2: It's really good. Nice. Or it was really good. I'm sure I'm
3: sure it holds up.
1: Yeah, cool. Anything else to say about The Fountain John? Uh, no. We can it's talk about it more when it appears on my list. <laughs> it's, just <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just
4: a solid movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great stuff. still looks incredible.
2: Yeah, it's visually. Beautiful.
4: I mean, how could it not? It's beautiful. Just everything. The shit he was it.
2: doing with that movie is so insane. Yeah,
4: yeah. I just want to know what the fuck happened. Uh,
1: just, you know, I mean,
4: Mother was good. I liked Mother a lot. I but love the wrestler. The wrestler
1: Black Swan are both good, uh, but
4: they're not the they're, same. They're Black Swan's okay. Um, you should rewatch it. And Noah stuff. is just what the fuck is what what is anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah,
2: yeah. I think he's one of those guys where he just like. Hits. He wants to do like new things, like new things catches attention. Yeah, I guess
1: he's he's a lot like Soderbergh that way, yeah. and it's like they're not all successful. <laughs> I'm glad he's said so that it
2: Soderbergh though. makes a movie a year, right? And so like, well. that's not Soderbergh great, also but works also, within the
1: system too. Like he'll make a a popular right. mainstream Hollywood film, and then he'll yeah. make Bubble or whatever. So it's like, yeah, you know,
2: I prefer that because I want more content from Aronofsky.
1: Oh I agree. Yeah, I do. I agree. I'm not I'm not I'm not uh impugning his Hollywood stuff. I think it's good too, you know. Uh, I even think like like I don't like I'm not a big fan of the Ocean's movies, but I mean like they're entertaining, you know. He knows yeah. what he's doing. He's like Spielberg, he like knows how to make a movie even if it's not the best movie. It's like it's competently made. But many
2: yeah. of them he's are talented. better than Spielberg's movies. Oh, absolutely. The <laughs> major
1: the majority of the films that are good from him are way better than the films that are good from Spielberg in my opinion. But I don't know how we got on this. Uh, <laughs> my number uh 10 is uh, Michael Mann's Heat from 1995, which that went is, up, yeah. Huh? yeah, this uh this sneaked snuck in because of uh Julian Donkey Boy coming out. And um uh, it's just uh it's so long, but it's <laughs> it, it's awesome
4: as fuck. I just think yeah. it's
1: uh, the perfect crime film. It's the it's the absolute pinnacle of crime cinema. It's like it's yeah. it is what all other crime cinema uh, attempts to be and doesn't have the time or the resources or the actors to be. And Absolutely. this this brings everything together and uh, tells a, a very interesting and engaging story, but also like completely grounded in reality, um, uh, violent but not overtly so.
4: And of course, Val Kilmer.
1: Yes, brilliantly acted by everybody <laughs> involved, and Val Kilmer rules. And t- I mean, you tell Val Kilmer. And, I mean, uh, just Pacino just turning in this insane performance where, you know, he's just, like, out of his mind in this movie, just <laughs> screaming at everybody. And
2: Yeah, this – I mean, this sets up the joke Pacino, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's so good. It's good, yeah.
1: If you forget where it came – it's like yeah. it's like Chris Walken, too. It's like you think about Christopher Walken and he's a joke, but it's like you forget how good he actually is. Right. When you go back and watch even, like, like you know, his scene in Pulp Fiction or, or Deer Hunter or, uh, you know – anything that he's just he's excellent you know it's like
2: think of al pacino's voice yeah that's not his voice <laughs> but it is his voice now right it yeah, doesn't yeah. make any sense
1: it's because it's really it's not even heat it's not even heat it's before that it's uh right. uh, uh the one where he's blind sin of a woman that's the one right. that's what did it but that's <laughs> right that's that like that's what people think You're of right. when they think of al pacino yeah, yeah. that's a bad movie <laughs> <laughs> anyway um yeah so heat uh I fucking I fucking love heat. It's it does it's amazing. Michael, Michael Mann man. fucking rules. Like, I, like it's a God true damn, epic. Michael Mann. He's another one. It's like what so can what you just ha- makes like, some what fucking happened? movies. Yeah, what? and the movie that he but but the movies that he makes like like I don't know. Did you see Black Hat? Black Hat is not the shit fest that you think it is. I don't like it. <laughs> it was so disappointing, and I mean i like miami vice i don't like public enemies i haven't seen miami vice i want to rewatch public enemies because i feel like it might might be better now i might appreciate it more i don't mind like his aesthetic changing like i really like collateral i mean have you watched recently i mean not do you like recently. uh do you like inside man i like that a lot you mean you mean the insider yeah whatever I have, oh. no, I, I, I also like inside man inside <laughs> man rules <laughs> i haven't seen the insider i really want to that's good i know it's like his last one before he went digital right i mean Mm. yeah i just uh, for me like his 90s stuff it's the heat and last of the Mohicans are just masterpieces like i think he's just incredible his his uh his visual style like the his just his what he decides to leave in and what he decides to leave out it's like
4: it's very hollywood but it's like in the best possible way right Mm. exactly can't I mean, wait. I think as far
1: as convention goes, he's he's top-notch, man. I fucking love it. All right. My
2: number 10 is Manhunter. <laughs> <laughs> Up top!
3: It's not. It's not. It's not. I gave it a four.
1: You're not going to like my number Sorry. nine.
2: My, uh, my number 10 was my number one movie for a long time. In the mood and the made for love
1: just fell, huh? Just <laughs> not that great. Damn, it oh. might...
2: This actually... It, it's tragic. I can see this going up on a rewatch. <laughs> uh This is... I, guess I, just, I, I, I don't mean to hide the movie. Uh, it's Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Um, is your number 10? I, yeah, it's my number 10. Okay. I, this is probably the movie I've seen more times than any other as an adult. Love it. I never get sick of it, but it has been about two years since I watched it, so it might go back up again. Uh-oh. But... Uh,
1: might go back down
0: again.
2: Again, yeah, you know, I just I love
1: my I Solaris.
2: I love the way it <laughs> plays with memory. I love you. Love memory, I, man. I do.
1: God damn it. Yeah,
2: memory is so tight. Um, <laughs> but I also, like,
3: so Memento is number one, right? Uh, yeah, no, it's not. I Mem- oh.
1: memory, man. <laughs> Are you <Yeah>. kidding me? <laughs> yeah, uh, it plays uh, with memory in the most interesting way because it's backward. The whole movie's backwards, yeah. man. Right? Yeah, it does. Genius. <laughs>
3: Just okay. like the Seinfeld episode. Me- yeah. <laughs> Memento is good. But I, uh,
2: I I find that this movie kind of uh, grows with me. Like, depending on where I am in, like, a relationship when I watch it, I find the ending either super depressing or super hopeful. And I, I really love that about it.
1: I'll, yeah. I, you know what? Uh, I haven't seen it since I've been married or since I've even been seeing my wife. So, like. I feel like it wouldn't affect me in the same way because I remember the last time I watched it was very affecting in a depressing kind of way because I was like, I am this guy. Like whenever he said, like when Joel says he gets on the bus and he's he's it's, he's thinking to himself he says, why do I fall in love with every single girl that I see? And I'm like, that's that's me. Like, and I think that's like a lot of people when they see that, that's what they think. And yeah. I'm like, I'm this fucking loser, except I don't look as good as Jim Carrey. <laughs> like, he looks good, you know,
3: and, hey man, uh, yeah, <laughs> Jim Carrey is a 3 at best. You are a 6 out of 5.
1: Thanks, bud. <laughs> but I mean it's like yeah, so I feel like now it's like I wouldn't be as I wouldn't be feeling that way cuz I don't feel like a a lonely schlub anymore. I'm married, you know, I have a kid, so it's like Yeah.
2: And I, yeah, I think you'll look at it differently cuz you know, when you're in like a long term or I I think of a long term relationship as a thing where we can work together to make it better. Mm -hmm. And you see them getting back together at the end. You're like, they're going to, they're going to fix it this time. Yeah. Which might be stupid that, that, you know, the odds say that won't happen, but you'd
1: probably see that more whenever you're not in a relationship. You'd probably see it more as like a, you'd be cynical and say, this is just like a gross repetition of like a a disgusting cycle where they're going to hate each other again and then do it all over again.
2: And again, the first time I saw this movie, the First time I saw this movie, I was fourteen. I wasn't getting that deep with it, but right. I definitely thought it it did not have. I like how stuff is miniature ending.
1: and they <laughs> bathe them in the tub or <laughs> in the sink or whatever. I did like that. Yeah, I still like that. Yeah, it's uh, good. It's good. good. But again,
2: good. Uh, I this is a movie where I I have very there are very few things I could say that I don't like about it. But it is uh,
1: refreshing that it's this high on your list because your list is so it's Classics so and, and old For, yeah exactly um, and this is like such a movie that i truly apologize guys this is like it's a movie so
2: much so much japanese and french bullshit
1: <laughs> i feel like people would be embarrassed to have this movie this high on their list a lot I of know, people I feel really good about it because they'd be like this is such a f- like cliche like uh you know college freshman kind of pick yeah. of a movie you know what i
2: mean, I mean i'm sure it is I'm, i mean i, I, mean, I walked it into I just,
1: many dorm rooms that had sure exactly, a poster. exactly. I <laughs>
2: but uh
3: yeah right. yeah love it all right so <clears throat> okay my number nine is the name of the rose oh wow that's high man i mean it's <laughs> it's it's been in the same position for hey i mean back when we did the deep dive hey okay yeah <laughs> i mean like
1: i forgot this was in your i didn't realize this. Was in oh your yeah, yeah, yeah. oh well
3: i mean it's been like over a year since we did that yeah episode. oh yeah um but yeah like i i love the story Of it. Like, for me, it's one of the better detective type stories because a lot of detective stories just kind of rely on the detective being in the right place at the right time. There's no like real detecting going on. But this is one where like it actually does rely on clues and you can sort of piece it together on your own. I love Sean Connery in it, I love pretty much everybody in it and like the way the music the atmosphere of the movie is just so great and the way like it's certainly not this way in the book where like there's a shit ton of things going on and like you know the murder mystery is actually like really takes a back seat in the book but on in this in the movie it's the focal point which I think is the better move and like there's still a lot of stuff going on but it just keeps it flavorful and keeps you interested as you're going through it. And I think it's so well made. And Sean Connery's best acting, you know, by far.
1: Yeah, he's good in it. Yeah. It's been I, I don't remember a whole lot about it to be honest. But right. I I do uh I do remember liking him and I I liked Christian Slater in it,
3: to be yeah. honest.
4: But his first movie.
1: Yeah. Jonathan?
4: Uh my number nine is Hertzog Um I was trying to think of like what's the most like Hertzog movie, and this is definitely the most Hertzog movie. Uh, yeah, I'd say it's fair. It's uh, just absurd and awesome.
1: Maybe and like Fata, Fata Morgana also might be. I mean, I haven't seen that in a long time. Pretty now. bizarre, but uh, <laughs> this is
4: just pure Hertzog. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. It's great. Love that last that, it, lasts, love that last
1: scene. Yeah, it's, the it's chicken dancing. It's the best. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Uh, it's 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 a clear it's a clear line from him to to Harmony Korine when you think about that. Like it really, you, is. you can yeah. see his the influence. And uh, the the thing that that attracted Herzog to Korine, so how they how they like became uh, admirers of each, or how he became an admirer of Harmony, because I guess Harmony you know obviously grew up with his films, was that he liked the bacon being taped to the wall in the scene in Gummo when they're bathing, right because it's just like some absurd image (laughs) I love that though because I feel like yeah it is ridiculous
4: but it's just I don't know it just adds character to like every scene and like you could really feel that in Strosack it's like Mm. there's just it's so real and absurd at the same time and like unrealistic but like realist I don't know it's it's just it's just great
1: I mean it's like it's like yeah it's like absurdist reality it's like this thing that's actually it's like we're in an actual place these seem like actual people but a lot of shit's happening that's really bizarre, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, my number nine is uh is Jerry, so there's really not a need to talk more about that. We we did a whole deep dive on it. So uh feel free to go back and listen to that episode. Jerry rules. Go ahead.
2: My number nine is uh Daisy Kenyon, which is pre Preminger, auto Preminger film noir from the nineteen forties. And it's uh it's just like this kind of nasty melodramatic, morally ambiguous thing that feels kind of unique to its time. It uh, doesn't make any sense that it got past the censors. Uh, just pretty openly talking about sex and cheating hmm. and it's uh it's it's a blast. I think it's the most fun film noir. And uh, it's yeah. That's it. Love it. Cool. Cool.
3: <coughs> so, my number 8 is Akira. Ooh. Best yeah. anime movie ever made. Yep. Can't, I mean, can't argue. Still, Cannot still, argue. still holds up so much today. Looks incredible. Yeah, looks incredible. The, the music violence is great. Is the violence, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, it's just an insane ride, and like, like it never becomes less of an insane ride. Mm-hmm.
4: And I also have to say, like, one of the best like adaptations of something, like, yeah. the, the graphic novels are great, and they're huge. Like, there's a lot of content. Yeah, but it's edited so perfectly in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, they they take out the right parts, and it's just, it's just. The per- Perfect package.
3: I yeah, I mean, absolutely. it was the same guy who like yeah. wrote Atomo. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's Jonathan's only mentioned that because he
1: has all of the
3: all of the novels.
1: So so <laughs> <So do> <laughs> oh, do you really? Yeah. <laughs> okay.
3: Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it's it's a mas- it's a masterpiece. How much else? To Let's say just about get it out now because it's on
1: my list too. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. What Number Great is fabulous, and oh, we'll get there. <laughs>
0: All right,
4: yeah, it's your yeah. turn. Is it my turn? Yes,
0: <laughs>
4: I'm like looking around the room. All right, All right. uh, number eight is uh, Slacker. It's, oh, wow. uh, Higher than me, wow. <laughs> I want to say this might have been the first Criterion movie I ever saw, or like that. Like, I bought as a Criterion,
2: I was like, oh, yeah, this is Criterion. Criterion, if you would like to jump in and become a sponsor, of film, yeah, <laughs> that'd be great.
4: Uh, yeah, love that. Free movies? at least I, at the, I just at want the visit very the closet. Man. Yeah,
3: <laughs> let us do. Let us do a closet visit.
4: Um, in the same vein as Strozek, this shit's just weird, but in the best possible way. Mm. And I just love seeing people do things. <laughs> just, just normal, everyday life is great, and. Uh. This is like probably the best movie for that personally.
1: Favorite scene?
4: Uh gotta
3: be the Pap smear, right? <laughs> that would mm. that wouldn't be for me. <laughs> that's a good think, scene. It's funny. I think. Did you know that's the drummer from the butthole surfers? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Favorite
4: scene is probably the the old guy with the tape recorder. Oh I hit, I love that is that good. Shit. Where he hands
1: the tape to that person.
4: And it's that's like insane. six AM and he's just yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just great.
1: I really yeah. love the ritual on the bridge where they decide they have to throw all the things off the bridge yeah. because the the guy broke up with his girlfriend. That's that's awesome to me. Like that could be its own little short film. You know what I mean? Like that's such a good good idea for a story. I don't know.
2: I don't think no one no one has done like the uh, the hangout and talk movie better than Linklater. Oh no,
1: he's king without a
2: doubt. All of the, they're all so fucking good. <laughs>
4: it's so personal too. Like you just. Yeah, uh, like the beginning, he's like riding in the town, and you could just like, you could just feel that like everything is real. Like it's all these people are real people, and I don't know.
1: And I like, I like yeah, real I like locations. His, um, kind of like, you know, he's he's like really interested in dreams. You know, yeah. like he talks about dreams a lot in, in his films, and all characters will just all of a sudden be like, "Yeah, I was having this dream the other night, and this happened," and it's always like waking life. Yeah, exactly. And it's always like the most interesting dream. You know what I mean? And and I love how he even calls it out in Waking Life. He says, I'm going to tell you about a dream I had. And it's actually him at the end of the movie. He's like, I'm going to tell you about a dream. He goes, I know people tell you about a dream and it's so boring shit, you know. But this is actually really good. And it's, like, and it's like it's so true. It's like every dream that they talk about in these movies are so interesting and incredible. And it's I, – I don't know. I love Linklater. Yeah, it's just I love – He's another one like Soderbergh again. He's just like where he works within the studio system sometimes and then he comes back and makes these little films. And they're, I don't even, even like, I feel like Linklater
4: even a tier above, though, because it's like the off. Oh, movie, I mean, I agree. The off movies he makes are just like
2: incredible. Because <laughs> he's, he's got multiple five out of fives. Absolutely. Is, yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, his, his, even, even like something that's, you know, insane and experimental, like his first film, It's Impossible to Learn to Plow by yeah. Reading Books. It's still incredibly engaging for me anyways. I really, really enjoyed watching it. And it was just like so many good ideas going on in these movies. The guy is just yeah. brilliant. Man.
4: And uh, he, he always has that like underpin of just like pseudo philosophical, yeah. kind of like Herzog, like kind of like bullshit you, exactly, philosophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like I just learned it all in the way. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I learned, learned it like through my travels. He didn't read anything. but it's You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, I don't know. I, d- I mean, he probably did, but it's no, like no, it mean, just yeah. feels like that. It I, feels more authentic. I agree. Like he's not preaching to you
1: or
2: something.
0: Mm.
1: But anyway, yeah. I'll have to rewatch some Linklater man. I've had that trilogy yeah, on I Blu-ray mean, right now, and I need to rewatch all three of I just them. Need to have like a whole
2: Linklater festival. Fuck I want to watch Fuck Days me. to Confuse so hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's
1: a Solid flick. I don't give a shit. It's good. It's I need, real I good need to, to watch fucking. It again. I love it. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah, I'm just thinking about how I don't have any. I don't think I have any Soderbergh on my list. I didn't link later, but I don't have any Soderbergh. Um, didn't, didn't oh, and I was going to also mention during our deep dive, has, has anybody seen the, the Soderbergh Solaris? I haven't. I, I have, I, but it's been yeah. like...
3: I'm very interested, interested to see it now.
1: Same. I saw it right when it first came out on video. I rented it, and yeah. uh, so I, I don't like he, he know really, so much about he'd it. Clean, I wrote like it closer like
2: to like five years ago, and...
1: I really liked it. So yeah, I, I
4: feel fun. like he'd probably clean it up really well. I, I know.
1: <laughs> yeah. that's what makes me think. I was like, this is. It's probably a lot better. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> it's you got the CG. What what year is it? Two thousand
4: two. I think. So you and, probably got some decent
1: CG uh, in there. He's yeah, got, he's
3: got great the fucking... score
1: by Cliff Martinez. Uh, uh, oh, wow. Who's who's, who's, who's that nineties guy? That's yeah, yeah, it? yeah. Uh, from he played he played he was in a uh, Jeremy Jeremy
3: Piven. No oh, fuck
1: don't skinny be a guy. Dick. <laughs> He's in. He's in. Les, he's in Rescue Dawn.
3: Um, I only remember two people. From How do I Rescue not remember Dawn? this guy's name? He's know. in Ravenous.
1: Ravenous. Jeremy Davies. Davies. Thank you. Yeah, he's in. Same Private Ryan. So I was, oh, I was yeah. kidding, Kevin. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeremy it Davies. My feelings, is feelings, man. He rules. I love Jeremy Davies. He's great. Anyway, my number eight is The Last Temptation of Christ, which is my favorite Scorsese film, and uh, you know, it's just a. Uh, even even as a non-religious person I think it's an incredibly powerful film mm. uh, I think that the philosophies that it is uh, going into and analyzing are, are like way beyond uh, just you know the Christian faith and uh, I love the idea of Christ as like the dual character of you know I, I'm supposed to do this thing I don't want to do it and then am I even supposed to do it like just the confusion is incredible and it's the only film about Christ that's ever dealt with that as far as I know, and um, and the,
4: the casting couldn't have been couldn't have been any better. Yeah, I mean it's I mean, it's, the, like,
1: it's so ingenious yeah. to cast these New York actors in yeah. this in this in these roles. I mean, it's just like talk about making something that's so stale and boring totally interesting again. You know, uh, and Defoe so you got you to
2: whitewash shit to make it
1: interesting. <laughs> There's never... Been, I mean, what story of Jesus isn't whitewashed? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> the like... the image of Jesus is whitewashed. I mean, he's yeah. he's not a white guy, right? So, but weird? I mean, I, you know, just how Scorsese says he, he cast the disciples because uh, he saw them as street guys, you know? And it's like, it's so... That makes so so much sense. And then you re, you read back and Harvey Keitel got a Razzie for this movie, and he's I incredible never knew that until it.
4: you told me that. I was like, that's. Are you? Fucking... Si- I thought you were joking when know, you said that they razzie. they got so much shit for that. He's and I was incredible like, in this. As <laughs> he's Judas. amazing.
1: I mean, and and to to take the character of Judas and make him sympathetic and even yeah, I
3: mean,
1: he da- he's not conned. You know what I mean? It's like Christ is the one who is conned. It's it's. It's such a obviously so controversial to to people who who are religious, but so incredible uh, and looks great, sounds great. The Peter Gabriel score fucking rules. Yeah, yeah. Um, not a Peter G- Gabriel fan, but that shit rules. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just this, yeah, the score is amazing, and one of the one of the better endings out of in cinema history. Just the yeah. the way it ends is yes. unbelievable. Yeah, so that's number eight.
2: Okay, my number eight is uh, Hiroshima Mon which fell four spots. And, uh, you know, I won't – I guess I didn't talk about this during the deep dive, but uh, I think Emmanuel Riva's performance is just, like, one of the best I've ever seen. She uses, like, like, this kind of, like like, playfulness at the beginning as, like, a way to guard against how deeply sad she is, and I think she pulls that off in a pretty awesome way. Uh, you know, despite any any problems with where her arc and where just that relationship goes, I think she is incredible. And I think this is the best. Uh, it's like an awesome debut from my favorite uh, New Wave filmmaker. Sweet. He's better than Godard. <laughs> Whoa. See some of his other movies, okay? I've seen a lot of his <laughs> movies,
0: they're
1: no. all great.
2: No, Rhett, Renoir. Oh, 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 Resnais, never mind. Okay. I've so never seen one. Oh. oh, it's Resnais. Godard's movies are
1: not all great. I actually, uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say every. Don't Godard look at film me. I've seen like great. three, but I mean, <laughs> I will say that the vast majority I've seen are great. The only ones that I have seen that I didn't like were a uh, masculine, feminine. I didn't care for, and it's honestly, it's been 12 years since I've seen it, so it might yeah. be good. I don't know, and I didn't like contempt, and uh, aside from that did you I, I liked everything i've seen
2: i i mean i like a, most of what i've seen yeah. but i don't think they're all great
1: i don't think they're all like masterpieces but yeah. i mean i think that he's got a lot under his belt that are and close to that if and he's not got
2: that. a lot of interesting experiments that i think are not great but are yeah interest like they're they're experiments that are worth watching
1: i've been really wanting to watch uh his king lear or his movie called King Lear. Again,
2: that is a very interesting yeah, movie. I want to see it. Uh <laughs> I, I recommend, since we're not talking about Godard, let me go ahead and recommend a Godard movie. Uh A Married Woman mm. is uh would is was almost on this list. And it's I think I actually it have that. really awesome. And it's pretty easy to find I have a, a s- download
1: for it. I have a set of his of like four of his movies that I bought a long time ago when I was like going through my guitar Phase, never watched any of them, but I have. But there are four of them. They're not on Criterion. They're like from they They're from the eighties. So when's this movie from? It's it's like
3: sixty eight. Okay, this is not going to be in that. But um, yeah, it's good. Cool. All right, Kevin. Okay, my number seven is Clue, which wow, yeah, it actually like it's. I think yesterday was, yesterday or the day before was like a year since I saw it in the theater in Austin. And, like, it's this is another one of those movies that's like, I think we've talked about before, like, comedy doesn't get the recognition that it deserves for, like, yes, I mean, you know, humor is very subjective, but when, like, somebody can, like, pull off a genuine comedic performance and, like, consistently make people laugh, like, that's just as good as like, you know, a dramatic dialogue or Absolutely. or anything like that. I said that. It
1: before Jim Carrey was robbed for me myself and Irene.
3: <laughs> right. And and yeah, like everybody in this movie is just op- true. is just operating on, you know, 100% capacity and the writing is great. It's it's so well done and like <laughs> Before we started recording, I was watching a little clip from Seinfeld where Kramer was saying, um, you remember my coffee table book? It's been optioned by a big oh, yeah. Hollywood so-and-so. How are they going to make that book into a movie? You remember that little thing on Ray Guns that was out last year? Independence Day? <laughs> 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 like, yeah, I remember super that. Super appropriate. Uh but yes, Clue Clue is just so fucking good.
2: And uh, all and all I'll the all the different out. endings. Have you seen it? Not in forever. And I I also want to reach I want to recheck it out. Cool. It used to be on TV all
1: the time. I I've, yeah. ne- I've never seen a frame one from it. Like I don't Oh, okay. I never heard anybody talking about it except you. This was like late night comedy Ow. central staple. Really? Yeah. I don't hmm. remember that shit at all. Huh. Maybe I saw it and didn't realize it. Like saw part of it or something and didn't realize. It. You know what I mean?
2: Maybe. I remember I remember right. liking it.
4: I'm going to
1: check it out. Yep.
4: All right, my number 7 is uh under the skin.
1: Did we uh, did we talk about it Under the Skin earlier? I, I was on my list but we a, didn't talk was a about blow by. it. Um <laughs> <laughs> it, and I'll say it, it would I'll say it, it wouldn't have made my list had we not rewatched it for our deep dive. Uh All
0: Right, yeah.
1: Uh, seeing it the second time uh, cements it as just incredible. So
4: <laughs> Again, a, it's a touch offensive. Uh <laughs> again huge uh sci-fi fan and this is this is uh this is this sci-fi is giving, done right this is giving me hope that, yeah. that that we can still do sci-fi yeah
1: correctly um and then it's just taken away when you see blade runner 2049 it's just all or, the hope is drained wasn't that annihilation <laughs> or annihilation, <laughs> annihilation is fucking horrible
4: yeah fuck that movie I'm you sorry. gave
3: it a three Fuck. or something. No, no, man. I, yeah,
4: I'm not about to defend it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, everything about this movie is great. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I, I, I. What's wrong with this thing? I don't know. Nothing. Is there anything wrong with this? Uh, no. Anybody? No.
3: My, my only thing is that the ending kind of drags a any, bit. Any, but... Anybody? No. Anybody.
1: I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I like. No, I even like that. I mean, I don't. I don't mind that. I, yeah, I, I like the whole. Th- I like. The, I like the pacing. I like. Uh, I think. Scarlett Johansson is just I, I, I don't even I don't even know what to say about her because she's so I, I, I weep for her because she's such a good actress and she just wastes it as Black Widow in Marvel sequel after Marvel sequel after Marvel. like what get, is she doing? Those getting, checks, getting I money, know she's yeah. the, you know she's the highest grossing female actress. Of all like, time, like her movies, are currently, right? yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. oh, because she's the she's only in woman. Exactly, and... exactly. But still, I mean, it's like I just like I wish she was doing like when she's under under the skin. You're watching her and you're just like, wh Why isn't she doing more of this? And I understand it's like that that kind of film is probably very taxing on her. But like, why isn't? Why aren't you doing more performances that are that require anything from you? Like, I, it's just so I don't know. It's so frustrating. She's so good in it.
3: Yeah, and like I, like especially these days like she gets a lot of unnecessary flack. Like people just people just want her to be, you well, know, she did Black Widow show. and like that's it. Or or they were or you know, like people who like, you know, are like dark and edgy like her character from Ghost World.
4: I like Ghost World. Ghost World is great. Yeah.
3: I'm not saying any, I'm not saying anything bad about this <laughs> world, but you know, there's there's that scene where, I she, can relate where to she's her like watch in your shit here. Buddy. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you know, like that's that's all they know. Yeah. yeah. You know, they they're not bothering to go forward and, I think like, loss
1: in translation is a lot of it too. I mean, I feel like that's uh, yeah, kind of for the, sure. The, yeah. Uh,
3: but I mean, even that's I think it's an argument
1: for for you know her ability as an actress. I think she's you know she turns in a good performance there. Right? I,
4: I think she's great in she Under the Skin, but
1: stuff. I think the
4: I, I just think the direction is yeah. in the right. I just like mm. it's it's all.
3: When's he going to do another movie? Glazer, or who
2: knows? He's a he's a bit of a he takes his once time. a once a decade kind of guy. He's a malik. Oh well, yeah. He's yeah. A former, former malik. let's yeah. Get, let's
4: hope he's he's the old school malik Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I really want to wait
1: 19 years for his next film. That's fine yeah, yeah. if it's great. I don't want a piece of shit every other year. Uh, Maybe a piece of shit every uh, like one year, and then like a masterpiece the next year.
4: That's it, it, it breaks down the canon. <laughs> I,
1: I need a flawless. I need a flawless canon. Flawless <laughs> canon. If he's going to be the true inheritor of the Kubrick mantle, then he needs to. Uh, yeah. Make he needs to ascend. Ascend. <laughs> <A sin? laughs>
4: <laughs> um, Under the Skin Cult is great. It's good stuff.
1: Yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. I don't know. Yes, Can't, can't it. deny it. Oh, uh, no, the soundtrack oh, is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Michael Levi or whatever. It's really good. Have it on vinyl. Number seven is uh, the most beautiful film ever made, Days of Heaven. Uh, Terrence Malick's. Next, just incredible film. Uh, oh, that's great. And I, I, the only thing, that, I mean, we we have kind of like mentioned it in a weird a weird amount, but <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, I will just amount. I will just stop uh, after I say that uh, I think Richard Gere is underappreciated as an actor. I think he's great in this. I think he's been great in a lot of stuff. And uh, Sam Shepard. It fucking rules! Yeah. I love Sam Shepard and everything he's ever been yeah, in. Yeah, he is super underrated. Yeah, I mean, even in the stuff that he's in that I don't like, like I watched Thunderheart not too long ago, and I Thunderheart is not a great movie, but he is so good in it. Uh, he's just great. Even like Robert Altman's Fool for Love is not a great movie. He's great in it though. He's fantastic, and he's a great writer, and I I love his plays. So I yeah, I I love Days of Heaven. It's amazing. It's a masterpiece. It's Malick's best
3: film. Sorry, <laughs> it's all right. It's not, but it's alright. <laughs> yeah, you don't even have thin red line on your top 50? He doesn't. Uh, not
2: yet. I'm am I'm, dude, I'm on number 7. <laughs> all right. Like what? Give me a break. <laughs> There's six more. Um yeah, if my next movie number 7, it uh it, it's kind of been lost to history. Uh it's a little thing called Casablanca. <laughs> no one No one's really heard of this one, I don't think.
1: It's obscure for uh, sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: I don't I really don't have a lot to say to it, uh, say about it. It's uh, it's just like the perfect little uh, adventure romance. Here's
0: thing. looking at
1: you, kid. Yeah, it's oh, got all
2: those. Yeah. It's got all those fucking lines that you can quote, and yeah. uh, Bogart sells them. And yeah. uh, Claude Rains. Claude once again. Rains. Uh, yeah. Rains and uh, Ingrid Bourbon. Apparently, I just love
1: them. Is Claude Rains really skinny? No. What's with the uh? No, he played the Invisible Man, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There we go. Never mind. Never mind.
2: He was invisible, not skinny.
1: <laughs> I was I was misremembering. I was remembering a joke from a cartoon, but that's the wrong joke. That was about Sinatra. And the joke I'm the joke that I am trying to remember is from Mash, uh, where in Hawkeye Hawkeye uh, is blind in one episode temporarily, and he and he uh, thinks he's reaching to shake somebody's hand, and the he touches a coat rack, and he goes, "Oh, Claude Rains."
2: So uh, yeah, Um, Michael Curtiz Is uh, definitely the best, like Hollywood director for hire. He could turn anything into something that was visually interesting, and even when the movies were shit, they're off. They often look really good.
3: Nice. All All right. So number six, Lawrence of Arabia. Still have yet to see it. Yes. It's very like, long. Watch well <laughs> yes, it is. Isn't it like it, it's only four hours long. Close. Close. But it's worth it. I'm sure it it's, is. It's I mean I like Peter O'Toole. <laughs> Peter O'Toole is fucking great. Omar Sharif is fucking great. Alec Guinness not so much, because Alec Guinness is pretty much the same in every movie that he's in. But does he say use the force, Luke? in this <laughs> one, No, but he talks like this oh, in really? a very ethereal way. Even in Doctor Zhivago, even in Our Man in Havana, he's very Alec Guinness. Right.
2: Not in Kind Hearts and
3: Cornets.
1: Well, doesn't he play multiple parts in that yes, movie? Yes, does. <laughs> yeah. does. he yell? I mean, over? I really like
3: him in Murder by Death, uh, but yeah,
1: it's been a long time since I like. Yeah, I used to yeah. love that shit so, when I was younger.
3: It's one of my yeah, favorite yeah. bands. It's, like, <laughs> 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 but like this, the this, the scene stealer in Murder by Death is easily Peter Sellers because right, you know, right. That's his job in the movie, exactly.
1: Isn't Peter Falk in it too? Yeah, yeah. It's been a while, man. My dad turned me onto that when I was like thirteen. And it was just so fucking funny. Oh,
3: we it's, used to laugh yeah, at it together. It yeah, so like conversation, <laughs> like TV set on honeymoon, <laughs> unnecessary. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it might have also been a touch racist. We don't. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
3: <laughs> on purpose though. Yeah, um, I, I would yeah. even so. so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But yes, Lawrence of Arabia is so fucking good. And, like, yeah, like, when you see it on Blu ray, Mm -hmm. I mean, you probably won't rethink Days of Heaven. But you might for a a second, and then think. I know it looks
1: good. I've I've seen images, and I know that that's. It's the general consensus that it is great looking. The the David
2: Lean epics are up there. Yeah.
1: I've never seen a David Lean movie, so. Like I'm.
2: There's a lot, a lot of good ones.
1: I want to see River Bridge over the River Kwai. I I want to see uh, Lawrence of Arabia, and I yeah. and uh yeah, I mean those are kind of the two ones that I want to see.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, Great Expectations. No, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. Oliver
2: Twist. He did. He did both. Oh, right, but that's right, right. The, I prefer that's Alfonso
1: Cuarón's Great Expectations.
2: Dr. Zhivago and Ryan's Daughter are both uh, worth watching. Okay, he did that? Dr. Yeah. Dr. Zhivago?
1: Okay, yeah. I actually technically have seen that, but I was probably nine years old, so I don't okay. remember shit about it. My mom used to love that. It was on two video cassettes. Yeah. So long. Yeah. Also did
2: Brief Encounter, which is less than 90 minutes. Uh, yeah, really I've, I've seen
1: that one on Criterion. <laughs> I didn't
3: know he made a movie that was less than three three hours. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's great. Didn't cool. he do a, a movie called Summer something? Summer? Summertime. Yeah, Summertime. Right. It's kind of a late time movie. on Criterion movie. also, yeah. All right, uh, yeah, cool, John.
4: Cool. My number six is Akira.
1: Oh well, Not much else to say about that one. I it guess.
4: is the
2: best. Next, best anime. Mm. It's the best movie for kids.
1: Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's amazing. Totally. I'm waiting to show my daughter. Right. She's old right. enough to understand. Uh, my number six is. Nope, uh, there is no age where you're old enough to understand. <laughs> 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 no. Uh, my number six is uh, my, maybe my most controversial pick. Uh, Roger Avery's The Rules of Attraction Mm. um, from 2002, which is... Called it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Rules of Attraction is one of my favorite movies of all time. I love every part of it. Why? It's... (laughs) Fuck you. You like this movie. I do like it. Um, It's extremely well made. I think that uh, Roger Avery is... uh, probably like the saddest case in the director book because he is his debut. No, it's the second film. Second film? killing Zoe, which is oh, also that's good. right He mm. made two films and then he went, he, I think he got into a car accident, drunk driving and killed somebody or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, he well, wrote, he also
3: did Beowulf. Yeah. A lot of he, people. Well, he co-wrote, wrote Beowulf. Wrote, yeah.
1: Right, he's he's right. been he's <laughs> written, game into career. I, 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 know, I know. He's written stuff. I'm not, and yeah, I not yeah. I, I don't, I don't not to get into it, but I like Beowulf, but I mean, it's just, <laughs> but, uh, but I'm saying like I wish he would direct again because Killing Zoe is such a Tarantino movie. And then he came into his own with the rules of attraction and it's it's all him and it's very interesting visually and the acting is really good. I mean, like which is weird to say when you look at the cast and it's like James Vanderbeek and Shannon Sossaman and these like late nineties heartthrob, like teen heartthrobs. But they're all very, very good in it. And uh James Vanderbeek just playing completely against type playing this you know psychotic uh, drug dealer um, I don't know it's just I, I find it incredibly entertaining uh, by turns funny and disturbing and I love the filmmaking I love the direction I, I love everything about it I, it's just incredible to me I think it's dark in the appropriate moments and it's very lighthearted at other impro- uh, appropriate moments fair, it's like tonally perfect for me and i love the fucking ending like i love the he's the motorcycle <clears throat> headlight of like him driving into the night with the snow out ah, it's just it's incredible i love it that's Sweet. my number six it's great it's a great movie have you rewatched it though? No. Now you, you're you, you're afraid to. Re- you told me this when, when um, we first talked talking about movies when we were in grad school. You said you were afraid to rewatch it because you're afraid it wasn't going to be as good. Yeah, I am. I am afraid of that. Isn't is my putting it at number six?
2: Yeah. No. I mean that gives me <laughs> confidence. Yeah. But. I am looking at it on Letterboxd right now and uh I follow Roger Avery on Letterboxd. Oh, nice. He's kind of a crotchety old man, but uh oh, That's cool. He did give this movie a 5 out of 5. Of course. <laughs> 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 he rates his own movie. That's great. <laughs> All right, uh, number 6, The Umbrellas of Cherbourg, which is um a Jacques Demy musical from the 60s. And it's the kind of like you don't have to see it because you know if you hate it already when i tell you that it's the kind of thing where every line of dialogue is sung oh so yeah. you you know whether you're out or not out. based on that do they
1: rhyme no not necessarily so it's like opera then
2: kind of is it in english no
1: that that could help it's in not being in english that would be good because hmm. like when honestly like the kinds of movies that we are talking about here like uh Les Miserables, hmm. you know it's problematic in that for me because because I think it's because it's in English and it doesn't rhyme, but if it was in French, it's like, I don't know if it's rhyming or not because it's French, you know, I can read the words and they don't rhyme, but you know, I don't know if it would affect me as badly.
2: Mm. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's like the most melancholy musical I can think of. It's got a perfect ending. Uh, La La Land jacked this whole movie. I don't like La La Land for a number of reasons. One of them is that it <laughs> cribbed this movie. Uh, yeah, that's it.
1: Let's not get into La La Land again. Yeah,
2: because uh, we'll be here all night. <laughs> right.
1: Any, any, none of us have seen First Man still. No.
3: Right. Y'all. I thought you guys went to see it. Uh, um, we were
1: going to, and my daughter got sick. Yeah. So.
4: Oh. And I'm not going by myself.
1: So. I I really I can't tell you I how much that I, I want to see it. So I want to see it. I do want to see it. And now Sisters Brothers came out. It's out now in Here? theaters. Yeah. Oh. And I'm fucking, like, I'm not going to get a chance to see it. I'm just like, I my, have any time to see it. I'm so excited. To my see wife Sisters leaves Brothers. on Monday. I'm oh, about you, to have more time. You're to... a lucky son of a bitch. Not, like, not leaving me. Not lucky <laughs> because she's gone, but I mean, cool. you know what I mean. Right. To have free my, time. My marriage is fine, <laughs> 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 Free time, though, is just, you can't beat it. And, right. uh... You know, you just, yeah, you. it's, mm, I need it. I need a little bit because i got to go see these movies. i got so many movies I want to watch. I still have watched 22 July. It's been out for like three weeks.
3: Oh, right. Not
1: great reviews. I don't even care. I still want to see it. Yeah, it looks a too a little too edgy for me, I think. I don't know. <laughs> edgy. Just,
4: it's about like, an edgy, edgy as a Satsuma. It's just like, why, why do we need to make this movie?
2: It's edgy. just too dark. Too dark. Yeah, it's too dark. Your list it's is full th- of... <laughs> Cookie cutter boring <laughs> classics like under the skin.
4: Yeah, but this is like, this is too real for me. I don't right, know. Okay. That, right. that shit is just like right. not cool to me. I don't know. All
3: right, Kevin. Okay. Number five Young Frankenstein. Word. Again. Like, Actually,
1: I don't think I've ever seen it all the way through. Oh. I, I do like the first, what I've seen <laughs> of it, I found funny. It's yeah, very, I mean, like,
3: like the fact that it looks exactly like a movie that was made in like the 30s and thir- 30s or 40s and it was made in the mid 70s. Like all, like all the stuff, like the way the way the um, the soundtrack, like you can hear it run out on on the on the uh, vinyl, and like you can like see like sets move and like just just the way everything looks like visually is like
1: he yeah, you can so well done yeah the stark photography like you can really see what Mel Brooks liked about Eraserhead you know what I mean like he, right He's a big fan of Eraserhead and it's like very similar looking I didn't know yeah. That. Yeah, he's oh. he's the reason like it became big like he he put it in oh, really? the theater.
4: Yeah, like stuff. he's cool.
3: he's the reason that uh David Lynch did uh Elephant Man too, right? Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Which is funny cuz like little little side note, I also I I knew that Lynch had been offered Return of the Jedi. I didn't know that Cronenberg had also been offered Return of the Jedi. Whoa. It's like Lucas was just going down a list of like these super esoteric filmmakers and like, yeah, this is the guy to make the third movie in this kind of popcorn franchise.
1: This started to stop on Richard Markhand. The <laughs> fuck is that? <laughs> I have no idea. Could you imagine like David Lynch Ewoks? What what would even... <laughs> I think you honestly... You think they
3: would look like diseased vaginas?
1: Doesn't it seem like if he had made that, his career would have just been a, a totally different than it is? Like yeah. he wouldn't have... Yeah, it feels like he wouldn't have made the other things that he made. Like he would have just b- like been like, oh, well, I named what Jedi. Now J- I'm a millionaire, so let me make some more things like this. And
3: what year was Jedi? Eighty. No, eighty three.
1: Eighty three. Yeah.
3: Was it that late? I thought it was like eighty two. Eighty
1: two is uh, what year was? I Dave? think eighty two is uh, uh, Empire. I think. Let me look.
0: That
3: doesn't sound well.
1: Right. No. There's eighty. Empire, Empire was like eighty. Eighty, yeah. oh, it Pretty sure it was eighty. Okay, yeah. It's gonna be eighty three though, still
3: because let's, let's let me just look Dune it was eighty four. Right, right. Yeah, eighty four, eighty five.
1: Return of the Jedi, nineteen eighty
3: three.
1: Okay. Because I know it's not eighty two because eighty two is E. T. and Blade Runner, right? Those are the two right, big right. sci fi movies from that year, and E. T. Right. crushed
3: Blade Runner. It crushed a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like uh, and like, the
1: thing too came out in eighty two. The thing got oh, destroyed right, by E. T. Right. Also. Yeah. Nobody saw that. Great year. Shit. Yeah. Except <laughs> BT. Fuck that movie.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. Hurtful. I'm no, not a fan. All right. The thing rules. Blade Runner, you know. It's great. But yeah, Young Frankenstein is fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. And, like, like, it may sound like a joke, but I think it's probably the most faithful to the source material of, like, not only like Bride of Frankenstein and like the James Whale stuff, but also like the book too. Cool. Also, uh, I know you all just talked about how you have no free time. Um, I'm pretty sure the, uh, Danny Boyle directed version of Frankenstein yeah. is going to be coming to the Manship sometime soon. Hmm. Um, Will Danny
1: Boyle be there.
3: Well, there is will it be... the video of it or is it? Yes, yeah, it's the okay, video yeah, yeah, yeah. of it, and like there's a little interview with him. That's cool. Before, um, like looking back, I would definitely give that like four and a half. So I would say it's worth it if you're interested at all in Frankenstein. Okay. Jonathan, Fathom cool. events, please sponsor us.
4: <laughs> My number five is 2001: A Space Odyssey. Uh, the awesomest movie ever. I don't know. It's great. There, there's not a lot to say about it. I mean, it's it's 2001.
1: I don't know. It has been discussed. Too, too much. No, but, it's uh, good though. I remember, I just, ri- I just uh, when I was watching uh, Operation Avalanche actually, and they talk, mm. they they show how they do that, the gra- the zero gravity pin. Yeah. They put it on a piece of glass. I was like, I don't that's how they did that. That's good. But, uh, cool. This
4: probably has the best ending of all time, personally. Just,
1: last like 30 45 minutes are just amazing
0: yeah
4: but uh yeah
1: my number five is john Borman's excalibur which uh it's just i'm not a fantasy guy i don't like fantasy as a genre uh, i hate game of thrones for instance <laughs> i try in fact i tried to watch battle scenes from game of thrones on youtube because I I've heard how violent the show is and it's they're just not they do nothing for me. So uh <laughs> the battle scenes are not
3: the violent parts.
1: Well, <clears throat> I anyways, the 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 point is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Excalibur is uh amazing to me. I think it's uh I love the I'm just always been a knights guy. Like I've always liked knights a lot. Like when I was a kid, I was really into knights. <laughs> like, I had books about them and shit and uh my my parents bought me these little diecast knight figurines that i used to play with and um they were like 10 bucks a piece so it was like an investment you know for them and um i just really dig that shit and so and this movie has the it's like you don't see a lot of movies that are about king arthur that are also like gritty and grim and violent and this one is all of those things and it's got a lot of early performances from uh good actors yeah like Liam Neeson and Patrick Stewart and Gabriel Byrne and yeah. Uh, I really like—I uh, forget the actor's name who plays Merlin.
3: Oh, Nicole Williams. Yeah,
1: he's yeah. Uh, amazing as Merlin. And I think, it, honestly, if there was a weak performance, it would probably be uh, Nigel. Nigel Terry. Terry, who plays Arthur. But I even—I still like him. I think he's—he's yeah. he's really good. And I just love all the—I uh, love the fact that it gets to the end of the story and like everything is completely changed like Arthur is a totally different person than he was at the beginning he's got this beard and Lancelot when he returns during the battle and he's got the gigantic monk beard <laughs> and he's just killing people and screaming Arthur's name
3: and Helen Mirren
1: Helen Mirren is great everything is great this movie fucking rules oh, I love Excalibur yeah the, ca- the armor this looks weirdly amazing. shiny. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. though. I <laughs> love all the spiritual stuff, like this weird, like when they go look for the Grail, and uh, I think it's uh, the G one. What's the G knight? No, Gawain. Yeah, Gawain. Yeah, is it Gawain though? Is it or Galahad? Galahad, Galahad. maybe. Yeah, uh, who who gets the Grail, and and he finally realizes he's like, I understand now. The the land and Arthur are one, and we have to, you know take back the land in order to heal him or whatever. It's just so fucking good. I I, I love, and I love the, the, the way that it ends the, um, the final kind of death battle scene. It's so clumsy and gross. Uh, (laughs) just the spear going through the armor. It's just nasty and there's blood everywhere. Everybody's armor. It started off so nice and shiny. It's just drenched in blood. Just fucking amazing. Like they don't make them like this anymore. I'll tell you. Mm, Uh, no, and the Wagner use of Wagner in it is incredible too. Like just I, I is used it to, Wagner? Yeah, I think oh, so. Wow. It's uh, I used to know the names of the pieces. They, they, I, I just I used to think it was score, you know. And it's not; it's classical, but it's just yeah. fucking incredible. Yeah. That's my number five, Jr. <laughs> <laughs> it's dozing off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All
2: right, uh, my number five. Only angels have wings. It's a Howard Hawks film from nineteen thirty-nine. And it's uh, I love uh, Gene Author in this. I love Cary Grant. It's uh, it manages tones like in like nothing I've ever seen. It there are moments of like deep horrible tragedy, and it is mostly a comedy, and it it works in a way that it shouldn't. And uh, yeah, it's like Cary Grant is, I guess, the star, but it's really like a cool ensemble like misfit community movie. It's cool. Did I say that? It's cool.
1: Sorry.
3: It is cool. It's cool. Yeah. All right. That's it. Okay. Number four. The World's End. Ooh. Yes. Like, I had been following, you know, Edgar Wright, Nick Frost, and Simon Pegg since, like, a little bit after Shaun of the Dead came out. Because, like, you know, it came out in Britain first and all that. And... Like just seeing their progression as actors and writers and movie makers, like it's just amazing how they've gotten <laughs> so far <laughs> with what they're with what they're able to do tonally and like, like it's you know, like it's so much like you've grown up with them and like the places that they're able to take the movie and the characters and like exploring like where they've come from as people, but also. Where they've come from as writers and filmmakers is so great, and it's so well acted. It's, I mean, apart from uh, Rosamund Pike, yeah, she's a bitch. Yeah, she's she's <laughs> terrible. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, well acted, well written, and it's well paced. And like, there's so much great emotional scenes in this movie. Like, solid, absolutely rock solid. Nice.
4: Sweet, uh, my number four is Maholland Drive, David Lynch. Um, this is his most Lynch thing ever. Well, actually, the mm. re- the return is the most Lynch thing ever. But uh, this is before that. This is the, the return <laughs> is not a movie. So. I know, but I wish it was. Doesn't
0: count.
1: Well, can't, it's a Lynch thing. Can't be logged. <laughs> I'm gonna log it. I just think it can't. <laughs> Six out of five I hate seeing it. You could see it on people's lists, the uh, year end yeah. lists. Like, this is the best movie of the year. Like, fuck you. It's not a fucking movie. Yeah, man. right. It's not a movie, but it's an experience. It's great. Yeah. Nothing
0: it is. Wrong with it it is just, fantastic. You know, um, I love it, but it's not
1: a movie.
4: Mulholland Drive, though, is, is great. Um, I think the biggest reason it's so high on the list for me, besides it being great, is it's just, it was like one of the first Lynch movies I ever saw. And, it still holds up really well. And it just, it's just so fucking weird still to this day. It's just mm. very strange. It's extremely dark. And it's not yeah. even like the weird parts are still weird, obviously, and strange and scary sometimes. But just the, the parts that are supposed to be kind of funny are even stranger to me. Like the more I watch it, it's just like, it's so weird. And I hate to say weird cause it's such a stupid word, but,
1: it is dumb.
4: It's it's a very complex film. I don't yes. know. It's, it's very layered and great.
3: Rebecca great. Del Rio's cover of crying in that movie is so fucking amazing still.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Naomi Watts, her performance, just, just
3: mind-blowingly good performance. Uh, yeah.
1: My number four is Carlito's Way, which is my favorite Brian De Palma movie. And... Uh, just has There's just a lot of history wrapped up in it. I've seen it so many times. And I love the script. It's uh, what made me fall in love with David Kep as a writer. Although <clears throat> he's uh, essentially just kind of like a Hollywood hired gun at this point. But uh, Carlito's Way and Snake Eyes are amazing scripts. And uh, he also wrote Jurassic Park. I mean, I don't know. He, uh, this this uh, film is incredible. I love Sean Penn in it. I love... Al Pacino. I even love uh, Penelope Ann Miller, you know, and she's not, there's not much to love there, but she's, she's in it. And I, I just, the, it's so, this is, this along with Snake Eyes, I feel like, and I'm not a Hitchcock guy. I haven't seen a lot of his stuff, but these are like the, the, like De Palma, obviously huge Hitchcock fan. And these are like the culmination of all that. I feel like the, his influence on him, because just the way the camera moves and the choreography of, The chase sequences. I don't know. It's just incredible. Really, really entertaining. And uh, the violence. I mean, I'm just... I love squibs. (laughs) And this has some of the best. Some of the best squibs. So good. The escalator shootout. Amazing. Like, you can't... It's been a while since I've seen it. But it's... I remember liking it. It's phenomenal. phenomenal. Check it out. Uh, So, yeah. That's my number four.
2: My number four is Seven Samurai. Just. uh nice yeah
1: you know i haven't seen it in so long and i, I have it i just need to rewatch it but again it's just, it's it's a long film man it's been a while it for is. me as well
3: yeah. um, i've been meaning to rewatch it for a long time i don't,
1: you know, the only only thing i remember about it i remember two scenes the one scene where was uh, where you're introduced to the the master swordsman or whatever and he's having like a duel with somebody and it's like in slow mo he hits him so quick that it kills him and then uh the second one is i think it's the same guy they they're getting shot at by the and he just leaves and then he comes back like a few hours later and he's got two or three of their rifles he killed them and got their rifle <laughs> that shit ruled <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah I don't know uh, you know we don't need to say anything about this movie except that I didn't know how to choose just one Kurosawa and uh he broke your rule no I didn't oh I just just kind of landed on this one mm. there's, there's a lot to choose from and what would really
1: the, what would another one be uh like high and low, and low. yeah okay
2: um, the obvious I choice. love Yojimbo Rashomon Rashomon I love Rashomon Ron I love Ron <laughs> I love a lot of, I love Throne Red Redbeard Yeah uh, Throne of Blood is not really at, at the top of that list I
1: actually agree with you I know you love Throne of Blood Throne <laughs> of Blood is my least favorite It's a Microsoft film that I've seen but I still like it a lot I yeah. just it's just not as high as Microsoft.
0: Yeah this, It's not, it's not I, my you favorite know,
2: Macbeth I feel like my <laughs> top 20 could have just been like Kurosawa, Kurosawa, Hitchcock and Wilder movies That
3: <laughs> could just be it but
0: all right
3: My number 3 is Throne of Blood. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I all mean like who called that? All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean it, it's a it's a funny thing cuz like Macbeth has been the Shakespeare play that I've seen most of 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 any of his stuff. And coming to this from seeing all the other ones and seeing how Kurosawa put it together and you know that that last scene where they're actually firing real arrows at Tashiro Mafuni, so he's genuinely pissing his pants.
2: I was watching a feature about that the other day.
3: Yeah, and like, uh, yeah, just the just the insane body control that Mafuni has. Like watching him, like whether he's just sitting still, like you can barely see that he's breathing, and when he moves, he has like this weird grace to him. And like the way the way they the way Kurosawa like melds the story into traditional Japanese culture of the time, I think it's brilliant. And yeah, it's just it's great. I just, I love it.
2: Fujinai is one of the best. He's yeah,
3: he's my favorite awesome. actor.
2: Woo. That's nice. that's fine.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. Right. John sweet um, number three the thin red line mm. hey, there you go Kevin <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs>
3: you knew uh, it was coming. eating my words
1: just great stuff um, you gotta re-listen to that uh, explosions in the sky album where they read from the <laughs> novel <laughs> doesn't it I really like wait doesn't
4: that have it just like a clip from the movie yeah is it from the yeah, movie yeah it's from the movie it's a clip from the yeah. movie
1: cause at the end of it there's like a gunshot noise that's not in the movie pretty sure it is that gunshot noise is not
3: in the
2: movie you know <laughs> what the song's good so i don't care <laughs> <laughs> um
4: i just love this fucking movie dude every time i watch it it goes higher um i think this is as high as it's ever gonna go but <laughs> <laughs> um world war ii will like, be number one next time <laughs> no i don't think it. i don't think it will but uh got a huge connection with world war ii um just lots of video games and just loving history
1: and I mean yeah no I, mean, I no, you know it, 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 just, it sounds ridiculous but I have if, a connection with World War 2 I play a lot of video games
4: but I, mean, like, I, I played a lot of World War 2 video games and just sure. like the history and the watching history channel and reading about yeah, it being you know. friends with Rustin just be, growing up in the late 90s <laughs> World War 2 was fucking huge thanks Saving Pride Ryan yeah but uh this is just then the that best.
1: should be your number 3 no
4: this is just <laughs> so far beyond that it's like it's a great war film but it's just it's so much more than that and but the like Sean Penn is Saving good. Like Sean Penn's great in it
1: and <laughs> everybody's everybody's Nick just Nolte great. Yeah, and Elias Koteas. Like, those are the those are the performances And I, I that really are every I really time.
4: hate I hate voiceovers like with a passion. I I don't like them ever. But Nick Nolte's voiceover is just crushing. It's, crummy, it's it, so fucking
1: gravelly. It's
4: it's <laughs> just like it makes me it almost like brings me to tears. It, it sounds ridiculous, but it's like it's so dark and just like it's it's just fucking great it's just, this movie is so well done. And yeah, like, I, I guess you could say like Malik is like, you know, masturbatory and just like shooting the fucking trees and shit. But it's like, I don't know. All, all of his like flourishes and shit really just like work perfectly in this movie. Yeah, I would say he's like that now. Yeah. Knight <laughs> of cups is like that. <sighs> It's just really hard to watch this movies and just re- remember this and go like, God, like, what the fuck happened? Like, he's it's not, just, he's, uh, it's just sad, man. He's not
1: taking his time anymore. He's doing improv shit. It seems like, although he's got that new movie coming out, let's uh, say like, like Runstod or something like that. It's like a German word and it's based in World War II, also. Hmm. And it's got the guy from uh, Inglorious Bastards and the Counterfeiters, the uh, the villain in Inglorious mm. Bastards, where he has the when they play the card game, it says King Kong. It's the King Kong one. Mm. Oh right, he's in it. I don't know. It's supposed to be like a return to form for Malik. Hmm. So. And
4: one one more thought. I just I just really love the the I, the, I guess the story that like he just completely Changed this movie, like changed the main actor, and just like manipulated the movie into his own thing. Just, uh, just total disregard for anyone. Controversial like, too, I love that though.
1: Because the, uh, the main character was was Adrian Brody, yeah. right? And he was like a homosexual. And so it seems like you changed it because you didn't want to tell a story about a homosexual.
4: Maybe, but it's like I just. I think, don't think that's the think case, it, but I think that
1: he's he's gotten flack for it.
4: Yeah, but I just think Caviezel's story is just better, and just I just love his character. I just I. I
1: the, absolutely the film that i'm talking that i was talking about is called radagund and Radegund? uh it's hmm. uh it stars matthias schoenartz and uh michael Nyqu- nyquist also and in addition to that guy i was talking to a minute ago and then uh it's it says it's about the austrian franz jagerstatter a conscientious objector who refuses to fight for the nazis during World war ii hmm. looks good man. interesting it's in post-production so it's supposed to come out this year apparently hmm. all right my number three uh speaking of tears, yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of tears, uh, my number three is uh, The Fountain, which makes me cry. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like I said before, it's Hugh Jackman gives the best performance of all time. And, uh, it's, <laughs> it, uh, you know, it's just good. It's just a great performance. It's very affecting. And uh, he really gives his all to it. And it's just a beautiful looking movie. And I think near perfect in every way. JR. Number three, The
2: Apartment. Billy Wilder, this uh, moved up a spot because Hiroshima moved back. Mm. You know, I've talked about this one at length. It is like the perfect, it's the perfect comedy script. Everything, everything's about it. it's just great. <laughs> yeah, it's, we did uh, a deep dive. Yeah, yeah, we, d- we did the deep dive. John, John didn't
1: watch it. Well, I, John didn't I didn't watch sorry. it. Sorry. Wait, what the fuck? I didn't. Wa- I wasn't on the episode. He wasn't on right. that episode,
2: <laughs> dude. That yeah, was a replacement. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll watch it. So yeah,
2: go. Uh, Go back and listen Extremely to my, my debut. Not my I guess not my debut episode.
3: Yeah, one, your debut was episodes. Watership Down. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Kevin. Number two, fantastic Mr. Fox. Wow. Amazing stop motion animation. I love the score. I love all the actors in it. George Clooney is on top form. He's hilarious. I mean, it's yeah, it's perfect.
4: Word. Sweet, my number two, Blade Runner. Yeah, it's Blade Runner. <laughs> um, it it was number one for a very long time. Until but uh, saw Stalker in the theater, and then the... <laughs> I saw Stalker on the big screen, and it, yeah. I just it it changes you. <laughs> it it not, it's it I, yeah uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, Blade Runner, uh, just the best sci-fi movie ever made. Um, that's it. I know It's just perfect. Absolutely. It's uh It's
2: another. It's another fuck up of mine. I left off Blade Runner. I don't know how I did that. Yeah. Um. You're
4: terrible. It's dude. just. You're bad at this. <laughs> right. Where Solaris fails, like I mean, they're they're not really comparable, but it's like you know, like uh, they, uh, Tarkovsky went beyond his means or whatever. This is just like right on the mark, like. Mm-hmm any more money i think it would have went like went way out of bounds and like any less it would have looked like shit but it's just it's like right on the money dude everything mm. looks great and just acting dialogue just everything
1: is great fantastic my number 2 is uh valerian the city of a thousand planets no, <laughs> <laughs> had had to be done uh my number 2 is uh magnolia it's my favorite paul thomas anderson film and I know that uh, most people don't agree with that, but uh, I think it's really—I don't even know if I'd say it's like his best, or it's just—I just really love it. And I know that it's just a rip-off of all the Robert Altman movies, but I love the melodrama. I love the acting. I think everybody's great in it. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman rules in it. Uh, Tom in Cruise me. is great in it. You know, it's just a great Philip Baker Hall. Just everybody's great. Even like people like. That you don't see in shit anymore. Like Melora Walters is in this and she's just fantastic as this uh, crazy cokehead who falls in love with uh, John C. Riley, who's also amazing. Everybody's amazing. It's his last ensemble piece that he did. It's kind of like the culmination of PTA's ensemble work and uh, it's just great. I love it. Number two. All right.
2: uh, I'm going to let Kevin, not Kevin, sorry. I'm going to let. John handled my number two. Sorry. Uh all I will say is uh the zone wants to be respected. <laughs> Otherwise it will it will punish.
4: Right.
3: Kevin? Sorry, that's yeah. the, stalker. <laughs> the stalker. Stalker again. Stalker. Right. Yeah, <laughs> just so just so we know. Right. <laughs> number one, life of Brian.
1: Of course. Yep. Oh, we forgot to mention the uh the song at the end. Which I realized I, when I was listening to it, I was like, I was like, I've heard, like I have this, I have this vision in my head. I was singing yep. along to it, and I was singing it incorrectly. I was singing, "Always look on the on the bright side of your life," and he doesn't say "of your," he says, "Look on the bright side of life." Mm. And I realized I was singing the "As Good as It Gets" version,
3: the Art Garfunkel version. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> See, I didn't
1: realize it was even that. I thought he was just singing it differently in the movie. I, I was singing. Jack Nicholson was in my head singing. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. John's catchy song, yeah. Number one,
4: number one is soccer. That's just, uh, it's just—it's the ultimate like world-building movie, and that's like my thing—is world-building. So this is—it's a. How it's do a, you not love Valerian so much? much world-building <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> this is just—it's complete art, in like the least pretentious way possible. Pure it. cinema. I mean, yeah, it's—it's. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's amazing, and the the the, the soundtrack, it just the the philosophical masturbation, just like all it's just just fucking amazing.
1: The only thing that would have made it better was actual masturbation.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> See Ken Park. <laughs> and the ending, man, fuck, it's just so good. It's just so incredible. Um,
2: have yeah. you ever read Zona?
1: No, I know. He said he wasn't interested in that because okay. I remember telling you about no. that, and he's like, yeah.
2: <laughs> it's it's really good. It's really good. Okay, I mean. It, yeah, it's it's like one guy's per, like very personal breakdown of every scene in the movie. So he's not trying to give you like a like a general critical analysis. Okay. And, and I I, I kind of don't want to.
4: part. There's a part of me that doesn't want to know what anyone else thinks about this movie. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Cuz totally it's like fair. it's
1: it's, it's you going to change it'll change your perspective on it when you rewatch it. Yeah, it's it. like yeah. it's
4: pretty personal. Like I don't know, like this movie just I don't know fucking rules and I don't want to change that. <laughs> I don't want to like I don't want to hear somebody's like, yeah, like, I don't know, comparing it to something this else. This thing doesn't
1: make sense. Oh, I never thought about that. Shit. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, not that any of it makes sense. Uh, my number one, uh, I mean, it can't be argued. Apocalypse Now is the greatest yeah, film I, of all I, time. I, <laughs> it's uh, it's amazing. It's uh, my favorite Coppola film out of a lot of Coppola films that are fantastic. Uh, it's my favorite war film. Uh, everybody who's in it. It's my favorite film from all of them. <laughs> uh, even Harrison Ford, I, 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 uh, I just, lo- I just love it. I love the uh, kind of dread that this movie builds and sustains for you oh, know yeah. a two and a half hour runtime, and uh, it's just incredible. And the Redux, you know, forty five minutes longer. It doesn't, doesn't bother me a bit. I love it. I love the French house scene. Yeah. I love the scenes when they're meeting with the Playboy models and everything. All oh, that shit's good to me. I don't e- – either version. It just adds incredible. to the just epic, just, I don't know, it's just, descent into there's madness. There's like this, yeah, it's just like <laughs> a languid just, you know,
0: <laughs> you know just like – It's like, like
1: watching a horse die or something. Yeah, you know I mean? it's like watching a horse <laughs> die. <laughs> Not that I've done that a lot. <laughs> uh, Apocalypse Now rules. I love the use of the doors also in the soundtrack. The the song "The End." I think it really, really works for the. Uh, I've bookends. heard some
4: people not like that. I don't understand. But that it's shit it's at all. stupid it's because like, <laughs> it's like the song
1: was made for the film. Like well, it's, it's like perfect. the perfect
4: time. It's like it's Vietnam, and it's like it's just like the per- it's it's perfect. And it is and, the end. Yeah, and the yeah, exactly. Like
1: <laughs> your only friend, the end. Yeah. Beautiful ride the snake. Ride, ride the, the snake, r- man. The West is the best.
4: The snake <laughs> it, the snake is the river. Come on, man. There I you fuck, go. Come on. There you go. I, don't song is they, perfect. I actually
1: don't think they make it. To, I don't know <laughs> if they make it to that line. Yeah. This song. <laughs> anyway, that's my number one of all time. JR? All
2: right. Uh, you guys know my number one. Uh, in the move for love. It's Another belonging, deep dive. The <laughs> longing, the slow-mo, my favorite marriage of music to photography to character. It's It's beautiful.
4: It is very... Very beautiful. Mm. I didn't like it that much, but hey. it. was lo- I mean, <laughs> it, it, it <laughs> isn't a time ap- to pick it apart. It looked fucking amazing. Like it
1: looked great,
2: and uh, I mean, you guys might have noticed uh, all of like all the movies on my list are some version of the same thing. Mm. Lots of pretty photography and uh, romantic longing. I
4: think we've really gotten to know each other.
1: Yeah, like during this. And it's just unfortunate that uh, Jr. won't be with us much longer, in reality.
2: <laughs> I will not be physically here. Right. Mm. As I join my wife on the other side. Of the country. Of the country. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's more like the middle than the other side. Well, from yeah. for us, on it, top might, of the it mountain. might
1: as well be Japan
3: for us. Cause right, really right, is. right. <laughs> yeah.
1: But we're going to attempt to. Uh, we'll try, I guess, to do a Skype one. You know, We'll yeah, see we'll how totally. it works and if it's not too cumbersome it, or insane. It's, also.
2: I'm not. I'm not leaving yet. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right, right. After Christmas. <laughs> After Christmas. Oh, okay. Uh, if we yeah, can increase right.
1: production of these, I would love it.
2: Yeah. You know. What's our next movie? Oh, uh, I think oh, it's your it's, pick. Uh, my
1: pick. We're uh, gonna watch The true. Crossing Guard. Awesome. Directed by Sean Penn, starring uh, right, yeah. Jack Nicholson and Angelica Houston.
2: I quit the podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do you have some aversion to this movie for real?
2: Aversion to Sean
1: Penn oh as a as a <laughs> filmmaker. No, no.
2: I actually really oh, like so Into the Wild. Oh, okay. Uh, not, well, no we're gonna do I don't.
1: I don't love Into the Wild, but I for the Crossing Guard is for me. It's fantastic. So we'll we'll uh, be watching the Crossing Guard for our next episode. God only knows when that'll be. And uh, <laughs> please stay tuned. And I hope you enjoy this close to four hour episode. Uh, thanks for listening. Visit our website at filmyak.podiant.co Podi. Podiant. P o d i a n t dot c o. So I've been giving the wrong address for for, for well, 49 well, well. episodes now.
3: This just started. It used to be filmyakpodcast.com. Okay, well, it's And not now that anymore. doesn't work anymore. Yeah,
1: so it's filmyak, Uh Visit our uh, blog there. Look us up on iTunes. Rate us. Uh, check out our, the trailers. We'll be back next week with a normal episode, normal link and uh, thanks for listening so always look on the bright side of
0: death (whistles) just before you draw
1: your terminal breath
4: life's a piece of shit when you look at it life's a laugh and
0: death's a joke it's true you'll see it's all a show keep them laughing as you go just remember that the last laugh is on
1: you. And always look on the bright side of life. Alright, well enough uh, fucking yammering on here. <laughs> let's uh let's get this show on the road. You guys ready?
3: I think so. As ready as I'm gonna be. Okay, hold on, what are we doing oh.
1: exactly? Are we back?
2: Oh yeah. There so. we go.